PKA662 with our guest, Chris James Taylor. This episode of PKA brought to you by FaroDistro.com, Lock and Load, and Blue Chew, a bunch of wonderful sponsors we'll hear more mm-hmm. about later. Chris, thanks for joining us tonight. No problem. Thanks for having me. So I've been poking through your channel, looking around, and I see that you dislike the Deadliest Warrior as much as I did. So I, I don't respect that. I don't dislike it as much. It was like my favorite show growing up. But like but then you I grew watched up, it right? yeah, as an adult. Once my frontal lobe <laughs> developed, I watched these shows again. And it's so funny watching these experts bicker back and forth. I, uh, that's why I made a video on it because they just like mm-hmm. hate each other so much. <laughs> and they're not even like on the payroll and they hate each other so much. Oh, yeah. They're, I, I remember like groups that had no inherent squabble like a like a samoan warrior or rather a guy who claims 800 years ago his ancestors <laughs> were samoan warriors he's just a guy that likes pork with tattoos. Just the rock. Mm-hmm. yeah and then there's like a japanese guy whose whole family has never been ninjas and they're both like talking <laughs> shit like yeah. the ninjas like oh if i come if he was at your island he kill you he fuck it's you like- up and then the samoan guys like you couldn't sneak up on him man he knew the whole island he knew everything like you think they're gonna come into his domain and take him down, and it's like it's badly acted and it's genuine mm-hmm. aggression, which is a wonderful conflagration of of embarrassment. Like they, the producers obviously were like, "Hey, just kind of ham it up," and they're like, "All right, yeah, we'll do our best." And they're like, "Oh, the Spetsnaz wouldn't have a chance against the Green Beret," and then the other guy's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, and then they're like, oh, "Okay, well, you didn't, you can tone it down a little bit." But yeah. my favorite is like how bad the mashups are. It'll be like William Wallace versus like mitch from accounts receivable it like they don't <laughs> one is very obviously gonna win right. i think yeah right the accountant it's yeah. like oh, <laughs> yeah, dude in 996 out of 1000 simulations the accountant loses and yeah. then like they're like afterward the accountant's like you know at the end of the day it was a split decision <laughs> Nine, 996 <laughs> to four like it's it yeah. was so you're right I'm, I'm remembering more about how stupid that show was now i had a bet with my friend like every week we were in middle school every week it's like one of us would pick one and the other and like we would progress on through the episodes and the fourth episode in my friend won and then everyone from then on was like the obvious winner, everyone. And he just like picked each one. That's where my resentment for the show started. You guys didn't have a very fair system. You should have got no. to pick first every Ooh, other we're 12. And that's true. Yeah. I never Shit. got into that show. I had uh, so the guy who produced that show or made that show, he I was talking to him about doing a thing on TV. And so I had to watch a bunch of his show. So I knew. I was forced to watch a bunch of his show, so mm-hmm. I knew what I, to, we were going to talk about when I mm-hmm. met this guy. He was the guy that was like 30 minutes late to the meeting at the bar, and uh, and he claimed that he had saved a woman who was being accosted by like carjackers, maybe, or street muggers. And and this is the kind of man who gets accosted by street muggers, <laughs> not the kind who se- steps in and saves the day. He was a mm-hmm. fat, balding, hairy, slobby kind of guy. And I felt like he was like, oh, yeah, I'm late and sweaty because I had to fight crime. And I'm thinking, no, I just think you're just not I think your AC is out, from the out of shape. Yeah, I, don't I, think walk, to... I think you took the bus here, sir. <laughs> I took the bus here to the Omni. I, I, don't, I, I don't think related, I want to continue. Related story on Compelled. When I first started dating Jackie, she had this guy, not an ex-boyfriend, just a person who liked her, who like a wannabe boyfriend, I guess. And uh, he would call her. And Jackie and I have been going out for like three weeks at this point and tell these tales in an effort to woo her. 
His special skill was that he was a crane operator. So he would be like, dude, you can't believe what just happened to me today. Cars flying off the bridges. And they're like, does anyone know how to operate a crane? And I'm like, I'm your guy. Then he would pull the cars <laughs> out of the water to save by, like, you know, innocent victims. And that was like his way of trying to get Jackie to like fall for this hero. It, it didn't work. Meanwhile, was he's like on like news that... channel seven, like saving people, and he's like, "What's <laughs> miracle, miracle on the Chesapeake tonight? Miracle on the Chesapeake tonight? We've got this... the hero, the man they call the Angel of New Jersey. Come, come here, sir. <laughs> this yeah, he's more than single. And like, what what he would tell tales like this, different, but you know, obviously, like yeah. threads of of them just needing a crane operator hero. This is back in the day of landline, so she'd be talking to him on the phone, and I'd be on another phone, like <laughs> muted, silently listening to the conversation as she kind of like egged him on, mocked him a little bit. Maybe it wasn't oh, that's nice. Mean. Yeah, Damn. but and now he's I the best know. crane operator. He may be. At this point, he should be an expert. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he lived a long life after that embarrassment. <laughs> but I don't know. That's a pretty cool job. Crane operator. If you're good. Is it? And if you own a crane. The only time you ever hear about a crane operator is when they fuck up and drop one in New York. That's how or good Or catch on man. fire and die. Yeah, does that happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking of the real high-rise ones. There's no escape. You can't get like, out of there? I, you're... Egress is. I'd have one a backup. Way. You have one way out. Yeah, you better base jumper or something. I mean, at the very least, I'd have like a harness on that I could maybe a, a cable that I could a rope or something. I can lower myself down oh, 30 feet below the fire or something. At least get away from burning. I don't want to burn alive. That's like my number one fear, I guess. You could say, oh, I don't want to be buried alive. That's worse. It's like, yeah, but when is that going to fucking happen? You can get burned alive out here in traffic right now. Nobody's gonna sneak it, sneak in and bury you alive. Okay, you you can actually burn. I'd much rather drown. Much rather drown, especially cold water than be buried alive. Freeze, freeze to death. I'm hearing is the move. You just you're cold for a while, which is uncomfortable. But we've all been really cold, and then you're just tired and you lay down and you ease into peace. Yeah, I bet like 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 bullet back of the head unexpected is probably the absolute fastest way to go. Right, I think submarine implosion. Submarine. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, but you have like you have like two hours leading up where you're just like <laughs> ah! you're freezing cold. Yeah. Scared to death. It's creaking. You're like praying for death by the end. What a terrible way to go. Those sound way. like not even a good time. Like even if you don't implode, like if you see the insides of those things and you're like freezing cold and they're like, bring an iPod and we're gonna piss in that bucket over there if you need to. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the experience. Don't kick the Mad Cat's controller. Oh, <laughs> I was just gonna make a Mad oh, Cat's joke. Oh, we're oh, gonna die. Blow controller. <laughs> blowing it, blowing it. Try blowing in it. <laughs> that was the problem. Somebody turned it off. They didn't have a memory card in. That's that's one of the sillier fucking news events of my life. I think there's. I remember the the Balloon Boy. That's a real mm. old one. That's probably 15, 17 even years ago that's or balloon something. Boy. What did he do? Ah, uh, Balloon Boy is when. All right, so my remembrance of Balloon Boy, because I was younger, is that this family told everyone that their son had gotten into a, uh, some balloon they had and floated off. They thought their son had ballooned himself away. And so this huge search went underway looking for Balloon Boy up in the air. Oh. I, I saw the Balloon Boy. He floated over my dairy farm. He was just a squeak. This. He was hiding in the attic. He was hiding in the <laughs> fucking attic the whole time. And it was this big, like, silly, goofy story for me. No, nah, he was hiding in a boat days. under a tarp, 
Remember? Now that is uh, the Zarnaev brother <laughs> yeah. uh, from the Boston bombing, which nah, is a, I think which is my favorite news event from my life. I was listening to like three different police scanner websites simultaneously while they hunted that guy down. That whole night was crazy. I didn't follow it that close, but I do uh, remember a lot of people online were like, we got him. We found the bomber. And it was like just some other long haired guy who lived in the area. Oh, yeah. They, they got it wrong big time off the yeah. start. If I, I watched. I remember I'm pretty sure I watched or maybe it's just in my mind's eye from the story. But I've got the visual of him running his brother over because he was in the street and the uh, the one like tried to get away and crushed his brother. That's I think he'd already been shot once, but killed him. And I then that video. he got away in the car and then uh, he was hiding under that boat tarp in somebody's bass boat. And they've got him surrounded with tanks and thermal imaging. And I still think they shot first. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stupid ways to die, I'm just I'm scrolling through trying to remember all these ridiculous reality shows you've you've reviewed mm. uh, we've talked about a thousand ways to die like briefly in the past can what were a couple that you could jog our memories with that were even dumber than we remember um they were that was one of the shows where like i always remember that being decent i was like oh it was just you know like an anthology series like people dying yeah. and then i watched it again and i'm like the one that this video got age restricted um and i fought it like three times i fought with twitter or the team YouTube on Twitter about it. And Bastards. it was one where it was <laughs> this guy who was a, a self-proclaimed chubby chaser. They even brought a real guy on for like an interview. And he's like explaining what a chubby chaser is. And mm. he basically just wants to fuck a, a ginormous woman. And she fucks him and falls asleep. Or it's like she, it's so intense. She passes out on top of him mm. and he can't breathe. And then they, of course, bring a doctor on to explain how not being able to breathe kills you. That's what all the doctors <laughs> in Spike TV are. They're like, well, if, when you can't breathe, you die. And that, that's every doctor on Spike TV. Deadliest Warrior, Thousand Ways to Die, Manthers, all of that shit. And so what happens to your body when you can't breathe? And then it does that like aggressive like mm -hmm. overlay. And it's like your lungs begin to constrict yeah. when the 800 pound gorilla pushes down on you. Mm -hmm. And then you die. Yeah, you're right. They Those doctors probably weren't real. The Deadliest Warrior ones were the worst because like they would like there was one where like it was a phone bomb that they would use and it blew the guy's head off. And then the doctor walks over and he's like, so what happened here? What? And it's like the guy's head was blown clean off. I, don't need, I got it. Like, so I said, really can't go on past this. Uh, it got rid of all the essential parts of the brain, the inside. The head, believe it or not, is the most important part. <laughs> the most important kinds. You need them in your head. I remember yeah. like just stupid nonsense on that show where it would be like, random uh electrical impulses where it'd be like like what they would do is they'd have like a couple key ways to die that would take up the main storyline and then they would have like b storylines where it'd be like meet jackie sparks who was walking down his own driveway when he stepped on a live wire what happened next is shocking and it's like <laughs> no it's not <laughs> literally is it's a, it's a pun and it's like that wasn't even that was like a normalish way to die. You guys just needed forty seconds. Like that's that's it was. What, uh, this they was must have they pumped out so many of those episodes. And Ron Perlman, Ron Perlman was the narrator, which that threw me oh. off. Fucking Hellboy. I, I, I don't know, know if he just needed a lot going on the check, yeah. or what. But 
was that that was pre Hellboy, so That's maybe things weren't going well. And that was pre. Uh, I don't know if it was, pre, it was like though, late two thousands. Right? Oh, oh, maybe I feel like, like Hellboy is like a like a two thousand seven movie or something. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like that's why I was like surprised. I'm like, you don't that Hellboy money isn't enough. You got to go to Spike TV. <laughs> I mean, he does a lot of the UFC uh, voiceover work too. Um, mm. It's uh, I, I think his voice adds a lot to it. Whenever I recognize the guy's voice, I kind of like, oh, they're doing a little. This is a special event. This does this Good is voice. real. I I like that a lot when they hire a voice actor I know rather than just announcer man. It's better than Mansers with. It sounds like the Offspring singer just talking. Mm. And it's just the most obnoxious voice you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, I remember he, um, there was a nature so documentary that had Barack out. Obama doing the voiceover, and I really wanted to learn about the Bears, but I didn't want to hear shit from fucking Obama. <laughs> and I was, I was, I was really at a crossroads in my life. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Did he really do it? <laughs> Is this real? Yeah, yeah. There's, it's on Netflix. <clears throat> there's a bunch of them, like you know, different celebrities, and I feel like Barack Obama does like, it's not Yosemite, but it's. Something like that. It's like Yosemite is one of America's most beautiful mo- hmm. natural habitats. That's a pretty good impression. Like. It also demonstrates why he frustrates me. The unnecessary pauses. The like, bro, I'm not that compelled. Keep it along. Move it. Move it. Move it faster. Brock I've is heard not him a good do- speaker for me. He has multiple speaking voices, though. You you hear him in front of a black congregation. He leans into that. You, you hear him um, campaigning. He really. Those pauses are important, I think. They he's trying to he's trying to sell hope and change, right? For the first time in 2007. So he needs to draw you in. But later on when he was just trying to make a fucking point in an interview, he he moved it along. He he cut all that shit out and it's it's a slightly different. I was just listening to him speak today, like a re, okay. like a new speaking of him today. That's a stupid way to phrase it, but uh he was talking about cynicism in the media or some shit, but I noticed that he didn't have his typical Speak better. <laughs> okay. okay. I appreciate that. Like plodding along with that nonsense. Yeah. yeah. It, it, speech pattern. These, I, I pay a lot of attention to speech patterns. It's a thing I've been into for like 20, 30 years. And uh, things that other people might love don't appeal to me at all. Barack Obama is mm. one of those. You I know, know like the Obama, really... like, uh, like his cadence. Yeah, his cadence, the pauses. Uh, it vibes a certain sense of self-importance to me, which turns me off. That, that's what, what politician do you think spoke like like think about who's your best speaking politician the one who you enjoy his speaking voice maybe not even what he's talking about right you're not his guy but man he, he it sounds good when he says it i have two uh one is bill clinton uh, yeah, i heard bill clinton talk about privatizing social security and someone was making a pretty compelling argument and his mind seemed kind of open to it um but the pros of social security usually they point to the really really low administration costs it's it's cheaper to run social security than like any hedge fund even the s p 500 ones that really minimize their expenses uh the s p 500 i'm sorry the social security has really low admin expenses cool mm-hmm. and he said so he was like you know but i can't do a clinton it's like the american people they believe the government would mess up a two-car parade and it was just so like folksy and on point that it worked for me. The other guy mm-hmm. I have, Newt Gingrich. This old, this politics. I saw Newt Gingrich debate a dinosaur expert. Right, this guy's was a paleontologist, and like it was his whole life was devoted to it. <laughs> Newt Gingrich kicked the fuck out of him in a debate about dinosaurs because he was just that much better of a speaker. That's hilarious. <laughs> I, I want to watch that clip actually because if there was one expert to like that you could own 
more easily, I feel like dinosaurs would be a good one because a lot of their mm. answers are just going to have to be like, well, we don't know. Like we we don't yeah. know about that. We haven't found all the stuff. Like <laughs> I, I, the dinosaur Reagan, expert was trying to stump him. I'm sorry, Kyle, I'll be quick. No, no, and no, and he was he was explaining like dinosaurs that I think it was there was an argument about the upper arms of a T-Rex. And the expert was saying that they had to be pretty functional. He's like, how do you think they catch prey without hands and arms and stuff? And he's like, just like a roadrunner. Watch a roadrunner catch prey. He runs, he stomps on it with his foot. That's how they do it. And I'm like, I don't know how dinosaurs catch food, but I can tell you, New Gingrich is winning me over on this thing. <laughs> and I don't even like him. <laughs> but that makes you know, sense. Yeah, that makes sense, Newt. Tip the that's, hat. That's a guy why he was the thing. speaker of the house. Okay, that man is named actually, after a kind of lizard. Well, amphibian. Mm. He knows. Maybe that's where his expertise comes from. <laughs> He's a lizard person. Alex Jones about this. I think the one politician that I don't agree with the politics, but like wins me over otherwise, is Mitt Romney and his unnecessary love for hot dogs. Okay, He's, I've seen him twice talk about hot dogs on national hot dog day and i was like all right he's just doing this because it's national hot dog day but then the other day he was like you've heard about girl dinner but what about mitt lunch and he's eating a fucking hot dog <laughs> he is he's not <laughs> dropping this hot dog thing bill clinton so, hilariously oh, i'm sorry kyle i did it again but it, he hilariously battled with his weight while he was president and he had some success and some failures like it went up and down he kind of yo-yoed a lot and he would go out running in these tiny little short shorts that were popular in the 90s like runners wore the smallest shorts and without like clearing it with the secret service or anything he would just run right into a mcdonald's order food because he fucking loved it and then run out of mcdonald's and continue his exercise that snl sketch <laughs> yes bill hartman plays him in the snl sketch and it's right, classic Pete. because he's going from customer to customer in the mcdonald's <laughs> doing that folksy press the flesh politician bit you know, no, well, great. the thing about social <laughs> security is he's taking their food from at each each customer. I look at the old school McDonald's. Look how sweaty uh, he is. Like that's mid run right there with McDonald's. Oh, sure yeah. hey, you can you can keep your vote. I'll take a few of those fries, though. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see Gore's dick. I do see, see Gore's, Gore's dick. dick. Yeah. Ah, yeah, that length is a risky. Good look for him. Damn it! I bet it, I Agreed bet when Gore's at a trot, that bad boy's. Flashing <laughs> everybody. This is like a, a Conor McGregor weighing dick he's got going on there. He's like I the, about Gore. I like got more guy in the, for him. The guy in the back of the uh, Hangover, the Asian guy in the back of the mm. Hangover car. They released. Oh, that and he's got like that that fake Merkin on. I think mm -hmm. it was like a fake Merkin penis they no, had on him, right? No, that's his dick, dude. Hundred percent. Really? That's his. It dick. has to be. I would. Yeah, has to be. Yeah. That's Plus, like a. Plus, like a dude like him, who, whose whole thing is comedy and acting, there's no way he'd strap on a fake like like. He's like, why would we need that? Look what I look what I'm working with. Get that thing <laughs> out of here. Oh, you've got a tiny penis to cut to attach to me. That's real real hairy. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you can approve up on this. You can get yeah, smaller a, and hairier than this. He's a character Doubtful. actor. <laughs> yeah. He only plays like he guys just, with little dicks. He was all about it. Uh. I liked Reagan. I thought Reagan, there was a time like maybe 15, 10, 15 years ago. I remember when I was playing, like when I first started playing COD 4 or something, Socrates was very conservative. He's an old gaming friend of mine. And uh, he sent me all these Reagan videos on YouTube. And I start listening to him. And Reagan's talking about like the way it used to be and the way it can be again. God damn it. And then the, the Soviets will come up and he'll talk some real shit, like some scary shit. Like, oh, bet that wish, wish a motherfucker would kind of shit. 
and just talk about how the American way is better and this and that and democracy and fucking capitalism. And I'm just over there, just a tear coming out of my eye <laughs> and a boner in my pants. I'm loving it. It's just, it's so good. And who is uh, the, the politician that had, was it Rick Perry or Mitt Romney that has that ranch in uh, Texas they, called N word head ranch? Shit, I can't remember which one it is, but I do know what you're talking about. I think you're it's right. Rick Perry. Like, and he, like, this is years ago, maybe like, so like 2012, that he defended. He had like a family ranch called literally N word head ranch. But yeah, not oh my God. Dude, so it is Rick Perry. I just Googled okay. it real quick. And it's N word head as one word, two G's, by the way. So it's not, how mm -hmm. do you pronounce Niger now? Niger? You nailed just, it. Yeah. It's one G. It's always been Niger. It, yeah, it's Niger. not Niger. They say something different now. Oh, like, Niger. I think that's right. Perhaps um, yeah. with their dialect or their their or whatever they, they. I bet in their fucking African tongue they got eight more goddamn letters or eight fewer or some shit. I, so there's a. I don't think Rick sound. Perry's like in on that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I no. think you're right. But I, I just exactly. pointed out because the two G's <laughs> makes it like there's no backing out of it. Definitive. It's, it's, yeah. Would be funny is if like when he bought it, it was called like Friendship Ranch. <laughs> and then he's like, nah, not for me, buddy. We're going edgy with our ranch. <laughs> Man. People are going to drive by this ranch and get in car accidents. They'll be, did that say that? <laughs> did it, was what, it on like a big sign? So when, whenever I've been to Texas and I go to one of these big ranches, or even a ranch that you wouldn't consider all that big, they've got a big entryway with a, a rod iron or stone or mm -hmm. something, and it'll be like, like TNT that. Ranch, you know, purebred Bohemian Holsteins or whatever the fuck they they raise there, it'll, and and there'll be cool shit out there to let you know. I, like, like that's a I see that all I've seen it a bunch in Texas and even here some. Did his have like a black person's head? And like in big folksy <laughs> letters above it, like I wouldn't be surprised. I'm googling it, the house. and I'm trying to make sure that I'm not uh, being fooled Showing by Photoshop first. Something awful. Uh, <laughs> what if it's like? What if that's like the name of like a a proud family of the Underground Railroad? Oh, the, the N heads. <laughs> They're trying to pay homage to them. We will not change history because of today. <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I agree we they shouldn't have changed the Redskins, but maybe maybe <laughs> yes, maybe we do have a line <laughs> of things that we don't say. Like if Toyota tried to release a new car, the oh, new like Toyota <laughs> be like, I'm not comfortable driving this. <laughs> like uh, like the woman named Marijuana Pepsi. She just refuses to. Her her mother named her marijuana Pepsi, and she what went on bitch. to do something impressive in academia, or she I don't know. She's a doctor or engineer or some shit, something impressive. And they're like, "Hey, marijuana Pepsi, could you change your fucking name? Because it it's a bad look." And she's like, "No, that's what my mama named Pepsi or the marijuana, marijuana Pepsi." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like the worst mother. name imaginable. <laughs> it doesn't get worse than that. Marijuana Pepsi. Yeah, How do you even I bet you, shorten that MP. That's what I was gonna say. You can't really even Member hyphenate or shorten or condense that. She doesn't want to though. She could just change her fucking name. You, or Mary you go to Jane. Any, I bet you by Mary Jane. I think she's marijuana Pepsi, and then her last name is something else. But her first marijuana. Chris, Pepsi. if you had to be named after a store yes. shelves product, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> it wouldn't be Pepsi. <laughs> it wouldn't, wouldn't be, be Pepsi? fucking Pepsi. Um. 
God damn. I don't know. It probably like one of the sparkling water companies or whatever. Oh, they, you're those all are cool fancy. Names. You want to be like mineral water? My, yeah. my knee jerk reaction was. Or like uh, Pellegrino or some shit like that. I want you to call me whatchamacallit. That is a better one. Yeah. I'm going to be Look Kyle Captain Crunch. And you will refer to me by my rank, goddammit. Kyle is not a name of a product in the store. You can't be Kyle anymore. I get to pick which you can of my be names Aunt are the Jemima, Captain are you tell- Crunch. Okay, okay, you win. I am now Captain Kyle Crunch. That's not the name of a product. What are you fundamentally Captain not Crunch getting? is the name of a product. I can't pick my middle name. Which of my names do you get? None. It all has to be products. You've, you've lost, sir. I am Captain Kyle Crunch. <laughs> and you will refer to me by my rank. And you salute, soldier. God, is the middle name Kyle? Quaker. Quaker. <laughs> Quaker. <laughs> I, I mean, I think Chris is on the right move. You want to take a fancy Italian or French name like Perrier. Mm-mm. You got to look to the right side of the aisle. Like the pops on the left, you got to look to the right side at everything else. That's where all the names are. Yeah. You don't want to be like Diet Chasta. Or yeah, we're like uh, Chris Pibb. <laughs> Chris Pibb. <laughs> what about, no, what about I do Dr. Like that. Pepper? I like Pepper. That's good. I, was, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Pepper's Dr. good. Pepper's a solid one. Chris the Diet thing Pepper. is, it's Everybody thinks it's pepper, like the word, like the the pepper in the shaker, but it's pepper. It's something that yeah. gives you pep. It's a pepper. Yeah. There's no caffeine in it. Really? No, there is. There's caffeine in in Dr Pepper. It's like the same <laughs> amount as like Coke and <laughs> Pepsi. I'm almost positive there's caffeine. I've been drinking it way too late. Then I've been like, I'm like, I'm gonna get diet Dr Pepper because there's no caffeine in it, so I can drink it at 10 p.m. That's, no, been that's ruining not ruining everything. That's not part that diet gets Wait. rid of, friend. <laughs> Doctor Pepper in general had no caffeine. I'm like, oh, that's I'll get that instead of diet Pepsi. No, Guess like not. I think every dark mm-hmm. soda other than actually the most like, other than root beer, yeah, is Damn. caffeinated for the most point. Yeah, I mean, you get a lot of questions. Caffeinated versions. When I, there's nothing less appealing to me than the can design of the decaffeinated sodas. Something about it. It looks like a hospital soda or something mm-hmm. or like a tonic water or some shit. <laughs> so I'm drinking I, that I, right I, now. <laughs> I swear to God, Taylor? I promise you, it gets a decaffeinated diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. That, that drink is not for boys, Taylor. Put that shit Yes, away. it is. It's <laughs> Any drink I drink is for boys because I'm a boy. So My mom used to get me diet caffeine-free Mountain Dew. And oh. I just didn't even... I'm like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> not, like, you've taken away everything about... This yeah, with, with Mountain Dew, the point was the caffeine as a kid. And the sugar. It like, it's yeah, so it was, dick. It was pre-energy mm-hmm. drinks. Like before there yeah. were energy drinks, it was Mountain Dew. Did yeah. you guys eat drink did you guys drink Jolt the soda? Yes. J-O-L. I had oh. one. Okay. Yeah. No, no Jolt either. was like they sold it across the street from my high school, and I never knew of anywhere else that sold it. It was like this special get for them. And all the kids would drink Jolt and then go into school and probably be antsy and annoy their teachers. Do you, do you guys ever drink uh, balls in the glass bottle? Yep. Sure, I've, I've gargled yep. a few. Yeah, I've gargled some balls. <laughs> D-A-W-L-S, and it was like one of the first like energy drinks. Or like I think it was actually marketed as like maybe a high-caffeine cola, something like that, but it was like a... Oh, I take it back. I've never drink. seen this product. Is it balls like B-A-W? Yeah, B-A-W-L-S. Yeah, yeah, I like a long time ago. I used to drink all the experimental... Bottle. I used to be fascinated by the experimental sodas because like... I don't know. We we didn't experiment much with soda at my house, I guess. But I remember when Orbitz came out, I was like, ah, I got to have an Orbitz. And it's the most disgusting soda you've ever even imagined. It had those floating balls of like tapioca or some shit in it or gelatin. Oh. Um, and it was like pineapple flavored or tropical island shit. But it's a beverage that has chunks of floating b- balls in it, all in it. And you're just chewing them up, I guess. Oh, it was fuck. awful. Orbitz. Was it awful? That sounds good. I like the. Uh, are they tapioca balls and like bubble tea? 
bubble tea. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, no. Oh, that they still terrible. sell that? I would like totally fish eggs. The one on the left is the one I got. That that would have been like 1995, though. That's a long time ago. So I don't think they sell it anymore at all. No. Orbits with a Z. Those are eggs. I remember Zima was hot at the time. I, I, I remember when I purchased that, or when my daddy purchased it for me, uh, that, that there was also <laughs> Zima there. And I was like, can we have Zima too? And he was like, no. No, we can't. <laughs> Not until you're older. Not ever, because, you know, it's just a disgusting fucking beer. You ever had <laughs> it was Zima? only for sale for no. one year. And the internet agrees. It's one of the... Time Magazine calls it one of the top 10 bad beverage ideas of all time. Is it Orbits? Yeah. Here, I'll read it. It's not that long. Yeah, what else? Market is called Orbits a texturally enhanced alternative beverage, but most consumers just call it a gross. The ill-freighted fruit drink featured brightly colored balls of gelatin floating unnervingly inside, leading some to compare the Canadian export to a portable lava lamp. A cough syrupy taste, an incoherent ad campaign about its origins on the planet Orbits, (laughs) Prepare to embark on a tour into the bowels of Orbiterium, its website invited. Didn't matter, and the drink was shelved within a year of its debut in 1997. The name of the failed product is now better known as a popular travel website, though unopened bottles are still available as novelties on eBay. Dude, that was like a morning of some guy got an email that was like, hey, did you finish the copy for Orbits? And he's like, oh. No, uh, like, <laughs> writing it into the email body. Uh, blast off with uh, to Planet Orbitron. Uh, just, <laughs> this is what it was. Have you guys had those chia, that. like those chia seed drinks you can get that are like fruit flavored, but it's like it's a glass bottle full of spider eggs, basically. Oh. I've seen those. I've not. They're delicious, but it's like you got to get past the <laughs> giant bottle full of spider eggs kind of feeling going down your throat, but they. We had a company sponsor us like that at one point, and it was terrible. Hundred percent food. It like tasted like were they shakes? Chunky. It was like yes. shakes, but it okay. didn't ever. Uh, it didn't dissolve, and so it was just no. enormous chunks. No matter how much like, water yeah. you added, it just got thicker. It was you a real quandary. Unreal. If you can't get past a bunch of eggs going down your throat, then you can't be with me. Yeah. No. Nor with any this, of those them. Aren't, those aren't eggs. This was like... <laughs> I know, but I'm trying to tell a fruity joke. juice drink <laughs> told me with they a were lot eggs. of little like hydrated <laughs> chia seeds. Yeah. So they were slick. I've seen those at the grocery Dewey. store, and they're like $5 for a bottle, yeah, and there's well, no so way everything. they're like even good for you. It's just a bunch of... like I, It's cheaper just to buy fruit and eat it. It makes you shit a lot. So well, if, you're like, just, if you're into that... I mean, that's any fruit. Any yeah. fruit's going to make you shit a lot because yeah. it's what? Fiber and water. Yeah. A little sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to talk about that show on Netflix. I've been watching this show. I started watching it last night. I almost finished it. I was up till five in the fucking morning because I wanted one more episode. There's only eight. Uh, I only started watching it because Jason Bateman uh, is the executive producer of this show, which I was like, mm. why is he executive producing a survival show where they throw 16 people into Alaska and... They, they they all meet up and there's like a paper there. The helicopter keeps dropping. There's no. Did you host, say what it was called? Outlast, Outlast, okay. and it's 2023. It's brand new on Netflix, and there's no host, which I hate. You need that Jeff Probst guy there to anchor everything down. All they have is a helicopter that drops messages, and so and uh, and uh, very clearly a film crew who we don't talk about. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucking stupid. It's very uh, so, style. 
so the, the the contestants all converge on this point on the message and the lady reads it aloud <laughs> and it basically says break off into four teams you'll each be on a separate quadrant of this uh this island river delta thing um by the ocean and um before she can say any more teams have formed <laughs> like mm. the, the the quicker of them have been like you gr they grabbed two people and like looked for a fourth and then was like come on let's get that guy and, and so there there are these leftover teams the one guy is like i didn't really understand what was happening until it was already done and so this is my team team delta <laughs> <laughs> and it was like oh and it's no. him and and two guys with cerebral palsy <laughs> yeah and there's a lot of women and there are some smaller women and some older gals and then there's this one chick i thought she had meth face she quickly cleared that up let us know it was heroin she's like i'm a recovered heroin addict i'm a felon and i'm here to win that was and rude I of you to make assumptions her. kyle yeah, yeah. I, know, I know i thought so little of her when she she rose so high but then you realize uh, she was pretty cool so the the what I what this feels oh, cool. like to me is they had an idea for a reality show, but the contestants broke the game, and so they're like, "Yeah, just make it eight episodes and fucking record whatever happens." I don't know who wins. I I, I haven't watched either the last episode or the second to last episode. But here's what happens very quickly: people start starving and quitting right away, <laughs> starving and freezing and quitting because there's nothing. How they're fast eating is right away? Well, to the viewer, it's the first episode, like so, like mm. ten minutes. Mm -hmm. to, to them, time moves fast for them. Like, like all of a sudden, three or five days will pass, and you're like, "Oh, okay, move the fucking story along." And that's my cue that nothing happened for a week. You yeah. know, we all laid. They all laid there for a goddamn week, and then something happened. So one of the teams decides that they're going to turn rogue. There are two teams on each side of the river. The tides are such that they have access to one each one of. To, to each other occasionally, like, you know, every six hours when it gets to the low, low tide, you can kind of wade across. One team has a raft, though, a good one. Well, they send their boy in SEAL Team 6 style to, to the weakest team because they've only got two people left. It's like a guy and a girl who can who are just barely making it. The, he, <laughs> makes, he makes himself a ghillie suit, rafts across. His, his team is all girls, and they're there like... These bitches are like, yeah, get him, get him, get him. He sneaks over there when they're out of their camp and steals everything. He takes their all of their sleeping bags. It drops down to the 20s at night, and it's a rainforest, <laughs> technically. It, he takes their sleeping bags, and he gets back with them. They destroy his raft, but they don't wait him out for some reason. They find his raft on their side. He has to swim across towing the raft behind him it's a decent sized raft that he made with all their shit on it and he does it and he's in, he's mm. like a fit guy and he gets the other side and he's like showing him his asshole and telling him to kiss his ass <laughs> and this and that and like, <laughs> those two people Wait, is he showing his teammates his asshole i'm a little confused he's flashing his asshole to the people he just fucked across the across river, the river okay shit. and it it's awful and that makes one guy quit right away. He's like, I don't want to be in a game like this. He's on a completely <laughs> different team. And he's like, I don't even want to be in a game like this. I he know. wasn't even the robbed one. Uh -uh. <laughs> Look at the two people who had this that night, they just shivered. They're just shivered all night. They were heating stones up and placing them in their little hovel, wrapping themselves up in tarp and hay and shit. It was Ugh. miserable. I probably would have quit then, too. 
meth face girl that one team gets down to one guy because again his teammate had too many morals to continue in a contest like this so he leaves his poor teammate alone solo dude meth face and her gal pal come over and start robbing him to his face <laughs> just stealing his shit he's a natural one, yeah <laughs> one of them one, meth face is stealing his shit that's on that's on the beach because he was going to cross over and join a different team the other one is at his camp with her arms crossed you can either save your raft or save your camp i'll stay here all night and he's like <laughs> What if I got you people are evil? You people are evil. This is a dude getting robbed by girls, right? He can't beat him up. Wait, he can absolutely beat him. He, totally he won't win the show. He'll this go to jail. Cable. Yeah, I, I, I mean, like you could take a knee to the nose. Is that your met? Is that your idea here? He was no, like, this D- is Dumbledore America. is not going to walk out and be like, for assaulting your female <laughs> opponents, we award you <laughs> a barrel of rice. I would, I, I'd be tempted to steal her clothes on the spot. Like, oh, they you think him. you're the thief? It <laughs> got worse. The one that was by his raft cut it apart down to bits and bobs, destroyed it to his face, and then tried to steal. She's like, this is mine. Like, trying to take it from him. He's like, it's mine. It's clearly mine. And she finally gives up and she goes, you'll be gone soon, you weak motherfucker. And she walks away. And I think he might have cried, but they didn't show it. It's <laughs> sad. Dude, I don't know what happens after that because that's when I had to go to bed. But Dude, there's I really no way to respond to that it's on a TV awful. show. Like if someone starts... If a small woman is like <laughs> breaking your shit on a TV show and you yeah. can see... You know, Stevie and Edward, the camera and the boom operator there. It's like you don't have an option. What do he you says you'll be gone? You have soon, to like sprint to their camp and break their shit bef- also. Like that's your only option is to be like, okay, mutually destruction. I gotta go destroy your shit. I'll tell now you what I would have done. I, I have my own idea. I want to hear Kyle's first. I would have made fire and made a torch and we'd have went and burned their camp to the ground. Like like every bit of their shit would have been burned to the ground and uh, and that would have been it. It's like I, I don't want I'm not gonna steal your shit because then you might get it back. I'm gonna destroy everything you have and uh, go, go, jump in there. It's on fire. Get it. You know I would have burned all the shit. That's that's the first thing I would have done. All their medical mm-hmm. supplies, their food. I don't care. Their personal belongings out. Their family pictures. All of it. Like, burn Unless shit this woman was unusually tough, I my idea throw her in the water. Throw her in the water. Mm. She needs to be fucking freezing cold right now. Does it get out of twenty at night in this rainforest? Yeah. yeah. Well, you you better do something about that because you're soaking wet now. It pissed me off, and I, I, I that's why I kept watching, because I wanted these <laughs> cunts to pay. But it did, it doesn't feel like it's heading in that direction. I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen. I'm going to finish it after the show tonight, but Outlast kind of caught my attention last night. It's not, you know, it's reality TV and ha- quasi-reality. I have a question about it, though. Yeah. Do teams win, or do people win? People and it's win. Impo- $1 million. I should have said that first thing. Ooh, it's $1 okay, million. So, dollars. so those girls the heroin addict and the criminal <laughs> are going to turn on each other in the next two episodes now i was smoking out of my uh my, uh, <laughs> my bong that that we got sent some, some could very powerful concentrate so maybe teams can win but that doesn't make sense to me it really seemed to me like it had to come down to one although <clears throat> there's a lot of that survivor style like some of these people have three different allies they're like like they're like, yeah, I'm with you no matter what. Bullshit. And they're, they're like, talk. They have secret meetings with other team members in the woods and shit. Meanwhile, camera crew's there. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how any of that shit's actually happening, but it caught my attention. I liked it. It's the first reality show in a long time that I haven't thought was vomit inducing. 
And, I really uh, want you to try Survivor. First of all, I think you'd be good at Survivor, better than I am. I watch Survivor, though, and I know it's an old show when it's 20. I think they're in episode, I'm sorry, season 40 now. But it's something really high like that. But I watch that show, and I'm like, my gosh. Everyone on this show is better than I even think I could be. Like, they're just clever. And the way that they form relationships, and they have this, they're steeped in survival knowledge. So when they hunt down for, you can get an immunity idol. And it's just, yeah. they'll tell you, like, hey, yeah. there's an immunity idol hidden in the woods somewhere. They have, they've seen a hundred found immunity idols before. So they kind of like know where to look. It's, they're not yeah. randomly searching around. They're like, you know what? If there's a knot hole in a tree, if there's a pile of leaves, if these are the kinds of places you might find it, they're good at it. And mm. it, how you use your energy, whether you want to be good, mm. right? You, the, the tallest blades of grass get cut down and the shortest ones get plucked and, and you kind of want to be just in the middle there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. If I was going to try to play that game, I, like what character do you present? You know, what what version of you do you show? You know, you don't want to be alpha male man. Who's like, don't worry, everybody. I'll kill us a pig and keep us alive. You're gonna piss like thirty percent of the thirty percent of them hate you immediately, and the and thirty percent of them want to compete with you now, and the rest of them are like, yeah, I kind of like that guy, but not really. It's, it's that's terrible. Like you don't want to be too weak. You don't want to be like creepy because it's fifty percent women. Like there's a lot of moving pieces to playing that game, I guess. But mm -hmm. I hate the. I have a real eye and maybe ear for. When there's bullshit shenanigans going on on a reality show, I was watching it last night, the the show we're talking about, and I'm like, I look at my girlfriend, and I go, "They stocked that pond with fish and taught them to fish for several hours. That's why every one of them keeps hooking a twenty pound fish. And the, what what do they say? Fish on, almost like a professional fisherman had been there all day saying fish on every time he fucking caught one. No, Kyle, they organically started saying that, and you know how ponds are. You go to ponds, they all have a similar amount of giant exact sized fish salmon yeah wait, wait was it like a little pond that had like they, like 20 pound catfish that that's had just not, been thrown in it was like soho tuna or something like that i'm not an expert but the the camera never shows you a wide shot so it looks to me like they just stocked a little pond so that they could get a fishing because uh, they were not catching anything from the river delta that they're by it's it's like a um, a tidal estuary maybe um, they're right there by the ocean. And so the, the medical boat is out to sea. Um, and whenever somebody fucking croaks, they come and get them with a helicopter and take them out. In that other one alone, oh my God, the way that they give contestants food annoys the crap out of it. Like they'll build a fish trap. If you don't know a fish trap, it like picture like half an hourglass so, with spikes. So mm -hmm. It's easy to swim in, but it's hard to find your way out. It, yeah. I described it wrong. But anyway, they're oh, finding good. dead fish in their fish trap. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Someone put a fish in there for you. Yeah. That this is absolutely... frozen. <laughs> <laughs> they find like fresh fish on the riverbank right in front of where they go for a walk. Um, it, it It's really planted food. And I Googled it and they'd be like, apparently I'm not the only fan that came up with this theory. It's widely yeah. suspected. Oh, 100%. We know what it's like, right? Like we went out into the woods ourselves. <laughs> Uh, Chris, we, Woody and I and a couple more folks went out in the mm. woods uh, with a cameraman and with this sort of like not full on, more like what I'm describing, more like extreme camping. Um, you know, we had uh, hammocks to sleep in and stuff. And 
Mm-hmm. I, I, so I had seen fire. something, something you guys going out in the woods. I don't know if it was yeah. one There's been of a couple many? of attempts. Okay. <laughs> We've had a couple of adventures under our belt. In the we universe. have not proven that we could last for an extended amount of time. There wasn't a pond <laughs> full of fish. But what it no. boils down to is a lot a muffin, of sitting and waiting for the day to end. And then sitting and waiting for the night to end. And you rinse and repeat for five days and it's over. And that's what uh, I think happens a lot in these reality survival shows. If you don't really poke and prod them along to go do shit. And if you mm-hmm. don't feed them, then, then they don't have enough energy to even film. There's this one mm-hmm. guy. My show is real because there's this one guy who expends a lot of calories. He thinks he's going to win the crab pot challenge. And he's on his raft doing push-ups in the middle of the river. He does not win the crab pot challenge. He gets swept past the island and they have to recover him off camera. <laughs> they don't even show what they have to go through to save his life. <laughs> and he's crying on camera about how he let his team down and he doesn't eat for like two more days. And he's like, hey, it's been two days since I've eaten anything. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm seeing black spots. And then they go five days later. <laughs> and, and this, other, this guy's like hey you want to come he's like i'm gonna go cut down a big tree I'm, i want a log to lean to here this and that and the starving guy's like i'll come i'll come <laughs> he fucking passes out and hits his head face like face plants unconscious now he's on the medical boat it's it's you can't film fun bits where we stand on poles and look for immunity idols mm-hmm. if you got bitches passing out <laughs> they have to be a little it bit fabricated work. or not fabricated but like rise. they have to like Reality shows have to like push them a little bit if they're mm-hmm. not fabricating shit, or else it'll just be like like too real is too boring sometimes. Mm. Like yeah. you have to have some some kind of influence from the producers or whatever. Number one thing. Um, so so let me tell you the greatest reality show story, success story of all time. <clears throat> the UFC was out of money. Well, they never had they, they they were never into money. They had investors, which means that every dollar in is just falling right out the ass of the product we're trying to grow right mm-hmm. it's we don't have it anymore it's it's, it's disappearing and the fertita brothers or whatever were i don't remember was their last 10 million or the last 50 million they were going to pump into this thing 10 sounds more real and uh they're he, they're like all right daniel this is it 10 more million make the reality show if that doesn't bite them we're cutting bait and running you know we're, we're into this thing for a lot uh and so they make the ultimate fighter season one the premise of course is two coaches two teams of mixed martial artists. You get fights, real fights at the end of every episode and people progress. And at the end, like at least one of these guys is going to be a UFC star because they just went through the most difficult mixed martial arts, mixed martial arts tournament in existence. Like literally they just went through mm-hmm. it and won it. Um, so runners up on that show have amazing careers. Well, anyway, the way they made that show was amazing, but no one wanted it. They went to spike TV. They're like the man channel. Of course, this is where we go. They were like, yeah, nah, we don't want to buy that. Dana White says, will you take it for free? I said, what? Will you take it for free and air it on your network and sell your ads on it and just do that for me? They're like, yeah, for free? Sure. (laughs) So they take it and they run season one for free and it's a huge hit and it saves the UFC. It saves the UFC because it's so good. And a big part of it, pumping alcohol into a house with young men who are destined to fight each other next week right? It never ends well. Tony Ferguson went crazy on that one guy. There's this one guy whose son had been taken from him, maybe custody battle during the argument, which was Tony's drunken fault, a silly, pranky argument. Where's your son at? Where's your son at? 
like screaming this at him. And the guy's like, ah, like melting <laughs> down. Great drama on that show because there's a stocked bar, basically. There's an open bar in the middle of a house full of mixed martial artists who are 18 to 25, you mm -hmm. know, like alpha male dudes who fight for a living who are drunk and it never ends well. That's that's uh, mm -hmm. that's the, that thing was crazy. My friends never begging me to do that show just because it's so fucking funny. Like that's the clip where I think it's I think it's Chael Sonnen. I don't know, but the, it's that clip where he's like, I can't let you get close. Like and he's like, <laughs> you seen that one? I think it's from the yeah, he's been begging yeah. me to do that show. And I'm like, I'll get to it. But like every clip I see from that show is so funny, like whether they're like breaking down and crying. Mm -hmm. More than you would think. Let me bang, bro. Just yeah, let, me bang. let me bang. <laughs> let me. He's bang, crying bro. his eyes like, out. I am. I am. <laughs> he's drunk, crying to these other men who are restraining him. He's all red faced in the bathroom. He's just mm -hmm. let me bang, bro. Just let me bang. <laughs> and and I don't even remember the context. He wanted to fight. He wanted whatever. But just melting down, people destroying shit, fighting each other, like getting in trouble in there. Mm -hmm. the, lots of drama. One of the best dramas is the guy. You got to cut weight. You got to make weight for the thing. That's a professional thing. This one guy, he's not doing the work to cut the weight. He's not fixing mm -hmm. his diet and he's not And the fight's coming up. Uh, and they're like, dude, you're not doing the stuff you need to do to make weight. You're our team member who fights this week. Like, what are you doing? And he's like, don't worry, bro. I get my colonic. That's two and a half pounds right there. And they're like, what? What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Get in the sauna. Get on the bike. Get, get your sweats on. Mm -hmm. In the bath. That's how you cut weight. Nah, bro, this colonic thing, trust me. And he's being he's doing these light workouts and shit, like lighter than I do when I'm cutting weight. It's, it's bullshit. Then he goes and gets a colonic, which is when they pump your ass full of water. It's not an enema. That's amateur hour, okay? <laughs> We're pumping your intestines full of, I don't know, gallons of liquid. And then <laughs> cleaning you the fuck out. And the idea is that your intestines are caked with like poop that's been there for a real long time. Mm -hmm. And this is going to get that layer of poop that's coating the inside of your pipes to sloth off and really clean you out for the first time in decades, maybe, which actually sounds good, right? If you have poop inside you, you want to get it out. Yeah. Well, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> they just had an awkward time filming a UFC fighter, basically get ass fucked by a nurse <laughs> and, and make awkward and butthole noises. He didn't lose the weight. No, no, it wasn't enough doo doo in him because because he's getting them all the time trying to. Mm. <laughs> so, so he's regularly getting colonics. He's not allowing it to build up. <laughs> Pretty sure Metamucil does the same shit. Zach says it's only like a liter of liquid, which I I choose to disregard. Ten ten liters. Uh, I choose to believe it's four to five gallons. Like an office water jug just inverted and they into use his yogurt. ass. <laughs> they do the spin shit to get the tornado inside. Yeah. <laughs> they spin it. They, they have to like shotgun the top of it so there's airflow to go right into his ass. Uh, speaking you of reality TV, I couldn't tell what show, if this is a show, but you have a video called Adults Adopting Other Adults is <sighs> fucking weird. Is that a show? It's a show that was discontinued halfway through the season because it got really weird. Yeah, fill me in on this. What, so wow. I only followed one family on that show. There was like a multiple, like they were following like I think three different families. And the one I followed was Danny and Kristen were adopting adopting this woman from another country. She was 20 and she was pregnant. And oh, the whole thing with the adult adoption is like, hey, you don't have parents. We're going to be your parent figures. We're going to help you and support you through this pregnancy. Whatever. Sounds like a good idea. And then you find out through the course of the episode that Danny, he admits it. He's like, yeah, we tried this before, but unfortunately i did feel attraction towards the woman we were adopting and so oh, we had no. to stop and then 
you're like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess that's a thing that happened. And then now through this, he's like showing signs that this is the same shit that's happening again. And his wife, Christine is like, so not, yeah, that's them. She's like, I'm show, so show me the Show me the 20 year old. That's what I need to see. And I mean, this is good for context. There is a part <laughs> of the show where Danny, like they're making a sign. They're going to go pick her up from the airport and they make a oh, sign. Oh no. And the sign said, or he's like asking his wife, Christine, he's like, what should I put on the sign? She's like, I don't know. It's your sign. Cause she doesn't want to do this at all. And Holy he's like, shit. well, if it were me, I'd say, uh, welcome to blah, blah, blah. Where's my blowy. And she's like, Danny. And like, it's so <laughs> she doesn't want this. She cries in the airport. And at the time of filming, I'm like, oh, maybe she's like, okay, maybe we're doing a good thing. We're helping someone. I don't think that's why she was crying. Yeah, I think it was because they were adopting a 20 year old that her husband wants to fuck. And then I think it gets weird. And they I think this couple is the reason they ended the show halfway through the season. You got to be an idiot not to see this coming. And look, kudos to this gentleman for for cracking the code. Right. (laughs) Twice. (laughs) Cool guy of the week here right <laughs> i mean J- taylor coming down with a hammer of judgment i'm lifting this king up all right <laughs> can you catch me up on this i'm Basically, sorry Woody, well, this well, guy this, on the this... left decided that he wanted to with his wife on the far right adopt a 20 year old adult who's pregnant but they'd previously had issues of trying this in the past with the guy on the left wanting to fuck the adult they're adopting and then it happened wouldn't you know it again and he's just adopting adults from around the world that he wants to have sex with. Wait, or like maybe overstating. Why haven't it. I been told that you can adopt adult sluts? I right? think it's frowned upon. Well, A and E might reach out to you if that's the case, because <laughs> they are looking for people to fill up the slot that they took up. And <laughs> I think there were like discourse on like TikTok and Reddit that like there were people going missing in the area they were living in, like human trafficking from like truck drivers and he's a truck driver and people were like connecting dots and be like was danny did he kidnap someone it it was like there's no specific reason why they canceled it Mm -hmm. but like a lot of little maybe reasons yeah and so there that's Uh, the reason i can't finish the fucking show that's fucking (laughs) weird that's fucking weird i i uh i didn't know that you could adopt an adult as what he stated uh that well, usually it's like, like for people like if you have a step parent where you're like you're like all right you've actually been a parent to me and like raised me and like i really love and appreciate you as like a father mother figure in my life i'm going to get the adoption papers ready and i want you to be my actual parent that's the main reason that people usually do it not I've seen like that in that. tv shows <laughs> <Get late>. yes. <laughs> no <laughs> you're being a little close-minded not, not often yeah i, I, <laughs> I think the, the adults being adopted want money right and then yes. Yeah. Guidance was the w- guidance was what she was coming to America for uh, from him, uh, and I'm sure he could have given her plenty if his bitch wife hadn't like narked him <laughs> out to the feds or whatever she did. She probably pulled like fucking Ted Kaczynski's brother uh, on mm. him and just like like you couldn't have a talk with your brother. That guy's a piece of shit. I mean, look, the other guy was a terror <laughs> eco terrorist or whatever, blowing people up. I mean, that's neither here nor there. That's not cool, but. His brother would have to rat him out. I don't like that. I wouldn't rat you out, Taylor. If you, Taylor, if I found out you were the fucking Unabomber and that you had maimed people accidentally, even because that's he didn't mean to maim <laughs> some of those more innocent victims. He really didn't. They were ad- packages yeah. addressed to a you know CEO of fucking petrochemical, blah yeah. blah blah. And then you know maybe you get his secretary who opens his mail, maim her real good. That sucks. I don't like that. That's not cool. The whole mm-hmm. thing's not cool. But if I found out you were doing it, Taylor, I'd Taylor. Why are you doing this? You, you yeah, really Taylor, 
stressing our friendship. You gotta cut it out. You guys could have (laughs) a harem of sugar babies like this guy was building. And I wouldn't give you a hard time. I give you high fives. You do you. I think it's just an abstract way of doing 90 day fiance. You catch me human trafficking. You report that. Yeah, if I if I catch you human, remember we had this conversation. I don't remember who we human talked. trafficking we, anyway. I, was it? Wait, we'll get we'll get Chris's opinion on this. What was? Oh, cool. I think we were talking to Drifter. This was a couple of years ago, where all of us came down on the side of like if I think it was a like murder was the question. Like if your dad killed someone, are you going to rat on your dad? And I believe me, Kyle, and Woody immediately were like, no, I am not ratting on my dad. And I think Drifter was like, he murdered someone. I got a rat on him. And like all of us were like, your own father. Yeah. Oh, the nerves. <laughs> so what, and even what with think? like no context, like let's say your dad just got into an argument with another another man, um, like uh, road rage incident. And mm-hmm. he took it. Your dad took it way too far and killed the guy. <laughs> And he got away. Nobody, nobody saw it happen, but your dad tells you, and then you see it on the news. And he's like, I did that, son. Like he <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you, he, it wasn't that he gave me no choice. I had lots of choices. <laughs> I could have just left at one point. He was still gurgling. But the truth is, Kyle, I wanted to do it. Gave <laughs> I, killed him. I killed him. For the first time so in my life, you... I felt well, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna rat him I out right alive. away. He did like, I need context. Okay. It's like, exactly what I just said. Is it my it, stepdad? Right, not the comical part. No, your biological father that you love. I don't know. Your real dad, whatever situation. I mean, did he kill my stepdad? No, he didn't kill your stepdad. Okay, well, that's complicated. If you don't like your stepdad, then yes. I like him. <laughs> okay, well, then He's no. Nice. What if he different... gave your real dad no choice? What if he, what if he like, uh, was, was planning on killing your mother and your real dad stepped in? Took a took a fucking iron like a like a like a clothes iron and just oh. battered him until there was nothing left of his skull. You saw it and you're like, Dad, get out of here. Well, that's important. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't. No, I would. I wouldn't rat him out. No, but that's the thing. I wouldn't just come out and say like, of course I have to. It's murder. But like, took, I would. Uh, well, for context, context, he let the iron heat up before he started. <laughs> well, that's a given. <laughs> he thought it. What, what's the point of the iron if you're not going to let it heat up? He had that bitch on linen. <laughs> Did you have to use the steam? <laughs> Peel off her face. You're not like coming back cheese. from that. It was definitely premeditated, Your Honor. He sprayed him three times. First. Let it heat up for like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, if you look at the video, he's wearing a shirt that says, this is my murdering shirt. <laughs> it's like, oh, I knew that. And the shirt had no wrinkles. It was a bad yeah, idea. Just, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. I'm certainly not going to go out of my way, you know, like maybe under heavy grand jury questioning. It's a, it's a different story, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. They clearly put they put two and two together here. They probably don't mm-hmm. even need my testimony, but me saying this other thing might send me up the river too. It's like, what uh, are the rules? Plead the fifth here? Am I allowed <laughs> to plead the fifth here? Because well, I will. There yeah, are some I, rules. I mean, yeah, about like, his, yeah. You don't have to testify against your spouse. I'm almost yes. positive that's true. Taylor, you've heard I that. I think name. that's right. Yeah. And he's a video game attorney. He knows this sort of thing. That's true. I don't know about your dad. That's only no, because he I didn't watch imagine. the rest of The Sopranos when Adriana went to the lawyer and was like, if I get married to Christopher, will that make it so that he we can't testify against each other? And they're like, I mean, that's kind of a murky territory. Anything that happened before the marriage, it's open, open game. And it's like, oh, shit, that doesn't work too well then because he's been a mobster for like 
every second yeah. I've ever known him. So if I marry my dad that. after, it's just too late. Yeah. Damn. You'd have yeah, to I'm just not going to wrap my dad up is, is kind of the thing. It was crazy that Drifter was like straight into that. Although maybe his relationship with his father was a bit strained, do you think? <laughs> Could be. Could be. We all Man, have different relationships. relationships. Yeah. I Woody, was I last week's show for were, a minute. He was dressed as a clown. Okay, what are we going to ask? Are you awarded a, a certificate of some kind or, or, or something? Oh, that, can you full screen me, Zach? A fan sent that a while ago. It's hard to tell, but up top here is an American flag. It was one of the last flags to fly in Afghanistan. Mm. And uh, I didn't earn it or anything. He asked, holes. he asked me if I wanted it. I said yes. And it comes with some sort of certificate authenticating that this was like a United States flag flown in some sort of honor. And men folded it and did a ceremony. And now it's mine. And I treasure it. That's, That's cool. very cool. I like that. You got your, you got yeah. your button up there. I, got, I, I don't think I've ever taken my button out of the box. I, I, uh, it's, it was so heavy that I didn't even want to bother hanging it. It was so, it's the, you're just heavy, right? The button? I'm confused. Button. Oh, oh, this is the gold plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I bought a special wall mount because it's, it's heavier than you'd guess. Way too heavy. You have one of the good old ones. They, is that solid gold? Because I'm going to go crack it open. Are, the, the new ones aren't the <laughs> They've same? They've changed. They don't come in glass frame. I have a silver one. I haven't hit mm -hmm. the gold one. But the silver one, it's like, they used to be like the play button in the glass frame. And now it's just like a silver plaque or a gold plaque. They cheaped out. Yeah. Damn. Oh, it's not as cool. There's too as many channels with 100,000 subscribers. I mean, yeah, that's, that's yeah. But You know the Linus Tech cool. Tip uh, thing with the plaque? No. Oh, with the plaque? So... No. So I'm going to get some of this wrong. Sorry. But uh, the way it was told to me is that Linus wanted to go to this. Linus was going to this auction to buy a play button that was up for, for auction. And he wanted it because I think he had been in, involved with the channel that it corresponded to in the past. And he wanted one for maybe a video or, or something or another. Let them a little foggy there. He gets there late. And, uh, and and doesn't doesn't get it, and this other kid gets it, and what did they do? I think they bullied that kid into killing himself. <laughs> oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, I think Linus is. Uh, that dad wrote this long message like, Linus, you're a monster. My son's not here anymore because of you. This and like this long like two paragraph thing about about the uh, about how his fan. He's like. My, my son made this channel back in blah, blah, blah. And like he couldn't get his play button because of this this weird thing mm -hmm. that happened. And I really wanted to get him one. And and then your fan base and you went after him. And I think the kid Christ. killed himself. Was it was this dark. Li Wait, Linus went after him? Uh, look, or, I'm, or I'm, his fans. Again, a little foggy. I know that Linus is in a lot of trouble because of, you know, a lot of things right now, right? I've have you followed that, that at all? Content. I have no oh. idea. He's Man. been on the show. I don't think you were on that episode, though. I don't yeah. know. Linus is in a lot of trouble. They they hired an independent investigator. He did to like take a look at his company there because of all the allegations yeah. that have been made and the self harm. And there's um, two. One I don't understand. He bought some sort of prototype block and auctioned it, and apparently that's like a really bad thing to do. I don't understand the details of, of why that was so horrible, but that company feels like they were badly damaged and Linus offered to pay them. And I think they took that and that's going to resolve, but everyone's super mad about it. The other thing is there are sexual assault allegations that happened at Linus tech tips. It's a company with like a hundred people there. Oh, and, um, 
Uh, I don't think there anyone's accusing Linus himself of being a sexual assaulter, but someone under his employment was, and now they're hiring an independent investigator to get to the bottom of I've it. I've seen him. I've seen him. Someone said that they had an interview um, with Linus, and he said the first thing he said was, "So, do you watch bestiality? You watch bestiality porn? You like that stuff?" <laughs> like that's <laughs> what's the right answer though? If you're going for a job, you're like, yeah. Yeah, and I, the answer is, can I start recording this interview and we start over? <laughs> that was for a job interview. Yeah, allegedly. I don't know what's true. Allegedly, according to the man that I, that said it on YouTube in the video. I'm going to show I, you a video on my phone right now, and I'm just going to gauge your response. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know if you're right. I don't know if you're with the the culture we're trying to cultivate here, sir. So, clop your way on out. <laughs> <laughs> there is a. Uh, the ever see silicon is it silicon or silicone valley silicon valley silicon why don't i know yeah. this the tv show shows. on hbo <laughs> uh anyway so the the funny character with the long shaggy hair they're calling him racist and in the process they're like you're fucking racist he's like i'm not racist and they're like do you watch interracial porn and he's like yes like trying to prove his not racist chops he's like yeah well which one's the girl the black one or the white one and and he's like I don't know which one's less racist. And I <laughs> it's really funny to me. I'm like, yeah, wait, I don't know what's less racist. If the mm. girl's white or if the girl's black, I, I'm not sure. I hope no one cares. I really do. I can't imagine caring what someone's watching. <laughs> no, I only watch uh, Asian lesbian porn. That's it? Mm. No. How are you, yeah, you self-inserting? Because you're not an Asian lesbian. How are you? Like, I pretend like I'm the cameraman who who helps them make pornography. And yeah. I play that character. You only watch, like, like special porn where it's, like, two Asian lesbians, but you're the customs agent. Mm -hmm. And you get to decide if they come into the country. But first, they're going to have to be taken into a private room. They always go into prove custody. how much they love America. Yeah. <laughs> but they always end up in custody one way or another. It they really do. doesn't. It's yeah. like, you know what? We've got enough whores in this country already. Back to where you came from. That's dark. You shouldn't have, shouldn't have blown me. That, that would be a, they're Asian, a good end. They're not whores. They're Somehow the implied sexual assault didn't like bug me as much until you had that like biting <laughs> <laughs> remark there at the end. Yeah, until like, the name calling. Just being yeah. shitty. Yeah, yeah it's, it kind of hurt my feelings when you said it. You said it in a mean way. <laughs> in a mean way. Chris, do you have like... 50, 60 copies of the same VHS behind you? I have about 112 of uh, Babe, the pig movie. 112 um, Babe, what's Pig in the, the story City. behind that? Why? Um, well, I went to a thrift store a few years ago, and there were 20. You went to all of them. Next to each other. <laughs> and I was like, that's, that's kind of funny. It'd be funny if I bought that. And then I, I bought them. It wasn't that funny after I bought them, but <laughs> I wanted to do one of those, like, you know, the, the teacher, like, TV cart they pull out, like, when they're hungover and they yeah. play movie day. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get one of those, but I settled for this piece of furniture back there, and I've just been grabbing them every, every time I see them, and it makes for a lot of people comment, so it's good for the engagement, because they're like, is. what is do that? You, Are those books? Do you like Babe a lot? I've <laughs> never seen it. <laughs> never I'm kind of like it. at this it's point I don't think I'm movie. ever that's what everyone that's what the old ladies at the thrift store tell me they're like I love this movie and I'm like me too but like I've I don't really have any interest that to see it guy James or Jonathan Cromwell something like that in it James Could the be. farmer James Cromwell yeah it's yep. for a movie about for a kid's movie about a pig and a farm it's 
it's very good very good um it's very good i i love that movie it'll make you cry um like there's a you know at first the the pig wants to be a sheep herding pig he doesn't want to conform to what pigs are supposed to do he his hero is the female um sheep herding like border collie uh and she's normally the one who has to do all the sheep herding now because the male border collie went deaf because he stayed out all night in the storm with the sheep the stupid sheep that's how he feels those stupid sheep took my ears i can't herd right now i can't hear the master's call and most importantly he can't compete in these tournaments where you herd Mm -hmm. sheep professionally and it's just this huge blow to his ego and he's he's laying it all on the pig you can't do it you know just being awful and then when the little pig does it at the end it's a tearjerker and then he does like he i think he saves the farm at the end not only does the pig win the big dude he's never seen it no, he's I don't, never he, gonna. This is, this is better. He's got 120 fucking copies. Yeah, this, if he was gonna Kyle watch telling it, you what happened happens by at now. this point. This is as close as he's ever gonna get. Yeah, spoilers Dude, for so At the very end, as Kyle mentioned, the pig does a good job. Now, the what he didn't mention was the farmer's like super duper stoic. He's real cheap with the compliments. And when the pig just smashes it and does an outstanding job that no one thought a pig could do, he goes, that'll do, pig. That'll do. That'll do. And it, it, oh, it, it is hard to, to explain just how great that praise is. When he says that'll do, pig, he is that is the highest level of, of gushing praise that this man can ever give. And it makes me want to tell other people that'll do, pig, when they do a good job. Right. So, like, I, I don't hate know. It. Maybe my wife's good in bed. <laughs> Maybe a kid, like, gets something right. I am inspired to say, That'll do, pig. But I know no one's going to get it. No one's going to understand. I say it to my dogs all the time. I say it in front of people all the time. I reference this movie. <laughs> Let me tell you, the climax of this movie, If treat yourself to this, viewers, if you've never seen Babe. Watch Babe when he does the finals of the sheep herding competition because here's the thing. Spoilers alert for real. Um, the dogs, the way they herd sheep is they chase them and bark. The sheep speak, you know, pig. And they all speak the same, like, secret animal language or whatever. So the mm. pig is like, What's going on, ladies? When he walks up to the sheep and they're like, oh, the mean wolf tries to bite us. And he's like, oh, no, there's not. He, he wants you to go in that pen over there. Would you pretty please go in that pen over there? And then he tells him the secret word that his that his uh, sheep pal from back home, whose life he actually saved, told him, bah, ram, you. And they go, oh, shit. He knows the secret fu- fucking code. All of them like stand up to attention. He doesn't have to chase him. He doesn't have to bark or snort, I guess. They just get in line and go perfectly through the fucking course and like line up like items on a shelf, like like in rows. And then the, the pig goes up and closes the gate, I think. Or maybe the farmer just latches it and that's all he ever has to do. And it just goes click. And the crowd goes wild because this is like a soccer stadium full of people watching this make-believe sport. <laughs> <laughs> and it's beautiful. You gotta it watch is. that fucking movie, man. I'm, I feel I'm like upset, I already have. You know? Well, oh, it's it's terrific. It's right yeah, there with well, that's you know when Captain America grabs the shield in Endgame. Yeah, I just I can't. It's so like that, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I haven't seen. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't seen Babe. Just terrible. I think it's been in the background. Like I used to play knowledge. movies on the because the Babe station works. Like you can put a VHS in there and it'll play. And I used to put it in the background of my videos, but people would like. Be like, I'm just watching the movie in the background. And I'm like, that's not the point. Watch me. And so I yeah. stopped doing it. But I think one video I did, Babe is playing in the background. And I think editing that video is the most I've watched 
of Babe. That's a good theme. I like you have a nice fun movie in the background while you're making fun of retards and and their stupid ass shows. Yeah, people comment. They're like, people are. They're like, what is that in the background? And I'm like, you could just like, I have a video that I made when I bought them of like putting that thing together. And like, if you just type in my name and Babe, you'll find it. But people are like, no, I'm just gonna comment. I hate yeah. comments. <laughs> you hate comments. I hate them so much. It's it's the worst. Are there, uh, are there any reality shows you've reviewed that you're actually like, I would watch this and not make content of it? Like, this is actually good? Most of them, honestly, yeah. Like, I mean, the one, my favorite one, it doesn't do as well, but it's It Takes a Thief, if you guys remember that. It's I haven't like, heard of that. It's a Discovery Channel reality show where oh, these two ex-burglars, yeah. Matt and John, have left their life of crime behind and they are now under contract with the Discovery Channel and they go through and they just burglarize homes and then like give them a security upgrade and then like oh, help them out. But, like, this, it's a good concept for a show, but John, the guy that looks much more like a home alone burglar, he's the guy that like actually does the deed and he is relentless. Like he breaks shit. He like throws like all your tax documents you had organized on the table, like all around and he'll like break that photo. Of, yeah. The one on the right, one of them looks more like a burglar than the other. What an asshole. The one on the right, that's the guy. Yeah, he's the burglar. And the one on the left looks like he just like broke into his ex-wife's house to get his baseball cards back. And now he's yeah. a record. Yeah. And <laughs> Why would he do that? Why would he like break things? Because their whole thing is like, well, if this was a real burglar, then, you know, this is what would happen. You know, this is the kind of thing that happens. And it's like, well, it's, it's TV. It's Discovery Channel. You don't have I to do a... break yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I, it's I still like a real burglar wouldn't be that concerned with breaking family photos. Like yeah. a real burglar is going to sprint to the TV, steal that, check for a PC, look around God. for a safe, realize it's a big giant safe that's too heavy to move, maybe fail to get into it, and then leave. It's We're 2004. Family so album. That, it's we like take what people treasure the most. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, we have to break shit on the way in, and like <laughs> it's it's 2004, so they're like, oh yeah, I got your PDA. It's like. Yeah, I, I got your black phone number. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that would be the move, right? If you break into somebody's house and you steal their their treasured family album or something like that, they pay a lot of money to get that back, more than a dog, maybe. If your like, goal was just to be annoying, like you're gonna break into <laughs> someone's house happen. and be annoying as fuck, what would you take? I'd I'd I'd, I'd actually leave stuff. I'd shit. The I'd Brita. piss. I would. I'd make myself vomit. <laughs> My DNA is on record. So I'm not going to do any of that. But, uh, uh-huh. I'm going to put on that same fucking suit Marky Mark had at the end of Departed if I go into somebody's house. And are they going to know that I did something? Or is the thing that I did going to let them know that I did something? I know that's a bit of a weird question. Yeah, I feel like it's up to you. Your goal is to break into a house and annoy somebody. What's your method? Toilet paper. I'm going to leave a note on their kitchen table that says I rubbed my asshole on one of your possessions. I had a similar idea. Yeah. Something like that. I wanted to leave a note that that said, uh, that I stole something and that they'll never get it back, but then don't steal anything. So they spend all their time wondering what Mm, you took. Yeah. I wasn't going to rub my asshole on anything. (laughs) DNA. DNA. Remote caked and shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm. Uh, it's yeah. like, oh, yeah. I, I found it. It's in the cucumber drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. It's still got a condom on it. <laughs> it. I bet there's a way to jerry-rig a hot water heater so that it'll pop. So that, like, it'll yeah. explode. And I've seen... I don't know what water? makes those explode, but... Uh, like tremendously, I know what makes them explode. The, the they get rusty and the the valve yeah, goes bad, yeah. the release valve or whatever. But sometimes when they pop, they don't just flood a basement. I think if it, the older ones, it's an explosion, like not a little silly explosion a either. Boiler though, instead of a hot water heater, where they're like pressurized and they maybe maybe I, I have it in my head. It's a hot water heater. Maybe I'm just wrong, but I thought those could just explode, explode if those valves go wrong. And so it's yeah, more than annoyance. That's I'm like, sure new ones have passed <laughs> yeah. that a little bit. Yeah. He's like, they'll be so annoyed when their child dies from yeah, the hot water heater. Like, blew my house really up. That was uh, that. That sucked a little bit. Dude, I'm gonna annoy him this like way. A... I'm gonna put a small leak in their gas line. You <laughs> <laughs> just turn the water heater off. Like it would take me two weeks to notice. I'd be like, man, this sucks. This water has been sucking lately. <laughs> I finished my whole shower. It's so cold. <laughs> yeah, you you annoy them by leaving the gas on and making a rube goldberg machine that's so a that water when they open their front door it lights a match so, <laughs> so the police a, come from <laughs> that's a water heater taking off yeah that's a that would annoy me that's yeah, a big boy be, that looks like I'd, fucking I'd, 80 gallons or something <laughs> it's what was those imagine? things was it like bottle rockets or something like you could you put a little water in it and you really compress it full of air and they shoot in they shoot in the sky Something I might like be that. the only one old you enough to play with this. You toy. could make like like dry ice rockets or something. No, it, basically, you had a rocket and, a, and an air pump. You pumped a ton of air oh. in it, and then it would shoot the water out, and they go like a hundred feet in the sky. There was this yeah. kind of toy that just didn't appeal to me because, you know, we had like crazy farm implements and stuff. It's like, like, nah, let's not do that. Let's lay it like when it became a slip and slide. We didn't have a slip and slide. We had this curtain material they use on chicken houses that's like six feet wide, and we have a mile of it. So we just make a gigantic slip and slide down a down a hill. You know, we would so we would skip over certain toys that were more that. appropriate for a backyard. Yeah, like a little rubber ball doesn't really get it done on a farm. There's cooler shit to mess with. Well, yeah. Yeah, it yes and no, man. I, I it's such it was so boring. It was so boring you all the time. ATV. It was so boring. Yeah, but eventually it's like I've done that, you know? And I didn't have like a, I had a 350, I think. So it wasn't some sports model that would do anything too aggressive. Um, I think it was a 350. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. It was just after a while, you've ridden the ATV across the pasture and jumped all the hills. And we're going to have to blow some trees up or go <laughs> fight a hornet nest with sticks or something to, to raise the stakes. Mm. There was nothing to do or go smash mailboxes. You know, that's how I would end up in trouble. Although I never got caught for the mailboxes. No, now you can talk about it on your podcast because the statute of limitations done. Well, I mean, who, who's, I mean, I was just kidding about the mailboxes. I didn't, there were no mailboxes. <laughs> <laughs> there, were no, there, there were no mailboxes. Like, <laughs> like, like, like fucking Frank. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> no, there were no mailboxes. There, there, was, there was no, there were no rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so I, nervously. Trump is did his mugshot all right but to back up a step yeah. I have spent the entire day 
Pants around ankles, dick in hand, waiting for Trump's mugshots to get dropped. This is a liberal's dream. And I'm just getting blue balls at this point. Where are the mugshots? I'm seeing fake ones. I don't see it. Like ones that look real, but like I'm seeing three different ones that look real. And God, I hope he looks good. I bet he will. I think he's going to look his AI ones. He's got to look better than Rudy Giuliani. His. Yeah, I don't understand why people are taking such bad pictures. There's one Come that on. can't be real. No, no, we all know what they look like. There's a certain kind of background. They put him in a jumpsuit. One woman, Jenna Ellis, maybe? There she is, top left. She took a good picture. Nailed it. Right? Uh, third to the right, blue shirt. Worst picture ever. You should see that guy. He doesn't... Well, Giuliani looks bad. But I would argue the guy in the blue shirt, I looked him up. He's a handsome guy who seems to have his act together. That's the worst picture he's ever <laughs> taken. Zach. Show up, show him up, show, show him my show him my uh mugshot, Zach. Like, like, let me show you how you do this. Let's so, so you don't want to smile necessarily unless you're a lady. You smile as a man, I feel like you look like you're taking things lightly. And I had it in my head that, like, what if they pull my mugshot up in court and they're like, look at him, couldn't even take the arrest seriously, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, that's just, yeah, right? Just, just chilling, just chilling. Your hair looks yeah, good, just normal. And see, yeah, so you uh, took the time to push that, your hair. Oh, I was over doing a that bit. right before. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, let's 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 not. See, look you could have helped a blue shirt guy out if we yeah. if we go back to him because he has all of his hair in one column <laughs> on one side of his head, and I don't think that's how it suit. normally looks. He see, looks like Quentin Tarantino was, was freeze dried. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. That kind of looks similar to that. Yeah, Rudy yeah, Giuliani. I, uh, he just looks old. Julia, like that and dude also he looks old as shit. He looks angry. That guy. This is a politician. He he was corrupt. Let me look at what it, money laundering. That's blue shirt. Right? He, is no, this no, a mugshot? That's no. Uh, yes, that's Tom Delay. He was the House Majority Leader, a Republican Nailed dude. It, Tom, and he was sentenced to three years for money laundering. That is the greatest mugshot I've ever seen in my life. That is kind of what I'm thinking Trump is going to do. Trump is going to go up there. He'll in real life he's going to be concerned because this is a scary thing, but he yep. won't look it in his mugshot. He is going to look like this is a good day for him, and he's not worried. I, I think Trump is going to kill it. It will be the most popular T-shirt of all time. This oh. might be the most viewed mugshot in the history of mankind. Mm -hmm. We should probably sell Trump mugshot T-shirts, huh? You think he'll be litigious about that? He's not litigious, Taylor. I don't think he owns the rights to his mugshot, which is kind of the whole idea. They're taking mm. his picture, not have you it. seen it's become a trend to like build your so if you if can you go back to that uh, bunch of mugshots? Oh yeah, Zach? everybody stopped using mine. Control <laughs> of it. Nope, don't have to, nope, didn't work. <laughs> uh you see the, the background is distinctive, this kind of a sh sheriff's logo, maybe in the corner. Yeah, the, the, Fulton County, uh yeah, well, I guess there's apps already that can let that will put your picture on there and give you a mugshot. People are doing it in solidarity. People are doing it as a joke, but that mugshot has become like an internet meme now. Well, lighting went crazy it. on the middle lane. Right, right. That's yes, what I was gonna say. <laughs> Maybe top <laughs> again. Here's, I think they need to lean back. I think there's they they need to take a step back and um because what are they're right under the fucking light. That lady in the top left, dynamite. Killed it. Nailed yeah, yeah. it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Middle right to look. blown out. Her bottom right guy is well blown done. out. Mm -hmm. Like what happened to Blue Shirt's hair? 
it looks like they slapped him in the side of the face right before they took this. Like, I said, stand up straight, blue boy. And he's just yeah, like, with his hair all fucked. I, it, with the blue hair, what? I, I can't tell where it's coming out and where it's supposed to be because it's, I've never seen half of a head so perfectly bald <laughs> and half of, and the other half so not because it, it's shocking. Is, is, is the, is it growing out just from this tuft in the middle and he's chosen only to go to the right? Only to go to the right with the tuft that only exists in the middle? That's a... It looks a like just colic only. hair. Like, it doesn't look yeah. thick enough to be the right, like, actual head hair. It's like his, his colic. Like those old, like, like you know, the, like, like old cartoons that had, like, the little little boy characters had the little tuft <laughs> in the front and that was it. Like, that's what his hair looks like almost. Yeah, well, they should have given him a, a comb or something. Looks like they rested a gym teacher. Here, uh, Zach, I, I'm doing it so I think it's safe. Google image search Ray Stalling Smith. Just to show what this guy Ray looks like. Ray Stalling Smith. Who is that? that he is Blue Shirt. shirt. That's, That's the guy shirt. that we're talking okay. about. And, and I, I just want to do a Google image search. So you see random pictures of him. Nothing like super selective mm -hmm. or whatever. Look at what this guy really looks like. It is so much better than his mugshot. Damn God, it. I need that head. head. That's not Google image yeah. search. I wanted like the montage of like, Cut off the good shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, give me a little I see. scrollage. A, a mix there. Yeah. But give me some scrollage. Just like do this guy. See the top left uh, scroll above the check. Yeah. This is what this guy looks like. By himself. Oh. You would hardly recognize him from the blue shirt mugshot. Yeah. yeah definitely. But you can, you can see even here how the hair ended up like that. Because look at that left side. Like there is. Not a lot going on there. Maybe this was older, an older picture, and it's receded more. Like that's well, poor guy. Guess he should just he should just now. go bald. Like just he doesn't point, look like a good bald. Do you guys think that's the point? Like where you should just shave if you get to the yeah, point where there's just no sure. hair in this whole <laughs> I, area, I, I or get a or get a rug. I I think I it's too early to shave. Now I, I might be yeah yeah. Now I'll admit his hairline's receded, especially on the side, like back it's a whole gone. lot. I just, he still I has skull hair in the middle. He, he's got a, a widow's peak that doesn't make, I don't think he shaved it bald at that point. I Maybe we're looking crazy. at people. There's a whole column that's it's like, Zach, pull the picture up. I, like, yeah, even his good picture, you the can mug see shot, The mugshot. Like, like, I just think this far. is a bald man. Yeah, I, I, I think, think that if you connect from the front all the way down to the back of your neck, then it's not I time to shave it. I don't think he does. It looked to me like he's got a long strand of hair that just. Ooh, dude, that's look, worse than I thought. That's so awful. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is worse. Red than Foreman. Red Foreman is it, it, <laughs> is better than this. This is disgusting. You know what's insane? Is it weird back there? Some, look how thick it is on looks, the sides. It looks like a toupee. He's kind of like showing it off too. He's like, look at it. Like he's he's yeah. kind of tilting lean his head back, a little bit. Yeah, you back. know what? I've got it. Yeah. His hair is so thick on the top. And the sides, and I assume the back. I think that's a fair assumption. He is an excellent transplant. I'm sorry, an excellent hair transplant candidate, right? If your hair is thin on the back and stuff, Kyle says I'm wrong. I might yeah. be. But if your hair is well, thin I just on the back, think you could fix this, Woody. Is what is all I'm saying. Really? Like, no, there's not enough tough. hair on on this man's could. body to look at how hairy his hairy part is. <laughs> he could give up a little. That's all right. So I think that's deceptive. If you look at the top okay. of his head where it looks thick. It yeah. looks to me like he's grown out nine inches of hair and folded it over and over <laughs> on top of itself, origami style. And he's got Donald Trump fucking sideburns or whatever. Like the whole sides of his head are so thick and waxed back 
that they look like they're again nine inches long of hair that he's woven yeah. into some sort of a fucking self-grown weave. And this guy's got what way he has, less like, coverage. This guy's got weird hair, dude. What he's got growing <laughs> on his forehead, that doesn't look like it started at the hairline. That looks like it's from like way far yonder back. Yeah, look how you, you pulled it, it all the way. It looks photoshopped up. around the ears. What happened to this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if these kind of guys can't just afford to get hair transplant surgery, like what well, why why like okay, Kyle, maybe you know more. But I thought Woody's point was salient in that people who have a bunch of thick like neck hair, like all that shit back here, those are the people who, and I know they say don't do hair transplants until you're finished losing all your hair to see like where it goes because otherwise you'll lose it again. But why couldn't that guy just start like inching forward I with the back hair? I, I, I and on the inching? Just moving. Oh. Imagine if he doesn't have enough hair left, I feel like. Like there's not enough back there to depopulate to 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 grow a whole new head of hair, which is what he's missing. He's missing the main part. Like the I big think he has enough. I could be crazy. In the middle. <laughs> and Taylor, to counter your point, like don't do it until you lose it. You need to get on finasteride now. And then you'll stop losing it and you can repair your hair before it gets worse. I think that guy's too finasteride. late. <laughs> that I was on it for like last summer. Did it, work? Did it work? Well, I was oh, on one of those like yeah, online yeah. like pharmacy places where the like you take pictures of your head, and I'm like, I just don't want to lose my hair because my dad did. And they're mm -hmm. like, all right, and they prescribed it to me, and then I ran out, and they're like, all right, we need to re-prescribe you. So I had to like, I was like, all right, I don't care, and I forgot about it. I don't want to oh, take pictures of my hair again. Prescribing is clicking three more buttons and potentially sending them another picture of the top of your head. That's what they wanted. I've got a regular <laughs> prescription, but, when, but I said, that, fuck that. I've got that a could, not watch babe. <laughs> that should take that a minute, not watch Kyle. Him. He's got things to do. <laughs> yeah, you can go to no, um, that, That's uber my... confidence to be like, yeah, it's a click away, but fuck it. I don't, <laughs> I don't even care. I'll be It's bald. a click away and it's cheap as fuck. It's a milligram of finasteride yeah, cheap, a yeah. day and you keep all your goddamn hair most of the time. At the very least, it slows it to a, a creep. And uh, that keeps stock. And you might get some back. men or something like that. Yeah, you'll absolutely grow hair back. Uh, and it raises your testosterone to some extent, some small extent. I'm worried I that like wearing that. hats too much, like I'm getting like the little bit of receding like right here. Like for the most part, I'm not like I haven't lost any hair. But like when I like do my hair, I'm like, oh, there's like a little bit of skin up here that I don't remember there being. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I wonder if that's the hats. Well, we've also discussed there is a hairline that's you want to lose some of your hair so you don't look like a yeah. child. There's right. cool. like a hairline. Yeah, so you don't have like like I can't. I was think not of on that board character. with this. Maybe the that monster kid from that kid from the monsters oh, that yes, had that. Yes, like, Eddie. You monster. don't want Eddie Monster hair. Yeah, show us Eddie Monster. You don't want some shit like this. Uh, I think you want to lose just a little bit so you look a little bit more distinctive. Um, you know, like like you look like you've seen some shit. Maybe people take you a little more seriously if you're if you let them know. Like, ma'am, you're overinflating that tire, ma'am. And she looks up, she sees her hairline. She's like, oh, I bet I am overinflating it. She sees a little man boy over there. She's like, fuck off, kid. And she blows herself up. You don't want to be dealing with this, though. This is awful. I don't know. I think yeah. I'm going to look 19 for the next 20 years. And okay. I'm 5'8". So, like, I don't think I'm ever, my hairline's going to help me. They're going to be like, go find your dad. Oh. <laughs> Can you open this guy? I, I know we, we looked at him before. Zach. That's a disgusting th picture you found of Eddie Monster. I didn't know he looked like that. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was way more handsome. Now I'm not sure. Those were his real ears. Really vascular <laughs> cheeks. I don't think yeah, those are the, even his the hairs. This, this guy. Hair. Are you going to yeah. tell me you want to... Isn't this the target? Isn't this the hairline that every guy wishes he had? That's It's pretty aggressive. It's tall. It's pretty good, but it's, all, it's 
bordering on almost too low. That's uh, like bordering on too wealthy. It looks like his hair is overtaking his face to some extent. It gives him small face. I'm just saying he could lose like a millimeter and it'd be it'd be a little better. Yeah. Zach, pull up the, the picture and scroll all the way to the bottom of what I did. It shows it shows Ross from Friends, who has a similar hairline to this, like super aggressive. And then it shows like John Hamm with a normal mature hairline, and then Tom Hanks with the like beginning of the the Norwood the like pulling back. Yeah, you have to go all the way to the bottom to see the comparison one. I heard that all the Jews got together and decided that Bradley oh. Cooper's fake nose wasn't wasn't uh, anti-Semitic. We talked about that on Harley's podcast. Check out. I don't even know if the episode I did with him is live, but we can we can t- I, we can touch on the Jew nose thing after this. I'll yeah. jot that down. Jew nose. Uh, Do you think Ross's yeah. hairline is worse than John Ham's? I just don't like looking at Ross. That's the uh, Ross is a, a little disadvantaged. Like John Ham is one of the best looking men in Hollywood. Yeah. Could you just leave that up for the rest of the show? Could, actually, could you just put John Ham's face over uh, <laughs> over somebody else's and just just, just have Somebody's John Ham's face? Put it over. Yeah, John, I'll, I'll look at- yeah. I guess you're right. Like you can't because it's not like Ross's hair. Ross's hairline's too close to his eyebrows. It's it is like it's it's too close. I bet he, I bet his hair does not look like that now. I bet if mm. you found a current Ross, it's more like um like John Ham's. Interesting. But yeah, you're right. You can't really compare those two because John Hamm is a much better looking guy in every possible way. Nothing against can you. do anything. Ross like, is in better shape. Yeah, John Hamm could root for any NHL team, but he's a hardcore Blues fan. So <laughs> can you just he's from, one more before we change topics? Can you pull up a Ronald Reagan portrait? Oh, he King. to me is always one of like the hairline alphas, like one of the best hairlines I can think of of any man mm. ever. He's and I 70. bet. I bet he slices the the thread the needle, I should say, between like Ross and John Hamm. And Taylor's gonna say, All right, this is a perfect mature hairline, not a you know, semi receded hairline. Oh, I didn't I wanted older Reagan, but it hasn't changed President really. Reagan. Too. No, yeah. yeah, that's that's his hairline up until he died. So like that's yeah, right, right. He had like, dementia and forgot he was president and his hair was still perfect. He kept yeah. it all. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! He's got this. Actually, now okay. I'm glad he has a young and an old. You can Woody, see you win just... this. You win this one. That, he, Ronald Reagan has the best hairline of all time. Yeah. Holy shit, yeah. President Reagan! You know, I don't care about all the other stuff. His hair looks good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I follow politics a lot, but people don't always want to hear about politics. But you know, we can still talk about famous people. Of course, <laughs> we can talk about no politicians' I, I, hairlines all day. <laughs> I want to see. Uh, I, it's it's a shame that they're taking President Trump's. Uh, mugshot, but it, when it comes out, I got to see it. I'm, I'm curious about about what that's going to look like, so I definitely want to see that. Um, have you been following uh, the Logan Paul Dylan Danis fight at all, and all the drama surrounding it? I, I, I yes. I don't know that I've heard everything. It's hard to. So know here's the, here's the setup. Dylan Danis um, is like fucking with Logan Paul about his wife, or his not his wife, fiance, his, um, fiance. Yeah, so Dylan Danis, um, sort of, you call him an ex-UFC fighter, I guess, friend of Conor McGregor's, and uh, Logan notorious Paul troll. is, yes, notorious troll, and he and he's fighting Logan Paul uh, in this uh, this boxing match. They're sort of co-maining eventing, um, and KSI is fighting Tommy Fury. 
uh, on the same oh. card. And they had their big press conference the other day, and it was a goddamn shit show, fucking meltdown for like a dozen reasons. Like Daddy Fury got into a rage and was like, I'll beat any man in this room. That's not a man in the head as mine as I am or some shit. And then he punched the table. But he hit it so hard that it like bowed in the middle, like like a cartoon or something. And like, hmm. he got a big pop from the crowd. And he thought the crowd just hated tables. So, <laughs> so he just starts flipping all the tables over and raging. But that, but wait, and Logan Paul's jumping up and down, like rooting him on. It was very silly. But Dylan Dennis has been so mean to Logan Paul that people are asking, is it too mean? Is it too mean? Because he's, I guess Logan Paul's fiance this beautiful sports illustrated model has made her rounds around hollywood a few times my goodness so that's his fiance stuck on a a a, a bird with the uh, the bottom completely blown out of the bird I, i'm not oh, sure so what he's, he's been... implying with that but then he's then dylan <laughs> oh i could help you montage <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this woman is She's smoking hot, right? She is a whatever. Everyone has their own version of a perfect woman, but she's she's somebody's bullseye. She's very, very illustrated good model. Yeah, right. And she has dated like a who's who in Hollywood. She's thirty one years old. Shockingly, probably not a virgin. And they're just well, showing well, her well. kissing like celebrities, dozens. Uh, some of them are musicians, and it. Uh, it they're showing I imagine her they're getting... when she dated dozens of other men and she is on she's like on uh social media with them or what she's with Leonardo DiCaprio like you know like like lots and it wasn't just like a fan picture they're like his hands like around her and she's reaching up and putting her fingers interlacing into his like they're a couple like she's been oh, fucked by every seven years dated like a-list people like oh, Leah. dude her list of a-listers it might be the best list of A-listers. Like, find like the montage, Zach. Does she have Ryan like, Gosling or Brad Pitt or like it's a it's fucking like super good-looking Hollywood? I just remember Leo and like Leo, a bunch Leonardo. Of like no, oh, like yeah, nudity. careful about the nudity. Um, uh, Shouldn't be any. Oh, and then there are some like musicians who. Yeah, and, and, um, anyway, she has been around a little bit. Oh, 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 and she's also been on podcast talking about. I'm gonna get this wrong. But like levels of exposition, no, exhibition. I, mean, I can't yeah. get, do I have the word she right? She said she sucks a dick at a football yeah. stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and there might have like been some other like public uh, sex acts that she's done too. So if you're Logan Paul, you see this and you're like, eh, maybe I, I don't wish this was the topic of conversation. <laughs> Oftentimes in fights, people leave family alone, but mm. not Dylan Dennis. Yeah, it's uh it's got to be hurting his feelings because it's just on and on and on. Um, this is this is obviously just I don't know who some of these. People oh, these, are. this so, is so Dylan Dan's Twitter. Is, this is uh, his Twitter. So he's an ex UFC fighter. Is he trying to get uh, back in the mix? In yeah, UFC he's kind of a, a C level fighter and an A plus level troll. He hasn't fought in okay. years. Um, and the the thing he's most famous for right now is pulling out of the last fight. Um, and and making a whole shit uh, shit show of the the event. Pulled out. Yeah. Now that is something I understand in the UFC community to be very much disliked, right? Like pulling out of fights that tends to to ruin your reputation. Yeah, but I don't even think it was a UFC fight. I think he was doing one of these like silly fights, like this Logan Paul thing. That's not a real fight. It's I don't know, whatever you want to call it. But but it's it's a little it's it's we're not watching because this guy's the X ranked fucking middleweight or some shit. We're, we just want to see the freak show of Logan Paul fighting. No, but. 
I don't care how good Jake Paul is at boxing. I just like seeing him fight ex UFC fighters who used to be really good. It's it's fun to watch him knock him out. Honestly, I never liked Anderson Silva. Knock him the fuck out. I, Jake Paul's winning me over with his pre-fight builds. Like it, the mm. fighting itself, he's a great fighter. I am not terrific at judging how good strikers are. Although yeah. Sugar Shane O'Malley really impressed me. Um, so yes, he was so good. We can circle back to that. But um, Logan Paul can take an L. And that is a re I'm finding that to be a really impressive attribute in a person, especially in a man. Like it when someone get lands a good verbal blow on him, he just acknowledges it, smiles, says, Yeah, <laughs> all right, that was solid. I'll give you credit for that. I like it. And uh it doesn't seem to actually bother him. He can take he he doesn't care. He's just trying to sell a fight, win a fight, and I just admire the way he handles the criticism. He's fantastic at it. Sure. Um, the, the whole thing's pretty interesting. I, I, I'm going to watch that fight now because I want to see if, you know, Logan's emotional and uh, how he fares against uh, Dylan Dennis. I think, he, I don't know. I think the, I think Logan wins. It looks real bad if he loses because he lost his last one too. Wasn't it Tommy? Professional Fury athletes fought? can't beat YouTubers. It's very rare that a professional athlete beats a YouTuber. Hmm. Yeah, you just have yeah. to pick like an ex-basketball player or uh, a grappler and <laughs> don't, don't you pop my bubble. I like it blowed up. <laughs> Dude, if you not if you beat Tyron Woodley twice, I don't care if he's older. Like like that's what I feel about that Conor McGregor win over um Cowboy Cerrone. It's like, yeah, Cowboy was getting older, but he's still the same man. Like like he might be a little bit slower, but Conor took him apart and I saw a great clip where they pieced together where Cowboy had talked shit to Connor's face like years prior when Connor was trying to win the uh, 45 pound strap. And uh, he's like, we're too big for you. We'll break you. And then, and then it's like cut to rap music as Connor kicks him in the head and then starts just throwing that left over and over into the side of uh, Cerrone's head until he collapses and the ref stops it. It's a, Is that and then and then it was a shoulder blow or something. Well, he broke. That was the first thing that happened. They clinched. Okay. At, well, the first thing that happened is is McGregor misses a huge left. Right, uh, Cowboy ducks it? under it. I'm this sorry, is Kyle. Baker. I'm pretty sure that's I expected it. a lot more. My goodness, that is Mr. Trump. He looks. I, you know, hang on, hang on. You know what he looks okay. like to me? I'm looks listening. like a bald eagle, ready to strike. <laughs> that's what I see. I see this. Is, instead of doing happy and like this is all fun and games. He's brought his game face. This is game face, Trump. He's angry. He's clearly angry. Are you sure he's, this he's, is real? He's saying, I think it is because I'm seeing it on the like the latest on Twitter. Like it's it's like all over now. All over. This is game face Trump. So I saw a I fake one that looked real, but so he Oh, that's fake. I think that's the fake one. Well, that one's okay. much better than the other one. But the other one, the one from before, I think that's real. <laughs> you, think you're <laughs> you think this is the real one? I, I don't love this. I, I think game face trump i would rather game see him do what, like that uh, spin if i were on like like a panel right now i'd be like that's game face trump right there he is fired up he's letting america know he's letting us know you want to talk about dog whistles this is an eagle's cry, eagle's cry. <laughs> this is that's the man that's line. protected like that. me they're coming after me and he's in the way um no i like tom delay's picture a thousand times more and i thought donald trump would mm. bring that but no, I I I, I know, swear to God, I, I, mean, I miss everything I just said. That's what I genuinely think is happening here. What? I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. 
What? I said this won't be my easiest masturbation session, but I'll get it done. Are you gonna are you gonna come tribute off the president? Seventy-eight year old man. Tweet it out. Are you gonna come <laughs> tribute the president? Oh my god, that would be so awful. I, I think something the from the do I think no, Trump is a toupee? No, I think no, that's, that's been pretty thoroughly debunked. He's yeah. had like audience members come up during his speeches and let them pull his hair. And I saw an mm. imager like image that explained how he combs it. And uh, once I understood how he combs it, I'm like, I see. He's really maximized <laughs> what he can do with what the he hair has. he has. And um, so I, if, if you don't know, I'm not a Trump fan at all, but I will give credit when it's due. I think that, you know, with, with the way he grows hair, there isn't a better answer for it. He wouldn't look okay. good bald, and he looks as good as he can. I've seen those edits where it's like what he would look like if he was an actual, like, normal old man, and it's mm -hmm. rough. It's like, it's weird seeing him as an actual, kind, like, like a real old man. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the old man that he's done himself, but like the you real You know what thing. it's like? It's like the it's like uh, the Simpsons episode where Lisa needs braces. They're at the orthodontist, and yeah. he's like, "This is what Lisa will look like after uncorrected <laughs> one year, two years, three, and her mouth is exploding with teeth. Like they're coming through yeah. the face. <laughs> they're they're just branching out like briars. It's all right. I think you really want to sell these braces, Doc. I don't know. <laughs> so when they show Trump looking like the crypt keeper, I mean, yeah, I look. I'm not. That's my grandpa. Trump's ass. He looks like shit. But he looks better than the average man of his age and lifestyle. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, Lisa needs so, braces. Uh, that's a classic episode, by the way. Chris, yeah, it is. That's a great episode where they. Well, I won't get into a Simpsons episode. No, Chris, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> describe whole Simpsons episode. When uh, when you're not watching absurd reality show TV, what do you like to do for fun? Keep yourself occupied. Um, either play Call of Duty unfortunately or um watch the same tv shows over and over again um but yeah mostly call of duty which which, uh, <laughs> which tv shows are we talking about that you've been watching over and over i usually watch the same like five episodes of seinfeld over and over again or parks and rec but mostly seinfeld I like your style <laughs> not even mm -hmm. the whole seinfeld. What, uh, no i do watch so like i go and watch like they played on i watch tv land at 2 a.m which like I don't mm -hmm. think I'm the demographic for, but, um, or like I watch, there's the two episodes that I watch at least once every month. It's the bad boy, George, or the, um, God, what's the other episode? Oh, the opposite. Yeah. That's the one I watch those two once a month. You like the, you like the George coming into his own episodes. George is, yeah, he's the, he's the one, but then like on whenever I see like season two or earlier, I'm like, this is not the same fucking show. This is a very different show. Like Kramer is like, not Kramer and no, everyone yeah. it's like yeah it's Kramer it's is a little like he's almost more suave in season one and then mm -hmm. it's like yeah all right Kramer be like every room you go into you we want you to barrel in we want you to fall mm -hmm. in you know go you know, crazy he, he was, with it and it's much he, funnier then you know he was Kessler in the first uh in the pilot really? not Kramer because oh, well, Kramer is the oh. Kramer was the actual name of Larry David's uh, across the hall neighbor and he had a relationship much like Jerry's relationship with Kramer where they kept their apartments open unlocked so they could pass in between and uh, so initially he was like hey, let's not name it after my neighbor let's make it Kessler since the character's based on him and uh, they're like no this isn't going to work and they went to him and maybe paid him a thousand dollars or something that guy to this day the real Kramer um, he runs the Kramer Seinfeld tour 
And you can hop on the bus with this guy and he'll tell you Larry David stories and episode stories while he drives you around, I guess, to all the, the hot spots that they, they filmed at. Mm. Surely the diner and places mm. like that. Yeah. Is Larry David wealthier than Seinfeld? Billion bucks. I would say uh, neck and neck probably because they're okay. their main breadwinner. They're probably 50-50 on. Although... I don't. I don't know what what Jerry makes for all those comedians and cars shows he does. You'd think they'd pay him buku, or he wouldn't do it. Yeah. Um, but then on the other hand, Larry David's done a ten seasons on HBO of Curb Your Enthusiasm. So yeah, that's got to be put him ahead. I don't know what that pays. You know, you might be. He might. It might be a passion project for that guy. It's so. Mm. I love that show. That dry humor. That that just let the joke fall. I can't watch and, too much of it. It's like sometimes it's a bit it much. Makes my teeth hurt because it's like ah, come it on, up. don't don't act like this. Don't I like don't embarrass going. yourself and everyone else at this fucking bar mitzvah or whatever. I <laughs> love it because Larry says the idea is that Larry David says whatever he fucking wants to. That that he's and it's kind of if he was a normal human being, I'd probably hate him. But because Larry David has become Larry David, billionaire, you know, actor man, I'm like yeah. Larry's right all the time. You all, you guys, you should all fall in line and listen to what Larry says. I love the my favorite episode might be, and it's a newer episode, the Spite uh, Shop, where he gets mad at the coffee shop, <laughs> so he buys retail space next to them, adjoining them in the mall, and makes his own coffee shop, and he undercuts their prices, and he like improves on all the problems that he had over there. And he keeps slashing prices. Like the other guy can't keep up because Larry David's a billionaire. He doesn't give a fuck. It's a Spite yeah. store. And 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 you see this like behind the scenes Hollywood reporter being like, it's a new trend, spite stores. And they go like all these celebrities who got like mad at a jeweler or something. So just ruined this little jeweler's business. Like Britney Spears is like, yeah, they talk shit to me. I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. So she's like got her own jewelry store, just driving the other people out of business. It's a great episode. And I love I the interview like with Larry David. The interview with him where he's talking about like i think i don't remember the guy that interviewed him but he was asking like um what's like the longest you would go for a destination wedding and he's like i wouldn't like if i have to get on a plane like hour and a half drive is the most i'll go to a wedding i'm like that, that yeah makes i'm not flying across the country for a wedding my uh this is funny my brother is having to go to spain no. for a wedding Who's wet? Well, not to get too detailed, but like what kind of acquaintances or just a friend? Is he the best man? I don't think so. I I actually haven't asked it really many followers. Look, I'm not going to Spain unless I think I I think he's on that cut. I think he's a groomsman. But like, hear hear me out. But basically, what they did because I was like, dude, you're gonna go to fucking Spain for a wedding, and he's like, yeah, it's kind of a big thing and so we're just like turning it into a big vacation okay that's so different. like Nailed making it. Like, we have to go to spain anyway, so we're gonna in. take a european vacation the other Winter. so i'm with you yeah. taylor and, and an i guess now kyle but i think that when you have a destination wedding like that your presence is the gift right you, you don't often give like a thousand dollars when you have to fly to spain to attend the mm, wedding i, I think, think that's right. normal protocol i it could be wrong i think yeah. that was the whole well, point of the interview well, Woody, like, we my presence all is the, the present way. Yeah, we traveled yeah. all the way to uh, to wherever the fuck that time to Joe's wedding. We we wrote him a check. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a destination was our, wedding. Was our, for uh, us, it we was. Had, we had to. Did, did we fly or drive? I don't remember. We drove. Remember, I slept, and you, I know uh, you slept. On I the was way a bad navigator the on the way back. That was the fight. I'm talking about the wedding. 
Oh, you're right. Did we fly to the wedding or drive? I don't remember now. I'm not positive anymore. Yeah, I'm not either. Um, I remember uh, very little about that trip. Um, your snoring never bothered me, by the way. It, it, I, I, growing up with my dad, like you can tell, because he doesn't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know um, it would have been. <laughs> I remember. We no, watched, I snore uh, like a champion. Oh Olympic yeah, we watched Mad snoring. Max. Mad Max was in yeah. theaters. What, that, so that whenever that was, um, mm. Woody wears a yes. BPAP because a, a CPAP is bitch made. <laughs> like, can't, can't handle it. He needs, a, he's close to APAP territory. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, no, BPAP is a is a better CPAP, and now I don't snore at all. I'm like a vampire. Arms like this on my back. I take I, I take slightly more room than a pencil in bed, and uh, not a noise. I'm I, I haven't been able to sleep properly. Back. It feels weird. I haven't slept properly in weeks because my What's going on stupid fucking dog. Hmm. He gets in the bed and he stands in the middle of the bed and then he collapses into <laughs> me hard. Like he's 60 pounds or so, seven, I don't know, maybe more. I haven't weighed him lately. But I'm like, oh, like knocks me over. And I'm like, all right. If I scooch away, he'll scooch into me until we're all the way on the edge. So I can't scooch away because he, what he wants is to lean into me with all of his weight to know that I've got his back over there. So, yeah. so that lasts until he gets hot though. Which doesn't take very long. So he gets to the floor <laughs> on the hardwood and he, he sploots out. That's when mm. you know, the legs stick out the back and he cools off, cools his belly off on the hardwood. That's fine. I don't mind. Well, now we're too cold though. Got to hop back in bed with <laughs> Kyle, sh- collapse into him again. And that happens over and over throughout the night. Sometimes I'm just in the fetal position, basically where my pillows go, like, like just there. And he's got the whole rest of the goddamn bed. Is he's that so Rocky? Long. The Rocky is the the Malamute. He's the old dog, mm-hmm. but Toby is the the yeah. one year old. Toby Bernie might eat Doodle. a sleep study. You know, put some sensors <laughs> on him. See, he might be a CPAP or even a BPAP dog. He doesn't snore. He's just uh, you know he's active throughout the night. He's he's keeping watch, making sure that no intruders come and try to try to mess with me or anything. No no ghouls or goblins. Slip him uh, some edibles. Out. See yeah. if he sleeps through the night. Give him he like killed- a. Give him like a melatonin chew that they make for dogs. See if that knocks him out. You can give him Benadryl. You can just slip that in some cheese. Yeah, yeah actually, not too much though, or he'll trip. All jokes aside, they do have. Uh, I think you guys told Static me about man. it on the show. They Robo tripping like, meds you can give dogs who like freak out or are anxious. Like CBD, oh, yeah. yeah, Xanax, CBD works. Also, melatonin ones. Like at least like I for just, little. I dogs. just blow. I blow vape in their little faces before bed, and that usually tones them down pretty good. Good call. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a strong <laughs> like, ass shit. Come over here, Toby. We're going to shotgun this hit right into your head. <laughs> yeah. He puts his mouth on his nose. Yeah, but it's like, like a it's his like legs that, up. It's, it's that weird shaped dog mouth. So you have to like cover the sides. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, so my uh, Malamute had an ear infection. So I took him to the, the vet. Oh. And and I, I was like, listen, you're the third vet. I'm tired of this. They keep giving me pills and fucking creams and well wishes and i roll my eyes every time because i know this guy has some like bacteria in his fucking ear that's hurting him and we're not killing it. we're just like souping it up every time i was like can we do something different this time because i'm not i don't want any pills and she's like let's do a study let's do a so, so they they sample the bacteria they send it off to uga and they do a uh, culture and they grow this bacteria and then they expose it to a huge spectrum of different antibiotics to see which ones are effective against it. I've got the list downstairs, but essentially anything that ends with psyllin, resistant. Amoxicillin, penicillin, Mm -hmm. lots of psyllins I'd never heard of. 
uh, this long list. And she's like, so we have these drugs we can use that, that it will respond to because they've already tested those drugs against that bacteria and killed it in the lab. So, I don't, I don't, I could get the thing from downstairs. I'm going to get a soda in a minute, but I'll, so I'll find out. But whatever it was, it was $35 and they just put like a, I wasn't there when they did it, but she described it as like a gummy bear type thing that they just popped in his ear that stays in there and just dissolves. And it's a 30 day uh, antibacterial treatment for for that specific. It's staph. It's what it is. That's what it is. That's what it's staff. It's uh, mm. it's staph infection in his ear. So hopefully we get him sorted out because it's pitiful. And then I also asked her, I was like, yo, look at his leg while we're at it because he's got metal showing through his fucking leg. And they don't know what to do about that either. And she's like, oh, we'll pop that right the fuck out of there. And he's like, I'll make a cut here and make a cut there. She's like, Debbie, do we have the drill? <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, Tammy's got a drill. All right, well, tell Tammy we're going to need that drill. Is like, it a DeWalt? A it's a, like, a, I, I swear to God, I made that joke. I was like, I got a, well, I went, I got a DeWalt at home. And they all laughed. <laughs> She's like, no, we get, it's a special medical Just drill. slaying at the vet office. <laughs> oh, those, Just murdering. She, she shows me the x-ray of what's in his leg. And he's got this long oval-shaped piece of stainless steel along um, the, the, the bone in his leg. And then through it, it's got screws. And the x-ray had such uh, fidelity that you could tell what kind of screws we were going to be dealing with. She's like, ah, mm. look at that. It's a hex screw. <laughs> She's like, all right, we know. You can see it so well. It was really cool. So we're going to get his fucking leg operated on as soon as the ear infection clears so, up. What are they pulling? <laughs> Is it just the screws or are they going to pull Taking the, the whole thing out? Um, oh, he's right. also got a steel rod going all the way through the center of the bone. So I think we're going to take all that shit out. Uh, the steel rod, too. I think so. She said that the the bones, she said the bone looks really solid. Um, I think that's the plan to take it all out. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty normal. I've got some hardware in my leg too. And they're like, for me, they just pulled a couple screws because um, I guess active people tend to break their screws. They shear them. Mm. And uh, my orthopedic surgeon, who I see a lot, is like, I have advanced knowledge of you. You're going to break your screws. So we pulled those out. But he left the plate in place. He's like, we don't pull those unless they cause you trouble. Yeah. Nice. But he's got this. having trouble. Yeah, that thing's got to come out of there. I want him to have more fun. He's the, he, I, I love those fucking dogs. I'm still thinking about getting another one. I've, I've been looking at dogs. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it, but I've been looking was, at them. Dude, so I missed a week. It's been two weeks. And I was like, I wonder if Taylor has dogs yet. Not yet. Not he yet. I, I've, I've got one narrowed down pretty good. But I'm not sure. Bichon Frigé. Pull the trigger. It's a Bichon. Yeah. Yeah. A little like, like uh, it, I think it's like four or no. It's like I'm gonna get into a bidding war right now. You're gonna get in a bidding war with me. Well, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have to drive out into the middle of. I, I've been looking at puppies.com, like you told me, trying to find like people with good reviews, and I basically found like very reputable, really really good breeders that sell like these Bichons for like two grand, but that's, that's fucking two grand. And then there's other Bichons that still look pretty, pretty good for like 800 yeah. bucks. And so let me just say, I don't I'll care where they came drive from. Out. So here's what's important to me. I want, I want to, I want them to have the one year genetic fucking flaw. They all have that. Yeah. Yeah. Once we got that, I don't care. Like as long as I don't get there and it's just like a torture factory or some shit, I want to go to a residence where they had a litter of puppies. That's usually, that. that's how I, when I bought Toby, it was like, 
household with children and shit where they had a litter of puppies. It wasn't like a farm where they, you know, like yeah, milled that's what puppies. the that's what the eight hundred dollar one seems to be is like yeah. more of a family thing they're doing. And so either way, I'm gonna have to drive like fucking three I'm hours not, into the middle of Missouri. I'm on a and, different page. I'm not sure I'm right, but I want one from like a champion bloodline. And it's not that I give a shit about championship or dog shows or anything like that. It's that dogs that come from a championship bloodline are like, these are dog enthusiasts trying to create the master dog. And mm-hmm. health is a big part. It depends on the breed, I guess. Like if we're a bulldog, maybe I'm making a mistake. But if it's, I know in the Great Dane world, like they go really crazy on trying to get these like healthy, personable, great dogs. And yeah. when we bought our dogs from backyard breeders, they were yellow labs. Mm-hmm. They both had hip problems and they weren't common. They just, it's common in yellow labs, but I f- wonder if I had gone the whole championship route, if mm. they would have been healthier stock. Maybe that, and my yeah. experience is, and I won't back off of this, that the purchase price of the dog is a pretty small piece of the ownership puzzle. And mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know how much Rocky cost. But I think that he's falling into the pattern that I'm I think he might have been with. free. Not anymore. He's like, no, I'm a couple grand in Rocky. He's a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Rocky's, Rocky's fucking going to have surgeries and operations and special diets. And right. Shit. They but I bet a- if you bought him for two grand, then he was perfect. He'd be cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. But that when I bought Rocky, mind. I knew he was fucked up because he was in the, mm-hmm. you know, he's, I've he's done that too. Fucked up. Um, I was thinking about you the other day because as I look, do this little puppy search or whatever, uh, yeah, Woody, I, I find these uh, Great Dane crossbreeds that are on there, and they're fascinating because mm. I'm—I like to see what what you get when you mix A and B together. That C could be all sorts mm. of crazy stuff. So mm-hmm. they're they're mixing them with like big dogs, like Irish Wolfhounds and stuff, and uh, like like fuzzier dogs and longer haired dogs, and it's real cool to see what comes out. Um, the, the dogs that I'm most interested in are all those weird crossbreeds like Pomskis, half Pomeranian, half Husky. They're, they're so fucking cute. They're Taylor so fucking has cute. me convinced that the like a great Daner doodle. I want to see it. What's that look like? I made that up. I don't know if it's a thing. I want to see that. A but, great doodle. I bet okay. it would improve it. Mixing mix poodles with most dogs makes them better. Yeah. Like, they're cuter. Well, they're you're fluffier. gonna get a, you know, a stepladder yeah. for that for that young man. Can <laughs> 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 that great Dane poon? I want. I, um, like. I would. Ha- I don't want to see where some of those dogs come from because you know they had to put that little tyke up there and like make well, him. Poodles are pretty big. Like that. Am I crazy? Yeah, poodles are pretty. Like a real poodle is a pretty like a standard poodle is not a, a small dog. Like yeah. it's a mid size. Eighty pounds. Sound right? Maybe not quite that. Oh, big, look at but, that motherfucker! Yeah. What is that's he? an Irish was, wolfhound. I think it right? might be a Wolfhound Great Dane. I think that might be why he pulled it It's a it big up. boy. A Dane a Doodle. Dane Doodle. Oh. Oh, oh that's that, a Dane Doodle? That's a great that's a doodle. Cool look, that is a cool looking <laughs> dog. You should do that uh, next. My dogs are way cooler looking than that one. <laughs> but this one, won't, this one won't shed. Oh, He'll take smaller poops. You should get a black guy. lab and then you could have its hair all over your house. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that would bring it everywhere you go, too. Is that what you have, Chris? That's been walking yeah. around behind you, a black lab. It's a little mix, so he's like a little black lab, but that's yeah, he's... all right. This is just a great dame with fuzzy face. That's cute. That's <laughs> that cute looks shit. like it sheds. Look, that he's got like his like shits. ass up on the couch, but he's just touching the ground with his feet, like the like, uh-huh. big dogs do. I that's fun. Don't know for sure if he sheds, but oftentimes the reason that you crossbreed with a doodle is they don't shed. Uh, oh, what happened to that one? He's just sad. <laughs> <laughs> he's got. It looks like he's got some sort of Bell's palsy or something. He needs a hug, man. 
Great Danes hug. If you walk up and hug that dog, he will put his head down on the back of your shoulder. Yeah, that dog's you. had a stroke. They is so scared right now. <laughs> Chris, when you when you stood up, I noticed you have a a magic kit behind you for oh, magic. Oh, the, the Chris Angel Mind Freak magic kit. Do you do you dabble in any magic tricks? Um, my last Chris Angel video, because Chris Angel was like the kind of thing that started my channel or started the mm-hmm. got I'm, me to. I'm sorry. Let's put little. some respect on the man's name, Chris Angel. Mind free, mind free. I'm so sorry. I <laughs> you won't like me. Chris's channel, he's ripping on this guy. <laughs> that was like the I had like 2k subs before I did a video on him, and that's like what did it. And mm-hmm. I back in January went and saw him live. I sat in the front row, like five feet away from that 55 year old man's abs, and <laughs> which they are they're nice, they're but um. Yeah. And then I bought them. I was like, you know, I'm gonna. I filmed that, made a whole thing. I went to the Luxor, did like a whole bit where I went out there and I hired Elvis impersonators to do magic for. And um, <laughs> I learned like three tricks from the magic kit, like very bad. I, I didn't learn. I, I was supposed to be like spending months learning it, and I spent like a month learning it. And so I learned like three tricks from it, and performed it for the Elvis impersonators, and <laughs> did a shit fucking job. <laughs> like you they didn't like, appreciate it. Well. I paid him oh, a lot man, of money you're to appreciate fucking it. Terrible at this. <laughs> Basically, I was like, I told him like, this magic is gonna suck. You can rip on me. The whole point of the video is for like me to look dumb. So like, just yeah. give it to me. And I'm also paying you a lot of fucking money to just be here for a half an hour. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so they did exactly what I wanted them to do. But um, I learned like two card tricks, and then that like turning a red ball into a cube trick, barely. I did it under the table. I was like, "Fucking get in the fucking cube!" Like, kind of that shit. <laughs> Were any and, of them serviceable, or just no? Man, not really. Not really. <laughs> no, it was more so like for the video. I'm like, okay, the fact that I'm in Vegas, I'm seeing Chris Angel. I got the Elvis guys coming up to the room. Like that was like the whole thing of the video. So I'm like, sure. I don't care if I butcher this shit. How much did but, the Elvis guys set you back? Like, I didn't imagine them being super expensive, but I guess only if you hire eight of them. You know, well, only six hundred for a half an hour for each. What? Those guys are raking it in. Were any of them like, was there a little competition or a little competitiveness when you get like six fake Elvises in the same room? Or are, they, are they like all in the same union or something? So I hired two and they didn't know. Like they were different times. Like one was at like one o'clock and the other was at one thirty. So like I was walking the other one out and then like waiting a few minutes and then bringing the other one up. And I didn't tell them because I was like, I don't know if they're going to be offended by this. Yeah. And I, I'm not good with confrontation. So I think there was one like when I was walking the second one up, there was a girl that was in the lobby when the first one came and she was like, oh, it must be Elvis Day here. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, I didn't say anything. Yeah, it's certainly not magic trick day. No, it's not. It's not. It's it's going to I think I was like so fucking tired that or hung over that day, too. And I was like, I got to do magic for these fucking guys. And I barely learned shit. But um, but yeah, that's the that's the magic kit, which like I think I got it brand new for like 40 bucks. And it's like Toys R Us, KB Toys. Basically, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> I don't think Toys R Us or KB Toys are around anymore. Are Toys they? R Us, I think they're coming back. They're like doing a whole thing. Like they were what? like, they went out of business and they're like, we're coming back, kind of. Yeah, Toys R Us has been out of business for a bit. That like made me sad when they went out of business because I remember like how much excitement and joy I had when I was like six and seven. Did and my they grandma play the would jingle take me. for you? The Toys R Us. I want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. Yeah, yeah, I remember the commercials for it. Yeah, and yeah. you walk in and it's all colorful, and they have that delicious 
like zebra color stripe gum that lasts for like two seconds, but it's like a sugar <laughs> blast for two seconds. Mm-hmm. The checkout you could always get like just walking through and seeing all the action figures. And then there's the section with the bikes and the little uh, like Dude, uh, that we get was filled with things that screamed touch me. Just yeah. like the displays, everything was like kid level. It, the, the whole thing seemed engineered to get kids to fall in love with something and then cry in the store. It was. That, yes. <laughs> I don't know why they went out of business with that model. That's effective. That was me. I asked my dad, I'm like, can I buy this Dark Knight toy of Batman? And he was like, I guess. And then we got in the car and he's like, son, it's 2008. It's the the economy's going down. You want me to buy all these toys? And I'm like, why'd you fucking say yes? And <laughs> that was my experience with Toys R Us. Was that dad Damn. or stepdad? Dad. See, stepdad wasn't. Stepdad would have just my... said yes. He wouldn't have, really? he wouldn't have told you <laughs> with this economy, son. Well, that's like, next yeah. time I see him. <laughs> I remember like there were times that I I like trolled my younger brother at Toys R Us because like my mom would drop us off with my grandma. And it'd be like me and my younger brother and my grandma and my mom would be like, don't spoil them. They can get one thing each at Toys R Us. And like I knew full well, like I'm eight, my brother's six. And like I know that like grandma will buy us whatever we want. Mm -hmm. But I also know that like when I'm walking through the store and I like pick out the Bane action figure I want because it's cool and he's got like a bunch of tubes and he's jacked. So I'm like, this guy's <laughs> going to beat the shit. I'm going to take this guy home and I'm going to have him fight the street sharks. It's going to be great. And then my, my brother would pick one of his things out and then he'd be like, grandma, can we get another thing? And my, my grandma would always be like, well, sure you can get whatever you want. And I'd be like, mom said one thing. <laughs> oh my God. Like mom said one thing. We should probably stick to one. And he would get so upset. about it. He'd be like, no, she said we can get more. And like, generally we both end you up have getting told stories of concussing your brothers and leaving them in bloody pulps and this is the worst thing you've done to them accidentally i injured my brothers you're playing <laughs> wwe or whatever it was called and that was an Did accident. i make up an incident where you like big big wheeled into a tree or wagoned into a tree i did or I, I pushed him down a big hill in a wagon and i didn't mean for him to hit the tree it like was happenstance <laughs> that he hit the tree there was one giant tree one giant willow tree in the yard and that was the only thing he hit if he would have gone <laughs> two feet to the left two feet to the right would have been 100 percent fine and like i didn't See, aim him at that tree guys so. that grew up with brothers are just tougher like, like i just didn't have that I had nobody to compete with me, right? So I always won, mm-hmm. right? Like there was nobody to push <laughs> me beyond my limits. Although to be fair, Is your sister younger my, or older? Younger, but oh. you know, she wasn't going to do any of the things that I was going to be interested in anyway. I was like mm-hmm. shooting shit and jumping shit. And, if like, she was three years older than you, she might have the advantage on you till you turned eleven or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. but we're gonna be doing different shit. Like, like I, I mean, like I need somebody that, to like roughhouse with. You know what I mean? Like I remember the first time I went to a friend's house who had brothers. Uh, I went to um, what was that kid's fucking name? They were from Alaska. That's all. That's what I remember the most about them. They had come here from Alaska, and uh, it was him and his brother. His brother's name was Patrick. Doesn't matter now. But went down to their basement, and they had like a great fucking basement. There was carpet down there, and it was finished and everything. And they had just toys wall to wall. I mean, there were Legos on the floor, which seemed like a bad idea, and I couldn't understand why until the lights mm. all shut off, and there was a game that I didn't know <laughs> the rules to that had just begun. <laughs> And it was called, <laughs> and it was called Barefoot Lego. 
lights out karate man. <laughs> and, and both of them had armor and weapons <laughs> that they had slunk off to dark corners and put on all of a sudden. And now we were going at it free. For, to be fair, they didn't gang up on me, but I didn't know we were in a fight at all. <laughs> didn't know that the game was going to be played. No, I was so scared when his mom yelled down dinner time. I was like, thank God. <laughs> I remember going to my buddy's house in like, this was maybe seventh grade. So like 12, 13 years old. And like I've said, like me and my brothers, like we never actually fought like punches, things like that. Never, never happened. I'll do ads after this. But, and so like, I always had it in my head that like, that was an exaggeration. Like brothers don't really punch each other in the face. They don't really fight like that. Like that's a TV thing. And I went over there and my buddy, Josh, who was a very strong kid and his brother, Nick, who was also a strong kid, uh, we go up to Josh's room and he's like, Taylor, we're going to play and 64. And I was like, all right, I'm down. And then we go up there. There's only one controller. And he's like, Nick, where's the other controller? And he's like, it's my controller. You can't use it. And he's like, I've guessed over and we want to play N64 together. And he's like, you get, you get your own second controller. He's like, I don't have a second controller. Like they're fighting like already. And I'm like, we can go outside. We can do any number of things. <laughs> like we can, like it's a nice day. We're, we're 12, 13. And like he put his brother, like he hit him a couple times and then put him in like a absolutely ruthless full Nelson. Jesus. Like a, like <laughs> where you put your arms under their arms and you put, your hands on the back of their neck and you can like crank their head down and yeah. he's like it was my controller it's my controller <laughs> <laughs> and he's like give me the controller me and tyler want to play in 64 and like he like he like like throws him like into the bottom of the what are you bed. doing during this just watching i'm watching, watching. I'm watching he didn't want to like work his ribs while he was in that no, i was like i was like i think at the time saying like i saw you have like a basketball hoop we can like shoot hoops. <laughs> <laughs> i'd never been to this guy's house before this is my this is the one and only time i went to this guy's house and he like he got in a full-on fucking fight with his brother until his brother like started crying and because because understand he was being beat he was being beaten <laughs> Like, like savagely. And then like their mom had to come up and I expected because of my perspective on it, like this is going to be a big brouhaha. Like the mom's going to come up here. She's going to see these two, you know, at each other's throats, like throwing uh, fucking kidney shots at each other. And she came up and was just like, this is how you behave in front of company. I thought I raised you better. And then like that was that was it. And That's then he probably went, a good he, move, he though. It worked, didn't it? And we played a little N64. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to come back to Josh's house. <laughs> like, right. If I hang out with Josh because he was a cool guy, he's going to come to my house, you know, where, yeah. where we're a bit more civilized. But hmm. I just realized I'm very over on the ads. So we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful, wonderful sponsors. This episode of PKA is brought to you by Pharodistro.com. Pharodistro.com, link below, folks. Do you want to get high? Like really, really high? Then get your ass over to ferrodistro.com and try out the new Dab X Go. Say goodbye to messy dabbing with its sleek magnetic titanium design. This revolutionary electronic dab rig will take you to highs you've only dreamt of. Get it exclusively at ferrodistro.com with discount code PKA20 for 20% off. And if you're searching for the perfect concentrate to put in your DabX, dive into Ferro Distro's THCA Diamond Sauce or the fan favorite HHC is Better Dabs. Fly high, mess free. Get yours at ferrodistro.com. Don't forget, use code PKA20 for 20% off your entire order. Please use responsibly, uh, particularly the very strong edibles. 
said it before, say it again. These 500 milligram, 300 milligram edibles, they're accurately dosed. Don't fuck with them if you don't have the tolerance for it or if you buy and if you fucking insist on buying these anyways, take tiny, tiny little bites, guys. Uh, but if you just want to get a more reasonable high, check out the HHC is better uh, carts. This is a much gentler way to get high. If that's not quite your speed, check out the dab. That little bubble in there is the most convenient way ever to actually mm. fill a dab rig. You're not like carving up like nonsense. You can just kind of like boop, put put a few drops in and you're good to go. You're muted, Kyle. It's super, super convenient. And we've said this before with the edibles. Of course, PKA 20, 20% off. Get yourself the dab X, get the edibles, get the, the smokables, the whole thing. Um, but if you're intimidated by the very high dose edibles like this package with 2,500 milligrams of ropes in it. Uh, eight little lengths of it. Yes, Kyle eats lengths of it because it, he's got a high tolerance. But they've got 25 milligram normally dosed edibles as well. Uh, check those out if that's more your speed. But if you're a, a, a Kyle level titan of tolerance, then check these out. Check the sour belts. A, Unbelievably so if you strong. Get the, uh, if, you, if you're curious about that 2,500 milligram rope, so, oh, everybody's fingers are different lengths. Well, I did about a <laughs> finger's length of that rope, and uh, I bit it off there. Um, so you want Kyle fingers. I wear extra large gloves. Figure it out. And um, that, and that, sent, that night when it kicked in, I was sitting on the couch watching Star Trek, the new season of the, – or the last season of um, – the current season of, uh, of the new Star Trek. And it hit me, this intense wave of, in, of just – Highness, just I could feel my forehead. It felt like there was a bubble in my forehead. The way those, what are those, um, those whales that have the big squishy fucking <laughs> beluga? Uh, beluga yeah. It felt like I had a beluga whale squishy spot in the middle of like my whole frontal lobe had just hollowed out, and I was just like, I went, ooh, ooh. <laughs> like that. And she was like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "I just got hit with a real big wave of intense highness." She's like, "What does that mean?" I was like. It's like you're standing in the ocean and, and you feel that strong current hit you and keep moving and, and you're okay now. And you're and I'm steadying up, but I know there's another one coming. <laughs> I was so goddamn high from that thing. So, so a finger sling. A so finger, it sounds like two, the whole rope is 2,500 milligrams. Yeah, that baffles me because I, I measured it with my dick and I barely felt anything. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, it. this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that rope is 25 heavy doses of, of uh, some, oh, there some were real strong of doses. Yeah. Do, do, not yeah. take, do not take a Kyle finger of it to start because Kyle's tolerance is ridiculous. And if he's getting beluga brained, off of it then there's there's no way you want to be because if, like. if it beluga brained kyle i'd be asleep till pkn i'd be asleep for four days if i took that much like i so again so, edibles so stick to woody's dick as your measurement but yeah the hhc is better or the delta eight is better uh carts much gentler if you're not feeling the edibles this episode also brought to you by blue chew Let's talk about sex. Guys, shouldn't you always be at your best? 2023 is the year to maximize your performance in the bedroom. 
Listen up, BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Bluetooth tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free, free folks, when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code PKA to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. $5 for shipping and you get three pills if it's the same as it was a good while ago uh kyle recommends the tadalafil which is all i've ever tried uh, i trust his judgment on that so uh take the kyle recommendation if you please uh five dollars in shipping and you can see if blue chew is right for you pka at checkout just to pay the five bucks in shipping this episode also brought to you by another penis pill lock and load the premium premium ejaculation increasing supplement that's taking the world by storm so you need to be on this if you're not already. Nine pills, nine easy pills a day. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine easy pills a day. And that's what you want to do. But it's really five, nine because you take five and you the put them together. Four, it's, it's less than the size of a toad. It's yes. No big deal. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a palm full of pills, folks. So. And that's how you can tell that we're playing for keeps here. So take the palm, take the five pills in the morning, take the four at night, and you are going to be reaching heights and spurting further and harder and bigger than you God, ever you have before. If we were trying to fool your it's asses, so much. we'd tell you to take one pill, and it would have taken no time at all to make this product. But because we're autistic, we made sure that we made an actual cum product that works. Any, anytime you see like a porn advertisement for some nonsense, ha! <laughs> yes. They fucking wish they had the proprietary blend that we have going here. They wish they had the research that we put into it. They wish that they had the efficacy that we boast. But it's a lock and load thing. So check it out. Code PKA, code JIZ. Get 10% off lock and load. Get 10% off protein powder, pre-workouts, weight loss supplements, all the wonderful things, energy drinks over at Derek's site, GorillaMind.com. PKA or Jizz, like I said, 10% off all of that, but lead off with lock and load. Check it yeah, out I, and be sure to leave a positive review for us. In there was talks initially. On lock and load, you will notice a difference. In four weeks, it's comically effective. And I think we say six. In four weeks, you're pl- in yeah. six weeks, your plumber will notice the difference. <laughs> yes. it's, if uh, you have a septic tank instead of a plumbing, <laughs> beware. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you, you, it's not one of those things where it's like, Oh, buy the second bottle and you'll, you'll get even more like by the end of the first month, you will be most of the way there to, oh, to where you're going to get. If you like, Am I wrong? I think it might so. be like, you might get a bit more after like a couple oh. more weeks, but like a month of taking it, you are, you're fucking you're there. Oh my it's God. Not, it's not day 28 and 29. You're like, Oh wow. Like, no, you're, you're going to notice this stuff. Stay hydrated folks. Stay hydrated yeah. as well. I, that's, that's key. Mm-hmm. That is key. That's key for everything. Everything in your body requires hydration, I've heard. Yes. You don't have to drink water. Drink Coke. It's fine. Drink any amount of Dr. diet. Dr. Pepper. Yes. Caffeine-free. <laughs> so they say. Some people All are it saying is caffeine-free. sparkling free. water with some brown in it. Come on. A little bit of brown 40. 
That brown 40 is good. Is that the tie? <laughs> a little, little brown Could 40. Be. <laughs> I don't know what they put in there to make it brown. You know that off-putting when it's clear, though. Remember clear Pepsi? It, I didn't want it. It no. shouldn't taste that way. Crystal Pepsi? No, is that, that what it was called? Yeah. I remember it was clear. Yeah, that was like was a clear Pepsi, a but it, it made a crystal. Yeah. They, they kept bringing it, back, bringing it back, but it's weird for a clear drink to taste like a cola. It should be brown. Yeah, you're right. Cola you know, should speaking, be brown. Speaking of your guys' as a weed sponsor, um, I had tried one of your previous ones at some mm. point. Um, it was the bears. Yeah. And I ate up to the feet or the shins regularly. And one night I got some actual dispensary because we have legal weed in Illinois. So I got mm-hmm. some dispensary gummies and I was used to like the 45 minute ish time from the gummies, like the bear gummies. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that the dispensary ones kick in a lot quicker, like 20 minutes. Oh, I didn't know that. So, oh, well, the ones that I had did. And mm-hmm. I drove to a Casey's gas station and I was like, you know, I'll get a slice of pizza. And right as I was reaching for that slice of pizza, I was like, man, this is taking a long time <laughs> to get this slice of pizza into my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is like really hard right now. And I realized that that shit had kicked in in the Casey's General Store. And I had, I think it was a 20 minute visit to Casey's <laughs> to get just like two slices of pizza <laughs> and a fountain pop. And that was probably the worst visit to a gas station I've ever yeah. had. Yeah. You scary. don't want to be high as shit at Casey's. Nope. Dude, I have to go through this whole I have a whole inner pep talk that I have to give myself in scenarios like that. It's like, all right, first of all, bro, it's not that no one's looking at you, it's that no one has a reason to yet. So (laughs) yeah. I knew something was wrong because like the guy working the pizza stand at Casey's was like looking at me weird. I'm like, if he's looking at me like I'm high, then like I'm high. Because that guy's probably high too. That guy's at the pizza guy at Casey's. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, bro, you, you fucking. I don't know. If, like, I, I don't know where all Casey's is. It's like a, it's a, it's almost like corn like town, smaller Bucky's kind of thing. Like a, a, it's a nice little, like a quick trip almost. It's like yeah, like a quick trip, like a gas station that has a little mm-hmm. restaurant side to it. But some, some, like you said, you're from Illinois. Like I know mm-hmm. back when because I'm in Missouri, where. I knew people who would go to Illinois before we legalized it here and would buy it there. And like I everyone I know who did that literally did it once and was like, fuck Illinois weed and their prices. I'm just going Mm -hmm. to buy from drug dealers. And then now that it's legal in Missouri, I've heard of people in Illinois driving here. Really? Because our prices are so much better than Illinois. I don't know how, but they really (laughs) fucked. Like, yeah, something in Illinois yeah. they did, like, it's so much more expensive than other It's places. gotten better than it was when it started. Like, when it started, it was really bad. But now it's like you can go there and, like, it's decent. Like, most of my friends that are all potheads still have dealers and stuff that they get it from because it's, like, still way cheaper. But it's gotten a lot better. But when you go to, like, Denver, like, we took a trip mm-hmm. in June, me and my friends, and it's like, they're like, you want a pen for $7? And, like, it's so fucking cheap out there. Yeah, and it'll be strong as fuck. It'll be strong as fuck. I I had like a two or three year tolerance break, and then I went out there a couple years ago, and I had big (laughs) plans. I had big plans on. I was like, yeah, we'll do this on this day. We'll do that on this that that day. And I hit that pin that I bought. I bought a whole gram, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was like, oh my god, I'm on a morphine trip. I can't do anything but watch (laughs) movies and giggle. (laughs) I'm probably going to be going to the track. Yeah, so fucking strong. Uh, it's shocking, um, especially if you had have like no tolerance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so so strong. I usually don't. But like... Illinois weed is garbage. I, I um I've driven up to Illinois to get to have like a weedcation before, and it was the worst weedcation ever. 
it was terrible. First of all, the drive from Atlanta to, I don't know, the bottom of um, Illinois. Yeah, Southern Illinois. Get, yeah. Is we went to the shit. bottom of Illinois. That's like the lowest point possible, right? You know, I'm just, I'm just looking for a dispensary and like a place You're... to hang out. <laughs> And uh, barely into oh, it was so it was so expensive and it was so bad, it, it made no sense. And most one of the dispensaries in particular, I was in their parking lot reading the reviews, and they were so scary. I was a little intimidated <laughs> to even go in there. It was like the security guard had his hand on his pistol the whole time. It wasn't even buckled down. I was just trying to get high. To be honest, I was already high. So that was really scary for me. And he barked <laughs> at me when, when I dropped my ID. And it's like, and it, that wasn't like an isolated event. One person after another was like, their security guard is scary. <laughs> I'm, I'm out there like, fuck, oh, all right. Put our game face on. We got to go deal with the scary security guard, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like that, but it was like, eh, come through this gate. Mm -hmm. All right, show your fucking ID. <laughs> all right, he's good. He's clean. Wave him through, and a door opens for a second. You're in the room, and you're like, "Huh? Can I? Am I allowed to touch things in this room, or is there a no. gate I go through? Like, pick something off the iPad. <laughs> I that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you go over to a fucking iPad, you buy your thing, and it goes up on a big board like a deli, and you mm -hmm. go up there and get your shit once it's been brought out of a safe, I'm sure, and passed two different hands, and then handed to a guy through a little hole in the wall. It's like, dude, this is not. I haven't done. I haven't seen any like armed guards at the ones in Missouri at all. Like there's I remember no armed seeing ones them here. Like there's Colorado, guards, but they're not they're armed. All armed. They're like in they're Illinois. like that kind of security where it's like they're just they have the shirt. <laughs> uh, That's about it. I bet if I like went to a dispensary like down in the city of St. Louis, mm -hmm. they'd it'd probably be I'd probably have a guard. Some of the ones in Denver I, I went so. to like a few Everybody's years got ago. Cash like, money. It's like a liquor store, but it's like you have to go. It feels like a District Nine kind of thing like where you walk through and it's like the dirtiest looking room you've ever been in and then they buzz you through and then it's like a liquor store with weed like they're just yeah. everywhere the the ones yeah. here that i've gone to are like nice and clean and you know it could be maybe it's just so early in the process mm -hmm. that they haven't gotten shitty and dirty yet but the one here in my town's like so it, it's a lot better like it used to be like more like prison but now it's like they actually bought the whole building now and they have like a nice storefront. It's a lot better to go in than it was when we when had it legalized. They, the, the laws are fucked though, still about where you can smoke weed. You've got to be in your own residence or it's like such a weird loopholey mm -hmm. nonsensical thing that, and, and look, it's not like you're getting busted on the street. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not hey, worried about that. Are you describing Georgia or more Colorado, Denver, Colorado, Colorado, the state, um, you gotta smoke oh. in your house. Like, 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 but, but the, like I said, they're not going to bust you on the street. What I'm saying is you can't have a business that's open for the purposes of people coming there and smoking in the open because mm -hmm. that is against the law and you can't have a business running that's breaking the law, right? And we're going to organize crime now or some shit. Uh, we end up recode like Trump. So if you just want to like come there and smoke weed, it's hard to find a legal way to do that. Like if you had a layover and you just want to, mm. hey, I'm here and I have my car out there. It's a, I, I have an Uber and I have money. How do I get high? And it's kind of hard to make that happen. And I think before our Airbnb was available, we found this like weed cafe. And it was so weird how like they were left hand was shaking the right to make mm -hmm. the businesses yeah. not be this. I don't know what the laws are exactly, but it was clear that some things were considered serving food and some things were considered like, you know, the basket of peppermints at a gas station. So, mm -hmm. so they mm -hmm. were riding that line. Yeah, we've got snacks and drinks over there. 
And it's like, man, that's the worst snacks and drinks I've ever seen. It's like Nature Valley bars and peppermints and bottles yeah. of water and shit. It's like, it's like I just spent two hundred dollars on weed right through that little curtain area over there. Like, that's like a completely. They can business. enjoy it with a hot tap soda. <laughs> they're like, no, 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 that's a whole different business you stepped into over there. That's a whole different building, even. And it's like, oh, okay. It was this nonsense way of doing it, and we were in a room with like concrete block walls, like school again, and like a shitty TV on the wall. And I'm like. And we spent a lot of money to come in here and smoke in this dirty ass room. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, like I can girls. tell you that like nobody is taking it seriously because like going downtown now, like to a blues game or like the I went to a one of the St. Louis soccer team games. It was a pretty fun actually. Like it just outside of those places just reeks like weed. So people yeah. are not obeying the law. Well, we needed an inside space was the thing, and we didn't have one available yet because. You know, we didn't just want to stand in the hot sun outside and smoke weed on the was side this, of the road, which was the alternative. Was this after prison? Shit, I don't remember, man. It was like we were smoking a lot of weed during that during that <laughs> period. Yeah, this had to be right after. I think maybe that's when we landed. Because you're real law abiding in this story, and I'm like, couldn't you just well, walk yeah, in the streets? It seems like people do. I feel like if I walked well, down Denver, I'd smell pot. Well, it was also like I think we had like a they had bongs you could use maybe I don't remember exactly what we were smoking. Hmm. We wanted to be indoors. It was hot, summertime. Oh, um, okay. You know, so it was like part of the motivation. Sweat your balls out, and we didn't have anywhere to go either. We need like somewhere to chill before the Airbnb like finished its cleaning or whatever to to let us in. We can go to know, Vegas because Vegas, like when we when I went in January, like I think they've had it legal for a little while now, and yeah, like getting to Chris Angel's show was like through the Planet Hollywood Mall, and since you can just smoke cigarettes inside there, which is like, that was crazy to me. It, I haven't been like around that since like I was at a TGI Fridays as a kid, but like it's just weed inside the mall everywhere. Really? Like you just, we're walking down the mall and it's like, you just smell weed. Like people are just smoking inside and nobody gives a shit. That's, I haven't been to Vegas in a minute. Like it's been years and years now. Um, I, don't, I never have a real good time there. Uh, I, yeah, I really it, don't. I don't like the dry air and, mm. Like, I don't need all of that to gamble, you know? Like, I just need a room with a table in it. So mm-hmm. so I, we could gamble out, out on the outskirts of town. That I'd be okay with that. But I don't want to play in that kind of game either. So the gambling's kind of out. Wait, wait, I'm that not, kind of game? Like an official, like, I, I oh, don't you... like dealing with, like, the dealer and the amount that they, they pinch the pot. Um, in a private game, it's a lot easier to... to your odds of making money are a lot better because there's that they're not pinching as much money from the pot every time they take small amounts and most of that is go, goes into paying uh well it depends at the at the uh i don't know what they do at casinos i don't know off okay. the top of my head but it, it depends on how big the pot is so if a pot uh, amount it's like oh on pots that are x amount we take this amount and it's like fuck that's, you're just taking the money right out of my pocket but in a private game or the ones that I played in, most of the money that was coming out of the pot went to buying the decks of cards that we would go through continuously. Like might go through a, a new deck every hand because somebody mm. get mad and tear their fucking cards up or, you know, there was a, and everybody's buying. There was a lot of money flowing around. You didn't mind if they pitched $10. It was paying the dealer mostly. And right. we're, dude, we're, the dealer would make, the dealer would usually come out being the third or fourth winner, biggest winner for the night because he's getting so many tips and he's pinching the pot for, you know, he's like, I think it was like $5 out of a hundred, like some minuscule amount of money. And then you tip him if he, you know, yeah, you a good if hand. you're doing really Same well. Thing. Yeah. I, you're like, he's taking money right out of my hand. 
like he can't take money out of my hand, that pot goes to the winner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just never had fun in Vegas. I don't like the stuff that it that it uh, provides to people because I feel like I can get that somewhere else. I don't know. I don't like prostitutes either. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna go there and get a prostitute. I haven't been to Vegas since I was like 15, so I, I think the idea of it is alluring to me. Like this, I don't know. I want to gamble in places where the ceiling is four stories high and there's a show and there's and I can roll like I can whatever lose some money at blackjack and then they send me over to watch Penn and Teller or something like that. Sure. Yeah, I haven't. You know, to be fair, that's what I should have done. Is I should have been watching more shows. <clears throat> um, I do always hit the buffets. That's probably my favorite thing really good prices a long time ago they were so i don't know like 80 dollars would get you in and it was like all you can eat shellfish and 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 really good beef and like like creme de la creme stuff for for like 80 but there's like definitely levels to it i guarantee there's a 20 dollar buffet that's fantastic yeah yeah or or a 200 dollar buffet that's insane Back in the day, and this isn't relevant, these numbers anymore, but like in the 90s, $5 and you'd have like, oh shit, <laughs> all you could eat steak and lobster and everything. It was a loss leader. It was a reason to go to the casino. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'd have yeah, to I go don't... like for not like a video, like actually just go and like do shit, like just not have a thing to do, just to go and like enjoy everything. That's fair that's too. Like, I think I've always been working yeah. when I was there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I was like stressed out about Chris Angel and Elvis one and two and we didn't like we wanted to go to like one of those gun ranges where you can just shoot everything yeah I've done in that. time yeah like one of those things i want to do they're wildly expensive aren't they they're like, way too expensive yeah like, if you want to go somewhere and shoot guns you'd be better off like finding a gun youtuber and cuddling up to him because he has a private range you could mm-hmm. go to and like make a video with him and show it to your subscribers and it'd be worth his time to do that and you get to shoot all of his shit just pay for the ammo mm-hmm. i guarantee any gun tuber who's got your subs or lower would be like yeah okay well, i know like, like harley like, went to go to him with later. an idea you go to him with an idea where we're gonna you know a, a plan to, to shoot a thing and you could absolutely make that happen mm-hmm. but if you go and pay especially with the just the ammo prices going and having fun shooting even if you have a place for free to go shoot like i'm describing is going to be expensive because the cost mm-hmm. of ammo right yeah. But if you got to go to Vegas and pay one of those places, I've gone to those places, not, you know, with someone else paying before. And my understanding was it was a very expensive day of shooting. You know, it's, yeah, it's not I think you could spend $1,500 to fire like a fully auto gun. And you realize you've spent $1,500 for less than a minute of fun. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Even even that, I've like, done even that. Just like being at like indoor ranges, like with a guy behind me, like that's, I've done that before. And I don't like I had a guy at a range in town where I went and shot and I had like Freddie W's evil twin behind me yelling at us <laughs> the whole time, being like, eh, 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 like the whole time, whenever like you did any little thing. And like, I'd rather just be like outside somewhere where yeah. like you just not give a shit. Yeah, yeah I'm with that's... you. Most of my shooting is in that environment and it kind of sucks. Like, I, they've given me shit and I didn't even do anything wrong. They're like, mm-hmm. eh, eh, um, I thought you were going to touch it. It's like, fuck, I've been yelled at for this because you thought I was mm-hmm. going to do something. This sucks. Even like yeah. the thought of like them saying like before you even do anything, just knowing that they're watching you, it's like I don't even like that feeling like makes you on edge a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think anybody's ever corrected me on anything. Um. But but I wouldn't like that to be watched. Mm-hmm. I know we we did this thing in uh at this 
the place we went, Woody, I went back a second time that put that oh, training yeah, ground yeah. in Arkansas. Very cool. I went back a second time and they had a, um, a shoot house where you kind of go room to room clearing targets with a, with a, like a AR 15 real gun. And, and there's a, a viewing platform, like observation level above you so that you can be observed and how and graded. And so I had a cameraman up there and I had GoPros on the guns and everything. And I, I was, I had so many questions before we started because I was, I was like, well, not, I can shoot all these walls. Really? Are you sure? It's like, Oh yeah, that's what they're for. And I'm like, I've just never been in an environment like that. It was so weird to, to know that like you're free to shoot everything in there is a target. And like, are we, are we a hundred percent sure? I was, yeah. I, before we started, I went, yeah. Is anyone in this building? <laughs> Please <laughs> <And> cry. <laughs> like I'm going. Walls are permeable. Like that bullet's going to go somewhere after it leaves. I don't think that. these were. Oh, okay. This okay. was a special like shoot house. Like they were above me, like filming and and like watching. I imagined and... it like a paintball. You know, a paintball to whip up a cheap building with some like two by fours and maybe drywall or not. You know, maybe that maybe some uh, not even plywood. You know the the big chippy stuff they put like under the, the carpet. furniture like the ikea stuff yeah that worst fiberboard oh, stuff but, yeah but like i think it's called abs but i'm not sure anyway they use that cheap plywood shit on the walls and you could shoot yeah. right through it i'm like i don't know what's safe no what's that's the, that's oh. a, i know that shoot house. that kind yeah, of thing my second it home. was uh well, it, it was all indoors scary. it was all indoors and all the walls stopped bullets like and they, mm. they were going through a maze of rooms sort of like it was like an office building and there'd be good guys and bad guys it was real fun um, I don't think I ever used that footage. I'm glad you took me to that weekend, by the way. I appreciate it. I yeah, well, I think we were both invited. I, I don't. I, I was. That was a lot of fun. I think you got me an invite. It's possible. Either way, I had a, had a yeah. real good time. That was that was a a silly uh, thing to be a part of. That was that was cool to see. I, I remember that um, that huge platform that they were shooting the sniper rifles off of was cool. Yes. I don't think I got to do that. I think I got pulled away, and some person wanted to meet me, and I don't think I got to do that. Hmm. Maybe. <sighs> it was neat. I wonder. Uh, I wonder what Mo was up to these days. He was the he was the one behind that, I think, or he had mm -hmm. like tickets for it or something. I don't. I don't I think know. He I financed don't... it. It's possible that too. It's possible that he too. definitely financed those dinners, and they weren't nothing. Those were some expensive dinners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, Mo Mo was fun. He you know he came and he was there when they came to my house in Livonia and we filmed some stuff down there. So he got to meet Jeremy. So he got to have lunch with Jeremy one day, and I was just sitting with my arms crossed, looking over there at Mo, a man worth ten or twenty million dollars, a man who owns a considerable percentage of Maxim Magazine, among other things, who has all these ESPN hookups, and he's involved with all these HBO programs, and he's got this big office building that he's got a floor in, and it and in uh, in New York, like the the big part of New York where the buildings are to quote <laughs> Michael Scott. Um, and it's like, there he is in this little diner in Livonia, Georgia, chatting it up with Jeremy. Who's <laughs> dude? Who's this empty headed goober. And Jeremy's just like, Oh yeah, you're going to love it here. You're going to love it here. Have you seen the lake? <laughs> <laughs> the trick to holding buckets of chicken shit, Mo, hear me out. You need two, one in each hand. Otherwise you get lopsided. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I love, I, I like Mo a lot. Cause like you said, like he, he, we were paying for those. He was paying for those crazy expensive dinners with famous people in Manhattan. And then he was on my dad's chicken farm having a blast while they watched them waterboard me and, and, and uh -huh. shit in dad's and uh, dad's um, shop over there. Mo's a good guy. 
Mo's an example to me. People hate the rich, right? Eat the rich is something I see on Reddit all the time, things like that. And I'm like, do you know any rich people? They're charming. Charming as fuck. <laughs> rich people don't usually get that way without the ability to, like, I don't know, get along with the people in their circle. Oh, I think he owned this, I guess it's a business. It was this vertical parking thing in New York. We went to this place and his car got pulled. I'd never seen anything. It looked like something out of that futuristic Will Smith movie with the AI. His car like came out of a fucking Rolodex in the wall and it fucking lowered it down to us and we got in that thing. And I was like, how much does that cost? Like a month, like imagining it's rent at least. Mm. He's like, oh, I own that business. It's like, fuck. <laughs> and was he the, took us were in. the wheels always down? Like the Rolodex remember. implies that like it flipped over oh, or something. The, the car, it was vertical, like stacking thing of cars and they would like, roll come down oh, okay. to you it was something mm -hmm. like that we've but seen then, those in you know, japan mm -hmm. he took us for like a tour of new york he took us through you know all the touristy shit he just he it was nice to be in a car with a new yorker with him pointing out it's like that there's where um what's the beetle where, where the one that was killed lennon like showed us where he was shot i think like a bunch of bunch of bunch of corners like that, that. times square and a bunch of other shit it might not have been it may have been where i think he pointed out where uh, he's just Yoko lying <laughs> and that's where and that's where john Gotti was shot and it's like really? we're, we're on the highway you know like, jsk was, was shot this here, is where right? king kong fell i'm pretty yeah. sure that was texas i-90 <laughs> yeah but yeah real good guy I, I, that, that was that, that was uh that was that was a lot of fun Jer i wonder what jeremy's doing now i haven't talked to him in a minute I think I, I don't know if I told you this or, or anybody, but I was on probation, at, like the scary time of my probation where I was getting random piss tested. And Jeremy called, like, texts me like, hey, can, can we talk? Which I hate because mm. I would only send you that if it was a big deal or mm. I'd, 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 as an addendum. Woody's great about this. No big deal. Just want to chat. Like, add that on there. So I'm not sweating the call now. It's oh, great I to get hate that. ambush calls. Because yeah. if Woody's a sick, huge problem, yeah. Like if Woody's sick, like that's you know my mind goes to like scary stuff. Like like oh maybe Woody's ill or Woody need you know some problem. But Woody's like no, nah, just light chatter, you know. And I'm ah oh, cool. I won't be worried going into this conversation. But mm -hmm. uh, rewind me a little bit. Where, where, where are we going with that? Jeremy called Jeremy. you and didn't tell you why. Jeremy calls so so I call Jeremy, and he starts beating around the bush. And he asked me if I know where to get some weed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm on probation right now. Like, like, like the trial is pending for, for, for this thing. Like, dude, are you insane? I cuss him out and I hang up on him. And he texts me back a day later, like a meaningful amount of time later. And with this clearly well thought out and prepared paragraph. I apologize for the misunderstanding we had yesterday. I'm like, who's typing this? <laughs> we don't know them words. I apologize for the misunderstanding we had yesterday. I was asking about collard greens when I said green. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry you misunderstood. I understand why you're angry. But do you know any good collard green recipes? And... Don't even tilt your head like maybe he was asking about collard greens the whole oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. Was, I, I think he's was doubling down. He clearly asking about weed the first time. But somebody had said, like, picked up his phone and, like, helped him over there. And I was like, <laughs> I don't even, I'm not replying to that. Good job. I, I, Good job. I have a suspicion. He was like, hey, Kyle, I get that you can't answer my pot questions, but do you know, like, who sells collard greens in the yeah. area? Oh, we've, yeah. we've, 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 we
an uncrackable I, I, code that, <laughs> that the feds are going to be like, well, he's not, he's just eating healthy. Like he's, <laughs> we can't get him on this. He just likes the veggies with lots of iron. Uncrackable. Yeah. I would, I, I don't even want to say what I, what I would call weed privately because no one noticed it, I suppose ever, because you know, it sounded like something innocuous when one game by in trouble, but don't call it green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't call it green, you dummy. Uh, and and don't ask me at all because I have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. That was the yeah. whole problem. That's why I got in trouble because I didn't know where to get weed. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, it's that's tough true. once you're you like out know. of school. I feel like when you're in school, you just sort of, especially college, like you got kind of a big network of people that you mm -hmm. know, and you can find someone who knows where to get the weed. If in I like, my world back through my phone contacts, I can find. All the years of like drug dealers where it's like, like if I go to the D's, there are so many people named Dealerson in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> in there. Uh, there's this one guy who like, uh, he would like did Uber and he would like deliver weed to you. And so it was just this guy that like, it, I never changed his contact, but it was just like Jack's Uber and Bud. And like that, like a friend sent me the contact and like, I guess that would, like now there's just no point to any of that. If you live in a legal state, like if, oh. if you live in a legal state that doesn't have retarded prices, there's no reason mm -hmm. to buy it illegally. I'm like, sure it's, don't, I'm sure don't do people that. People still do to some extent, or they just sell. Not anyone I know. Everyone I know just buys it at the fucking the store. store. Yeah. I mean, like my friends, like they you all are a classy from, like, guy. True. People like around us, but like, I still just go to the dispensary. Cause I'm like, I can get anything I want. Like they have so much mm -hmm. different shit. That you can actually yeah. like pick and choose. Like is I'm not it just getting to like, you though. I I don't like weed for the most part. Like uh, I'm like pretty like if I'm drinking like I'll do it, but like if I don't, then I just sit and like stare at the wall for four hours. So like I usually don't. But like I've got I'll a take like a light dummy. What's that? So Taylor, I know you've got the dab X. Um, yes. It, it, if you uh, if you ever find yourself running low of uh, those little peas of uh, of concentrate they sent us you can get concentrate that are these little crystals and it looks like rock salt like and you can huh. break and you can just beep, drop it in there like a little and and i keep set i i pretend like it's a dilithium crystal and i'm in star trek firing up the fucking enterprise's warp drive i fucking put the little cone back on there get those neutrons focused put the mm -hmm. cap on there fire up Time put it on red up. put it on red you put it on red uh i have no, is red the hottest or the least hot? I don't remember. I would imagine it's the hottest. I'm really hoping so. I don't. I think I do the second hottest one, which I think it might be white. Yeah, or green. White green or green, one hottest. of those. Yeah, and then there's blue as well. Yeah, I love that Dab X. That's, that's the... I cleaned it today with some acetone, but it didn't quite clean. Maybe it mine well isn't that white. high then because I have it on white. Maybe I'm Go only at like the second tier. I, it's working no, great with white. So. Oh, well, then leave it alone. Yeah. Well, I need more. these I need crystals to, in there, though. The crystals are great. Oh, I need to here. text him so he sends me another one of these because I only have this one now that I yeah, need to I show on mine. the show. And so I need him to send me another fucking one that I can get high on. I'll, I'll message him after this. Yeah. Send me more. I should try that because I got weed from a friend and I got a borderline panic attack <laughs> when I smoked it. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, maybe dude, I should like not smoke this anymore. It is. It's Some not for everyone. Yeah, do it. Yeah, it, mm. the first time I ever smoked weed, I had a terrible experience. And then the second time I had a terrible experience. And then I didn't smoke for ever, for like five or six years. 
And then I was like, oh, this is really fun. It, it just felt completely different. It, mm. it didn't feel as scary or mm-hmm. panic inducing or crippling. Is the the first time I smoked, I felt like in the movies when the good guy gets drugged and he's just like the the walls are spinning and he's mm-hmm. like, where yeah. am I? It was I, I I distinctly remember me and my roommates were smoking that bong. We got some weed from the guys down below, and we were watching internet videos on my my roommate's like gaming PC that was in the living room, and the fucking square like left the monitor and started moving around a little, and I was like, oh god, what was in that? <laughs> <laughs> like it was the worst experience ever. I didn't smoke for so long after that. It's it's still like one of those drugs where like if you're super stressed out about something, you probably shouldn't get high to try and not be stressed out about it. If you're like wanting to relax and your mind is clear and like you're feeling fine, then it's a good mm-hmm. thing to do. But like if you're like, oh man, I'm really panicking over this or that or uh, this test or this issue, d- not yeah. the right drug for that. I disagree. I, all right. So I'll agree that it's not the right. If you have that mindset you described that that r- you're having a rough time, don't don't try marijuana for the first time. That'd be a, that'd be poor timing. But if you're already a marijuana smoker and you're stressed out, you're like, you know what I need? Some marijuana. That would fix this. Actually, I'm with Kyle. A bit. So I, I would call this, you know, everybody's different. Mm hmm. It doesn't like yeah. weed doesn't stress me out. Some the way people it are does lame. A lot of people, but I don't enjoy <laughs> like I don't get the enjoyment out of it. Like, cool if you're, kids and lame boys. That's what yeah, I'm yeah. They tend to have blue shirts and beards and yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they're fucking gay and lame. And, <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate those guys. They're the fucking worst. <laughs> me and Chris, blue shirt, beard guys. <laughs> nah, I didn't even notice. I thought they were talking about me. Yeah, I used no, to like. Yeah, they're firing at me. Probably talking about you. Probably talking about you. Because they, yeah, it, I, I just don't get the same real enjoyment. Like, if I'm not in a good mood already, like, it'll still, like, probably relax me and I'll laugh more at a TV show. But, like, there is a big difference between, like, a whew, end of the day was a good day, was a great day. We didn't get arrested. <laughs> we didn't deal with that. We didn't get a mug <laughs> No Rico taken. charges. And then, like, you smoke then, and it's like, oh, nice. I kind of, I guess maybe it's like an earning it thing. Hmm. Like, like if you if you sit around all day getting high, it's like, where's even the point of comparison there between, like, your normal day and, like, you getting high at night? Whereas if, like, you're doing shit all day, and then at night you smoke because like you got your all your shit done. It's like oh this is this is kind of earned a little bit. I can enjoy this relaxation. Yeah. I don't feel like a like a bum. I'm, I think for me like I started smoking when I was like twenty two, and so like I just drank up until then. So like like alcohol was like I'm like yeah that's my like I relax and have a good time. So like when I tried mm-hmm. weed, I'm like this isn't this isn't as good as the other stuff. But then if I've been drinking and then I smoke, I'm like this is this is the fucking shit. <laughs> Like I can watch a movie or two. Yeah. I never like to drink at the end of a, like a hard day of work. Like, like I never understood that at all. It's like, I I would feel like shit. I'd want to sleep. And, and so like, I I don't want a beer. I want a lot of water and Gatorade and like a cool room to lay down in. Like, like I, I never understood that. Or like, or like, like, yeah, we're done digging the hole or whatever. Let's crack a few beers. It's like, no, do you you have a Gatorade or some ice water or something? It's fucking sunny out here. I'm sure they're going to mix some waters in. I can see where Kyle's coming from on the hard work aspect of it. 
but I don't, I don't always do hardware, right? Like sometimes I'm just like I have bullshit that I had to do, whether it be like cleaning around the house or uh, paperwork or whatever, checks to write. When that shit's done, I don't mix drugs in anything that matters. You know, it, I have friends who will drive cars, boats, motorcycles, and fucking paragliders high as fuck. They think they're better at it high. They might be. I don't know. I'm not, though. I don't mix anything with high. I mix mm-hmm. like a zero responsibility television with high. Very and smart. When I get to that point in my day and it's like, I'm done. Mission accomplished. I have no responsibilities right now. That's kind of the payoff that I get. It doesn't have I feel to be that, like, make an offense. Like after the show tonight, was this hard work? No, no but you have but, earned yourself a finger of gummy rope. A couple of big rips out of the dab X after this. I may just, I may just use this anyway, and then he'll have to send me another one to hold up on the show. Sorry. I'm just going <laughs> to use your imagination. It's a little, little pee of, it's like, it's, it's just like those uh, liquid capsules, you know, like a, like a vitamin. I always keep saying vitamin E cause that's the one that people will, you know, if you've got scars, you can, Take the vitamin E capsule and like crack it open and squirt a little on your scar and rub it in. Like make some fade, makes the red fade away. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I should do that on my arm. A little pro tip for everyone. Yeah, you should. If you want a scar to go away, there's, I I don't know my silicone versus silicone, but this scar gel that contains one of them, that's the ticket. That's so I, yeah, and and this doesn't come from me. I, I talked to a plastic surgeon and a, um, a Mohs surgeon, the guy who did my nose that I do mm-hmm. my face. And these are people who like care about scars in a great way. And they both landed on the same product. You can get on Amazon. Hmm. So I, I have that and I've just never used it. They like, have it in you? strips that I'm not as big a fan of, like an encoded band-aid. I like neosporin type application. Is it uh Moderma by any chance? No, this is a different thing. Oh, I, I have it is. in my bathroom. It's like silicone, like a little oh, yeah. oh, this this would be it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. This would be the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Thank you, Zach. Um, I got one in my arm for my fucking dog that I've been feel- at for like a month and a half, and it's just, it's not healing or going away. And I've been like, you, you might be a very good candidate for it. I'll just put it in there because the doctors told me, careful about getting your medical advice from a comedy podcast. <laughs> no, I'm taking it. But you start using this stuff once the wound is sealed and healed. You don't put it on open wounds. You put it on, you know, when you're trying to get like the scar tissue and the discoloration to go away. Okay. It's not like neosporin that you put on something that bleeds. Sure. That's, yeah, that's exactly what I need. Cause it's been like, I like picked my dog up because another little dog was running after him when I was on a walk. And when he got off of me, he, his arm just like clamped in and like fell down. And then I just like had the deepest cut ever. And I'm like, but wait for the to go scratch. Away. Yeah. It was, I mean, his nails aren't that long, but like he was like trying to, he wanted to go get this dog. So he was trying to get out of my grasp. Oh yeah. And so like one of his little, one of his little paws got into me and it just hasn't gone away. Uh, My dog was on his back in my bed the other day, like doing that crazy kicky thing. And I was standing (laughs) by the bed and he scratched me right here on the lip (sighs) and just cut the shit out of me. And it bled nonstop for like 10 fucking minutes. I'm just, I'm like, this is bullshit, Toby. (laughs) we're supposed to be friends yeah yeah fucking hurt sometimes they're twitchy to lose his balls he's gonna trump just uh tweeted mugshot august no it's on twitter let me let me put it in the wait wait trump tweeted trump real donald trump 
Holy shit. Oh, shit. He's fucked. It says mugshot, August 24th, 2023. Election interference never surrender. DonaldJTrump.com. He told, you, told you that's his game face. You know what? Like, I, when that I saw the mugshot, I wasn't a big fan, but he's cropping out the thing and it, he looks like he's fighting for his people. Yeah. Like it, yeah. He's fighting for us, Woody. They're, yes, they're trying to get is. to us. They just for have to go through him Woody. first. Yes. He's, he's, <laughs> uh, he's first they came me. to the presidents. Uh-huh. And I did not speak up because I was not a president. And then and they then, came for retards online. And it was, <laughs> and it was too late. Uh, <laughs> I put a lot of time into that pick with all the text. <laughs> killed it. Today oh, at today at the notoriously right. violent jail in Fulton <laughs> County, Georgia, I was Please arrested despite having committed no crime. No crime, folks. The American people know what is going on. What has taken place is a travesty of justice and election interference. The left wants to intimidate you out of voting for the political outsider who puts American people first. But today, I walked into the lion's den with one simple message on behalf of our entire movement. I will never surrender our mission to save America. If you are doing poorly due to the sinister people in control of our country right now, don't even think about donating. But if you can... Please make a contribution to evict crooked Joe Biden from the White House. Save America during this dark chapter in our nation's history. Thank you, and God bless you. And then his little scribble. A $3,300 donation. $3,300 donation. That looks like creed thoughts, like that body of if text. If you want to upset your spouse, tell them that you... I, I, I looked it up, but now I've forgotten. There's a maximum you can donate. Uh, it's like $3,500 or somewhere thereabouts. Maybe mm-hmm. two, two, two grand, something like that. And uh, and I like to t- like to tell somebody that I I already donated my thirty five hundred, so I donated another thirty five hundred in their name, <laughs> <laughs> and ask and I'll be like, do you want you know the certificates and everything that I got for that? It feels bad keeping those, but in your name, don't worry, it's already been yeah. said. So don't donate, Mister Trump, anymore. People get upset. Oh yeah, Kyle and I. Tell me you didn't do that. Tell me you didn't fucking do that. People have donated to Trump in my name at this point. I get like a posters and shit that like <laughs> thanking me for my donations. That's pretty yeah. funny. Are you it is. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll tip of the hat to the pranksters who did that. That's yeah, you get a free if poster. you donate to Trump, by the way, this is a thing that when on the Trump donation page, you have to make sure you uncheck the boxes that schedule auto donations. There are people who've been a little tricked by it who didn't realize. There were pre-checked boxes. Like they donated five hundred dollars because they wanted to. They didn't know they were going to keep donating five hundred dollars on a schedule. There's See two things for a month, Woody. I think not. He was there <laughs> day in, day out. There's two check boxes, or at least at one time there were. One was for donating on a schedule like that. The other was to sign up for money bombs, and he would just declare it like money bomb day and suck a donation out of you that you didn't do on purpose. So if you do donate to Trump, look for that. Just pro tip. That's a good idea. That is, yeah. Well, just, on my I, mean, I love that the model Netflix. because you don't have to worry okay. if you're supporting President Trump enough because he's just going to decide how much he needs and he'll just debit you. <laughs> I didn't it's think perfect. about it like that. It, he's like, 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 imagine having a good, hardworking contractor with an amazing head of hair that you can trust with your bank account. And he's just out, he's just off fixing the world, making America great again. That's Donald Trump for you. I That's say, what he's doing yeah. out there. Oh my god, this Whatever looks like shit. 
We need to know you haven't. We haven't well, lost you in. to the radical left. If you uncheck this box, we will have to tell Trump you're a defector inside <laughs> of the Dem. Check this box, and we can win back the house and get Trump to run in 2024. Make this a monthly recurring donation. The Dems have already reached their mid-month fundraising goal. If you want Trump to run for president, this is your last chance to flip the house. Change your Trump victory fund status to active now. Remain inactive equals Republicans lose. <laughs> they yeah, are I watched playing a video about that, peace. like where they Adam just like show how like be in America. How scary <laughs> the website is for That's old so people. Yeah, how, how scary it is for old like people. like they like everything's in red. Everything's like a warning. It's like you have to like this is last chance. Like it's for like when old people click on it, they're like what what and like it's like this is your last chance. This is like and it's timers mm-hmm. going down from like five minutes and shit. Well, yeah, like, old uh, people like have plenty of money, DVC so true. Yeah, See, this additional donation will come on 614. Like, it, I, I mean, all jokes aside, this is serious grifter stuff. It's really uncool. Oh, and, that's very and, yeah. You're just subscribing, <laughs> is all. You're subscribing to the, the Trump program. It's just a checkbox. These are below I, the submit button. So, like, like you go there, you say, I want to give you $50, but click submit. But no, no, no. You have to scroll down the page to see that you've also signed up for these pre-populated boxes. Thank you. Uh, you I agree. These are hidden gems on the website is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donald Trump's website is not. It looks like they're not Man, automatic. It's slick. It looks, like, it looks like you have to opt into these. What a jump from five thousand oh, well, to thirty-five. 000. I don't know about that particular image, but I read yeah, about like clip. it was a it was a repeated thing. He did this for a long time. May still be doing it. It they weren't. Oh, so he had to uncheck them. Now well. it's his site. Now it's not there. It's you have to select to. Well, I would like to come you know, to sign up for this know, monthly I, I think we can all look past that. We all know that he doesn't really. He wouldn't have done something misleading intentionally. So. True. Rest assured that this was yeah, probably right. some low-level person, some no-name person who did this, perhaps intending to defame the president. Sort of a false flag where, you know, from within. It takes a couple of years off Twitter, comes back, and he's just <laughs> he has a, a banger. false flag from within. <laughs> <laughs> the so you did just it. a failed campaign. <laughs> well... <laughs> Poor Trump. I, I I just don't know how he's leading the polls. I saw they asked a question. By a Apparently, ton. there was a debate uh, last night, and they asked them a question, something like, "If he's convicted of a felony, will you still support him?" I think five eighths raised said yes. I I think that was the number. All but two. Is it six eighths? I don't know how many were there. Sure. Yeah. I, I didn't watch it. I saw that one article, and I was out of it. So I watched the uh, whole I thing. I didn't enjoy up. it, and I often enjoy that kind of thing. I, I just kind of like suffered to Fizzled. the end. Who was Did they talk about Trump a lot? Kit? No, they didn't talk about Trump very much. There was one question, and everyone on there was like upset about the question. The audience was booing the question. Oh. Um, they they didn't want to cover Trump. They wanted to cover policies. Um, cool. Yeah. Well, the audience oh, in those is all donors, so that's why they like cheer a lot of different things than what like an actual voting base cares about. And the bigger donors sat near the front giving them an outsized impact on mm-hmm. on like what was cheered and what wasn't. I've read that. Um, yeah. So who, who do I think won? For me, Nikki Haley won. I thought she did really well. Um, and I kind of liked a lot of her policies. And she said stuff that resonated with me. Like they were talking about abortion. And some people were promising to put a federal ban on abortion that starts at six weeks. And she's like, why are you lying to everybody? 
you would need 60 people in the Senate. We haven't had 45 pro-lifers in the Senate for as long as I've been alive. And you're pretending you're going to do this stuff that takes 60. You're not. So let's just say this is a state's issue and move on. And I was like, fuck, truth-telling right here in a debate? Like, that's you're, weird. Yeah. You well, that is true. Name? Yeah. Nikki Haley's Haley. full name is Nimrasa something. Yeah, Nimradi, something. I, I keep you believe some asshole Harrison. just making up a nickname and going by that instead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nimrasa. Nimrasa. Um, oh, oh, and Zach okay. said Vivek killed it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that the big takeaway amongst most people is that Vivek killed it. Now, I he was actually a little polarizing. I, I read somewhere I might have been New York Times debate expert or something gave him a D, but to me. I give him an A. Um, he got the most attention. It wasn't all positive attention. It seemed like everyone on the stage was kind of ganging up on him. But to me, it was sort of an all press is good press sort of thing. And Getting for a guy up who on needed a good look, yes, for a guy and for a guy who needs name recognition, being the center of attention for that long is fantastic. Also, I, I talked a few hours an hour ago about how I like a guy who can take an L. You know, when they did to hit Vivek with a zinger. He just laughed at it like he enjoyed the joke as well and, you know, shot it back. And uh, that, to, in my eyes anyway, that's like a really good personality characteristic. I, I value that. So I thought he did a good job. I don't like what he says. His positions are like flat tax, remove voting rights from people under 25, climate change is a hoax. Um, a lot of stuff. You know, He's going to pardon Trump if he's president. He says pre Trump is the best president in the 21st century. Um, there's some other policy thing. Oh, he wants to pull out of Ukraine. I don't like that. But Taylor might. Um, it's like your guy. Definitely. <laughs> sounds, sounds like this is my guy. This yeah. is my guy. I guess. <laughs> this guy I haven't heard of till right now is, wa <laughs> well, is wanting to end a war. And I'm sure if he gets in power, he'll like definitely, definitely uh, end it. His name is Vivek Ramaswamy. So Trump, I know you're watching. Rama Swampy, you're welcome. Rama Swampy, mm -hmm. that's that. Could I like be good. that. That is good. I like yeah. that. It's I much better that. than he doesn't even have to waste. I don't. I didn't watch the debate shit, but I did see the gif of like Ron DeSantis mm -hmm. like failing in his like trying to be charismatic smile after saying like it's like it's a gift that's going viral yeah he looks like a fucking robot that guy has no has less charisma than a bag of sand like he is done there was like He's three done. seconds between him talking and him smiling like he had to like like yeah. muster up the energy to smile i'm not that sensitive to that but what desantis did all debate long was dodge the question you'd ask him a question and he'd be like that's a bad question we should be talking about this other thing um they they said hey you signed a six week abortion ban in florida would you do that nationwide and he just refused to answer it and they're like hey but you didn't answer the question another 30 seconds refused to answer the question and i really hate that a, a yes or a no would have both been better than i'm afraid which is I've told you multiple times the the producer of uh, PTI on ESPN. He should be the one doing the presidential debates. If you're not familiar with that show, I haven't watched it in like a decade or something. But you got all the talking heads in a box, and you mute motherfuckers when they're not talking, and they just have to sit there and, uh, <laughs> on mute while you fucking tell them how it is. And the the there's a guy just assigning points, and if you don't answer a question, oh well, that's two tries. One more no answer, and he gets a minute on. He skipping for the next question, I guess. 
Uh, they, then we go to fucking armed forces question, right? A real softball for this guy. Mm-hmm. What would you do to keep America safe in the 21st century with the mounting um, trouble in the South Chinese Sea as well as aggressions in Europe? Santa's over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fucking wheelhouse, and they they give it to Nicaragua or whatever. And yeah. yeah, that would teach him. Like you should. I, you that's a, that's an interesting him. question. I'm a strong supporter of Israel. It's like okay, have to do anything. I think. Um, the Santa's misrepresented his history, his background, and I hate it because he has a great background. If people don't know, DeSantis was not born into money. He came, his parents were blue collar, and he earned his way into mm-hmm. Harvard and Yale, not legacy. And then he became a JAG lawyer. I don't know what JAG stands for in the Judge Navy. Judge advocate. I think you're right. General. Could be. Could be. Yeah, yeah. Or Which, is. I don't know. Is that right, Kyle? General? It's not. Did the best I could. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, then he became an attorney in the Navy, a Jag, right? And then this is the nice way to qualify yourself for politics and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a great background for the job he's going for. It's not an embarrassment for lawmakers to be an expert in law. Boom. What does he say his background is? Nah, I was deployed with the Navy SEALs. I work with the Navy SEALs. And I'm just like, what the fuck? You weren't a lawyer. And, and you're yeah. like stealing valor about this Navy SEAL bullshit. You like took care of a Navy SEAL's parking ticket. Or something. Right. Like, this is what he did. He should have uh, said, "Isn't that what Tom Cruise was in A Few Good Men?" That's what he should say. He's like, you "Remember, he should reference that." Remember no, Tom Cruise? No, because there's a lot of people in this country who haven't seen that movie and wouldn't get. No, it. they're fucking <laughs> losers with no fucking taste, though. Fucking, fucking vanilla ice cream eating. Sounds like the of kind shit. of fucknar that hasn't seen Sopranos all the way either. Uh, I've like, seen Sopranos all the way through. Oh, I don't know why. Kid, why Kyle thinks of that. <laughs> I've seen that one show. I I'm quit the wire. Spitting when you say shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like you're that uh, guy who was spitting. That's where the Middle East is way ahead of us. Like that that sort of dis- that, that sort of China disgusted too. spit they give you. Well, no, the Chinese are just street spitters. They they shit. They, those are barbarians. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I, but but in the Middle East, you upset. They throw shoes yeah, like, too. They, they're spitting on like the idea of what you just said. I like that. I, I like, remember like, when oh, they really? toppled. You think this and that. Spit on the idea. To, they throw shoes. To, when they toppled Saddam Hussein's statue, they were smacking the statue with the bottom of their shoes. And the guy on CNN explained to me, this is a sign of disrespect in their culture. And I'm like, <laughs> I picked up on that. I got that. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Damn, like, what a robust and unique culture. Oh, so, like, <laughs> so different and so similar. <laughs> fuck out of here Dude, that, i remember that vividly like the, them beating that statue up with those uh with those flip-flops those dirty yes. sandy flip-flops and thinking who's getting any sense of yeah out of mm-hmm. that you know ah. like if you toppled the statue of the person i hated the most in the world a villain fucking some voldemort like motherfucker come to real life i wouldn't go slap his statue with a with a shoe he doesn't care <laughs> He was in a spider hole somewhere by then. Mm-hmm. What is a statue that you will start with, Chris? What's a statue you would hate <laughs> that you would that you would opt to tear down if you're you're all dressed up Antifa style? Um, fuck, I, I haven't seen a statue in a while. It can be anyone. Honest. It doesn't even have to matter. Anyone you don't like. Oh, fuck, man. I don't know. Um. I think if there was a Hitler statue, I could get on board with doing something to it. You know what? I agree. 
I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna say. Wow, it. you I guys was... really putting yourselves out there. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do? Polish it? You, ask, if you're asking like realistically, trust me, I'm not on board with that guy. You know, shit. you know, you know that guy who's like the 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 he guards the tomb of the unknown soldier, and it'll be a yeah. fucking hurricane. But he's standing there, fucking rifle mm-hmm. in hand, walking that for Hitler, baby. Just just always out there guarding that Hitler statue. You'd need someone to do that if you erected one. You'd you know need what? A guard there all the time. I think it'd be like hard a, to protect. The people that I'm starting to hate more and more as I go on is like people that stream like like Aiden Ross or like those kind of people that have like 70 million followers and are just like 20 and like the biggest idiot on the planet. Those are the kind of people I'm starting to like hate the most as I go on. (laughs) So I guess if there was like an Aiden Ross statue in my neighborhood or any of that genre of people, I'd tear down and I would take my my Nike slide off. He's I the, know he's an enormously popular streamer. I don't know what kind of content. He's he the one that like sniffed uh, uh, Andrew Tate's seat. Like he's like a big Andrew Tate simp. Oh, that guy. He's like he's like twenty one or something like that. He's like he's young. Yeah. And yeah, but like those guys where they like they have fifty million followers and they're just no social media online experience and just well, the, are the biggest the, idiots on the planet. Money. Yeah, more than more than me. <laughs> like, I guess they're doing something more than any of us. Yeah, <laughs> the, the grossest thing I've seen uh, is people uh, selling kratom. I don't think we've mm. done that, have we? Did we, did we? We didn't do that, did we? People get addicted no. to that. Good, good. So because these people are awful. <laughs> these people are awful. These people who hot kratom online. I know that. Um, what's it? Brennan Schaub. I think they have like a kratom oh, energy shot or something like that called like Ben. Jeez. Probably I don't know what it's fucking called, mm-hmm. but. They're just selling kratom. It's hillbilly heroin. That's what they call it because it mm. activates the same part of your brain as heroin. It's highly addictive, but it has these wacky side effects where you can go into fits and stuff or have headaches. It's that mm. green goddamn powder, I suppose. I went to um, a smoke shop the other day, and they've got like a kratom machine, that, that the same kind of machine that you would make. Like you ever made your own peanut butter at a fancy grocery store? You know, you put the almonds or peanuts in. It grinds them up, makes the butter. It's a cool experience. They got like a fucking kratom machine over there. Like, yeah, you want a kratom shake? I'm like, no, I don't want a shake of fucking green heroin powder. Uh, no, I just want my get get away I'm, from me. Where I'm am baffled I? Baffled by this. It it's it activates the same part of your brain as heroin, and it's yeah addictive, and it's legal. Yeah, and, and you sick. can make your own at a supermarket. It's so goddamn not a supermarket, a smoke shop where they've got like oh. vapes and and tobacco. Mm-hmm. I'm picturing and the they most sell ratchet supermarket in Atlanta that Kyle's going to. There's like lights that he walks by on the way in. <laughs> like a non like a uh, privately owned gas stations all have it. Like if it's like one of those mm-hmm. that's not an official, you know, racetrack or whatever. It's just like this dude Chevron down the road, he's definitely got Kratom back there next to the incense and the fucking vape cartridges with the Joker on them. (laughs) I bought it. I had to buy it. It's like, there's no way that I should be putting this in my my body. They've got an unlicensed photo of the Joker on there. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be legit. What's in that shit? I don't know, but it's called AK-47 and it'll get you mildly high. It's called AK-47. I'm not touching anything. I don't think you should have that, Kyle. I probably shouldn't. Uh, no, I mean, because it's, of it's the fucking... AK is a bad joke. Oh, I see. Whoa. <laughs> you should be using these. <laughs> You're probably they probably need to send you another shipment. Yeah, I think a lot of people getting off like alcohol or like drugs, like do kratom. I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. like, because it's kind of a it scratches that oh. itch. But then yeah, it's I all like, you're just people... getting addicted to something else. That's like, I think poor people do kratom and people who don't know any better and like 
let some fucking social media person talk them into doing kratom. Um, I don't mm. think it's expensive at all because when I my gas there was a gas station I used to frequent to just grab sodas or whatever before the gym, and they had sacks of it, like big bags of the shit. Mm. The same way they'll have tobacco. That's how you know cigarettes are crazy, crazy taxed. Because a carton of cigarettes is like a hundred dollars or some shit. It's yeah. 10, 10 packs of cigarettes in a box carton. But they'll oh have God. a three pound bag of tobacco up there for cheap. <laughs> because tobacco don't cost nothing. <laughs> yeah. And you really? just gotta roll your own. You get the rolling, well, you get the rolling tobacco and the rolling papers, and they even sell the machine there that rolls you up a perfect little little cigarette if you want. So if you can find a bag of tobacco that tastes good to you, you can roll your own. Is that hard? Like, like I said, there's a machine that does everything for you. I, I, the part I was asking you about, is it hard to find tobacco that you like? I would have no idea. I'm not a poor, oh, okay. and I haven't smoked cigarettes <laughs> in a long, long time. Um, but if I did, there's a little bit of a brand. Look, you know, the same way that some teenage girl might, you know, I'm either going to have an Apple or an Android. I'm not going to have some weird bootleg cigarette that I crafted in my at my house i don't want big bags of tobacco either the only people i've seen do that are very poor dirty people like very oh. poor like like homeless people you know what because i'm out of the scene but i interpreted it as people who like craft beer like uh, oh i make my own i do this i like, bet okay mm-hmm. i bet see i think those people are rolling their own you know like like, like the, the kind of guy who breaks breaks those out they're hand rolled and they're already in a cigarette case you're that, that big of a fucking uh not yuppie what am i looking for snob Hipster. Hipster. Dickhead. Okay. Moron. Gourmet. If I started smoking cigarettes, I would absolutely have one of those little little metal cases. Those are cool. Yeah. I would have a cigarette holder, you know, the kind that adds an inch and a half and like Cruella DeVille. Yes, yes, yes. I want to I want to appear like I'm female and French. You think I'll fool anyone? Mm. And evil. No. <laughs> <laughs> and evil. Yeah, you can't use those without looking a little sinister. I can't tell if that's the a penguin. girl. He does have the cigarette holder. The no, he's got an Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the, the Batman villain, the, the penguin, he uses one of those. I've always thought that I wish that those had came back into style because then you keep the cigarette away from your face so you're not getting that smoke directly on you and uh, oh. you don't smell as bad. You know, it's staying away from you. And if you've ever held a cigarette in your mouth while you try to do something with both hands, it gets right in your eyes and makes them tear up immediately. Mm-hmm. So it would be great to have that away from you. Uh, you know, so you just kind of have it between your teeth. Is for that a what it's you... for? I don't know like, what it's for. I've only seen uh, it and the penguin and, you know, cartoons <laughs> okay, and, okay. and uh, Johnny Depp <laughs> in that uh, that movie where he's driving around. He's like Hunter S. Thompson. And he goes oh. to Vegas and he's in that car and they're all doing the they drugs and he's looking at bats and all that shit. And he's always got a cigarette, one of those long things. Never seen that one. You haven't seen I that one. I always thought it was because the filter was uh, unpleasant <laughs> to have in your mouth. It's like, not. Um, and if it's a if it's a menthol cigarette, then it's kind of like a mint, you know, in your mouth. You can feel the tingle of the menthol and everything. Uh, yeah. I don't That's know. That's what Obama smells. I just imagine that I would hate it. Like it. So, you know, I, um, a popsicle and the stick is wooden. Mm-hmm. I get shivers when I touch that stick. Like I, it's very bad for I hate me. That I too. hate that. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But do you ever smoke a cigarette? It doesn't bother you. In not the same in way? a not in a long time. But it's oh, different no. though. It's it's okay. it's not that. It doesn't feel like that. Like like wood or anything. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't find it to be gross or anything. Cigarettes are delicious. Everyone should smoke a little. I, I think this idea <laughs> they they made it seem like sm- cigarettes were like 
poison, like the kind of poison that. Oh, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> yeah, it's but, but, it's as if burning bleach and smoking <laughs> is bad for you. They're trying. It's big tobacco trying to fool you. We're, Hush. we're surrounded <laughs> by like 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 our cell phones give us. It, it'd be like. Look, our cell phones make radiation. We stick them to the side of our head and we keep them in our pocket next to our dick all day, every day. You're telling me that doesn't add up to something bad? We've all agreed that we don't care anymore. We've all just made the decision, like, hope not, and we're moving on (laughs) with our lives. That's how cigarettes are, all right? (laughs) Look, you smoke in two or three packs a day and you have every goddamn grown man in America start doing that around 1942 and they don't stop for a few decades, yeah, there's going to be some cancer deaths. What I'm saying is every now and then relax with some... Fine, smooth tobacco and stop being a little pussy. Yeah. You're winning me over. Exactly. If it's it makes heroin. you lose weight, then it's good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But it makes boobs saggy. So only mention. How smoke. much do you have? That, oh, I don't much, need that. How many cigarettes do you have to smoke for your titties sag an extra inch? It's got to be a tremendous amount. By that time, your face is turned to a catcher mitt. Did any like, of the. Remember Kramer when he opened the smoker's lounge in his apartment? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just figured. <laughs> this is my mother maker, Jerry. <laughs> Did any yeah. of the Republican candidates have a position on making breast reduction illegal? <laughs> Not last night. I don't think would that get you guys. Maternity, would that get you guys going? Test. No, breast reduction can be dope. Like it, you think it's terrible because you know bigger, yeah. better, better, whatever. No, it's it's put by a committee of men, so like it's it's going to be. Like, I, 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 I can see. They can be reformed I, to be more symmetrical and supple. I mean, it makes a lot of sense to have men approve women's breast reductions. It's not a decision they should be making on their own. Mm -hmm. But monocle, imagine. I I feel like the women that get breast reductions have really bad boobs, and they end up with better ones. Yeah, very symmetrical titties. It's rare you see symmetrical titties. Symmetrical, like you don't want the nipples to be pointing down; they point forward. Oh my God, no! I I won't have a cross-eyed dog. You think I'm going to deal with (laughs) cross-eyed? I yeah, saw a yeah. dog the other day. It was like, ah. I'm like, no way. I don't. They couldn't give so that. You, you cut the skin the up top. You pull those suck. babies up, and then they're perky yeah. and they're pointy. A little smaller, but better. Yeah, I want you might be right. to look at me. Okay, like, like, like I'm sorry. Got one over here. And one. That'd be awful. I've seen some internet titties that are so unfortunate that it's like, man, like botched boob jobs. No, where they just, like just, take just the nipple off genetics. and put it back on, and just bad, just bad genetics. genetics. I, sometimes a titty will look like. You know, before you start the balloon animal? Yeah, it's like a softball in a tube sock. Like, <laughs> when you've just got the long tubular balloon before the guy starts making all the squeaky noises I can't stand. Yeah. Like, I wish they, what would happen if they lube that balloon up first so it don't squeak? Then I can enjoy louder. the balloon animals. Yeah, that might be even No, squeakier. you put some silicone lube on there, it's going to be... Good luck bending the balloon and teddy tying bear. it up and having a nice teddy bear with lube all over it. Are you going to give a lube-covered <laughs> balloon to children at the party? You fucking weirdo. <laughs> Stick your hand out, little Johnny. There's an Astroglide-soaked <laughs> giraffe for you. And they're like, for the last time, we didn't hire you. Leave. <laughs> There's this ribbed giraffe. Going up to the balloon animal expert, like, can you just make me like a pocket... You know, if it's gonna come back filled with lube, then I want mine to be sort of a short tunnel. I want what's a series that, of that very tight movie? triangles. Or is it a movie or a TV show where someone's pretending to be a clown and they're like, "Oh, and a snake for you"? Snakes to everyone. I don't. I don't remember Andy what the fuck from that's Parks from. and Rec might have done that. Oh, they, mm. they might have been it. That was very funny. One of your shows, right, Chris? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Parks and Rec. That is a pretty solid show. I haven't watched it in 
I actually don't All remember right. if I ever liked it that much or if I'm misremembering that I like it. It's kind of rough in the early seasons, but like I watch a lot of the highlights, like with the Ron stuff, like anything with Ron, like I'm going to watch like every highlight he's in because he's just oh, like but... one of the best characters on television. But yeah, the show, funny. like the early on, it's like kind of rough, but like once you get through it, it's like at least it ended better than The Office. The Office, like the last few seasons were like rough to me. After like, Michael left, I did Scrubs. Work. Mm. I never watched so Scrubs. there are some good episodes mm. post Michael, but um, so I like the D'Angelo Vickers saga, which is when Will Ferrell is there mm. for three to four episodes, something like that. They don't know what to do with his character, so he just is different every episode, which is cool. <laughs> but um, I think I heard a story about in the end, the way he exits the show at how the character exits the show is he hurts himself dunking a basketball. I heard that he like really committed to that and hurt himself or, 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 or something and like kept going back for more or something until they got it right. But uh, I like that part of the show because it's goofy and it's right after Michael's left. But that whole thing where they they, uh, they make Andy manager and hmm. his character grows long hair and then he goes on the boat trip, a.k.a. films The Hangover 3. <laughs> it's just the show is shitty and they don't know what to do with his relationship with Aaron. It's on again, off again. Like I care. And then you got the uh, the other guy, the the new young guy they brought on the show. Mm-hmm. His relationship with Aaron after Andy's a piece of shit for no reason. I don't care about any of that. It's all garbage. The They're trying to rehash. See the yeah. One of the interns. I think they call him Flop. They bring in like two that. guys, like the the one guy that's in all the comedies, and then the yeah, other guy. That you, yeah. That's definitely not who I'm thinking of. Then I'm thinking of the guy who's it. been there since the beginning. He's an intern. He's like he goes from like no one to the boss back to no one again. Oh, that's Dwight Howard. Yeah, oh, is it or not? Did I not Dwight Howard? It's Ryan. Ryan Howard. Yes, yeah. thank you. That's who I was going Dwight for. Howard. I don't like Dwight Jim in the later episodes. Like yeah, Jim, like he's like not like like he's too cool. Jim, like yeah, like he's like too perfect and cool in the later episodes where it's like like not fun to watch. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. But like in the early episodes, it's like all right, he's charming and fun and whatever. But then like towards the later episodes, it's like he's just the perfect guy <laughs> they just, just ran out of shit to do like my, michael needs to be there to be the mm. wacky one because everybody else is supposed to just be an office you know yeah. I, the, the whole idea is they're supposed to be there to be filming because somebody one of the employees just they just want to do like what the american office is like and they discovered michael scott and they're like oh ho, ho, we're on gold here we're gonna keep filming so once he leaves for it doesn't 10 make years. sense for the, do- <laughs> the documentary to continue <laughs> yeah um it's it, the whole thing is bad after him. It's a shame they continued. It's really a shame that he left. I wish he just finished it up or they'd called it quits right there. Mm-hmm. Although I'm willing to bet that those two years of shitty shows probably paid everybody really well and uh, and made sure they didn't have to, you know, want ever again. And now they're all scrounging yeah. for scraps on commercials and podcasts and podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I Not see that. Him. Like Pam and uh, uh, Not Angela. Jim. He's a fucking A lister, right? Fucking directing movies. He's got that Amazon money. Yeah, he's, he's like an Amazon an action shit. hero in some Amazon show I haven't watched. It's great. Mm. It's real good. Is it? What's that yes. other show with um, the Reacher? That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the coolest show I've seen on Amazon in a while. I told you. Like, it's very that, good. That's, that's a really Reach cool is good. show. Reacher's good. I watched a highlight or two, and then YouTube is like, this guy's crazy about Reacher. So I'm, I, I, I think I've seen every highlight on YouTube Probably about so. Reacher at this point. The thing I like the movie, Reacher, but the show's really good. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I yeah, didn't I've like Tom Cruise being Jack Reacher because mm. Jack Reacher's supposed to be a giant, like the guy they mm-hmm. got to play him in the Amazon yeah, from show. From Blue Mountain State. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I'd never seen that, but a big motherfucker nonetheless. Um, I liked it. That guy's funny, uh, likable. And what I really liked about that Reacher show is the bad guy was scary because the oh. bad guy doesn't just shoot you because that ain't nothing. Usually that's it, right? Oh, if, well, what happened if they find us? They'll shoot us. Oh, no. This guy, like, tortures your family in front of you and castrates you mm-hmm. and, like, crucifies you and, like, sets this room up with mirrors around you in 360 degrees so you can't turn away from what he's doing to your wife. It's like, these guys are scary. And don't, and they, there's, they show up at your house in the middle of the night while you're asleep, like, three or four of them would, like, guns and disguises and gear to do this to you so you you, there's no way to escape it to get away from it and that was terrifying it's like that was so scary that that's what happens and they don't just do it to any character right away i think they do it to the sheriff i think they immediately do it to the sheriff in this town where Mm. the shit's going down in um for the whole season it it was it's a good show i like it a lot Mm -hmm. i agree at, yeah. Before the show started, you wanted to talk about a redheaded country music singer. I think I'm not in the oh, loop yeah. on this. That, yeah, so this um, a really viral this guy, guy released this. Yeah, this guy went super viral. His video got 30 or 40 million views by now. Um, and he's just this redheaded country boy kind of looking guy. And he's singing a song called The Rich Men North of Richmond. Um, and uh, I don't about know. It's, it's a really good song. Yeah, it's a little political. Um, but like but, DC people, right? Uh, it's about a lot of stuff. I, there's one part where, what does he say? Um, but if you're five foot three and you're 300 pounds and your welfare shouldn't go to your bags of fudge rounds, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's if you're five foot three that? and you're 300 pounds, I don't think anybody's mad. okay. I don't I think I don't think anybody's mad about that. Um, is it something oh, about you know your your dollar ain't worth shit and you work all day and you know it's it's I, a I, folksy song. It's good. He got recorded not having the accent that he pretends to have. Like he, mm-hmm. they talk to him and he just sounds like a regular person. But I guess he has a real country accent when he knows people sure. are going to hear him. I don't know. So he's getting no. a little heat for putting on airs. Interesting. It didn't look like he was putting on airs in the video, but man, they must have dressed. They had to dress it up because he looked like a country boy to me. First of <laughs> all, there was a deer stand in the background. <laughs> and they're in the they're in the woods. He has three random dogs around him, asleep on the ground, kind of listening to him sing. And he's wearing a shirt. He's that sweat that sweated through, and he's got a big beard and a, like a shaved head, like short cropped. And then his shirt is something like I don't know, cow, something to do with cattle. Yeah, this dude. It's it's like I don't so know. Does it like say Gooch, Goochland? <laughs> Where do you see that on his shirt under the cows? That's a Goochland. Yeah, that's Goochland. Goochland. That's a Goochland. that's a breed of cow. <laughs> that, no, that's a I had that's to a, make it bigger. That's a breed of Brahma, the the Goochland Brahma cow. Ah, I can't see, tell that just if Kyle's fooling me. No, the Goochland Brahmas are like an Irish breed. I can't keep going. Is this, a, is this a fiddle or a banjo? What is this? That is, a, a, guitar. That is a steel guitar. Uh, Goochland is a place you in should, Virginia. You should listen to like 10 seconds of the video. It's it's very good. Not on the show. He, he has a, <laughs> I know we shouldn't play the man's music video or anything, but but he has a very unique sound. Um, I, I heard it the other day and I liked it a lot. I don't care about what he's singing about necessarily, although you know, there's a little, little bit of truth to it, I suppose. And I and I got a giggle out of you know him taking a shot at fat people not working or whatever. <laughs> I mean that's that's good. I like that. 
him, yeah. him taking pot shots at fat people. Yeah, you got to. We need a little, little more of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need a lot more of that. What you started watching problem. the Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds with Jackie. I have two Another more episodes. Po- oh, lovely! So, so there's an episode of Seinfeld where, um, the, where they talk about the gene picks. Uh, at the at, and back in yeah. the day, you'd have this curated like group of VHS tapes that like the, the employees there put together like oh this is Dave's oh, yes. fucking top three of the week and uh like like Star Trek Strange New Worlds is definitely a fucking Kyle pick that I fully endorse with two thumbs How about up the animated you waste one? your time so it is more silly and it's more um comedic it it's but it's based in the Star Trek universe I've watched it sort of in the background before and mm-hmm. I'm okay with it I did. I did like the crossover episode they did, where the animated oh, yeah. character came into the real world, and they had the the the, the voice actor play them. And uh, I thought that was wonderfully done. And it was great that their voice actors look so much like their characters. That's tremendous. It would have been so weird otherwise. It wouldn't have worked. They would have done it, I suppose. But mm-hmm. uh, I like that Star Trek a lot. It's not classic Star Star Trek. They're a little. They speak too um, casually to one another. They're they're not professional enough for me because they're essentially the space navy, right? It's like fucking sir, yes sir, and shit. You know, right. there's that they 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 can't on one scene have them do the traditional like boat swaying whistle with everybody standing at attention in their dress uniforms, and then later on be talking about eating pussy, which is what Star Trek Discovery is. Like the, the one, <laughs> the, the ship's like shaking, you know, they're doing shaky cam and like. Like the one lesbian's like, Everyone's how about the little boogie boogie later? And the other lesbian is like, ooh la la. And it's like, save the ship, you cunt. <laughs> that sounds terrible. But uh, Strange New World's stupid. real good. No, I'm they here gotta... for it. There should be more sex talk in every show. Yeah. And, and look, it, it's not, uh, they do that. They do a lot of the Star Trek tropes, which I like. Um, and it is a bit soap opera-ish, I suppose. Like it's, they have a lot of fun with Spock. <laughs> Because you know him repressing his emotions, he's got a fiance who's fucking hilarious. Um, she's just so dry. She's like, "Oh, I see you will not be attending the dinner that you we planned. How unfortunate! I will depart." And just like, but but there's so much under like all that Vulcan like <laughs> just straightforward, no emotion shit. She be, "Oh, perhaps our wedding will not happen then. Instead, and it's just going to be real cold at times. And it's, it's fun to see their relationship play out because." There's all these zany times where like, oh, I've been turned into a human suddenly. What will I do? You know, shit like that'll happen. I like mm-hmm. it. I, I like it a lot, but I like Star Trek. It, the one about Spock and his wife. Are you talking about the animated one or the no, the the one that I'm watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I saw that too. Yeah, she's yeah. I like her. <laughs> I like the, the what his fiance or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think the uh the the blonde nurse, nurse chapel's pretty fucking hot. Uh, she's got a really pretty face, although she does not. Those like weird suits they have her in are not very flattering. She looks like a. You uh, know what? I looked at her more carefully. Can we get a picture of her? The nurse from Nurse Chapel from Star Trek: Strange New Worlds. She got this well, white I, uniform that is not flattering. It's like they tell us that she's hot, and I buy it for a while. Then I look more closely, and I'm like, you know, you're actually not even pretty. OG Nurse Chapel was a fucking ten out of ten, like. I'm pretty sure she was the big titty blonde chick. On the uh, right? That's God the damn it, Kyle. Your memories failed you once again. <laughs> <laughs> Not no, even that's that, really looks like my, that looks so much like my second grade teacher. 
that nurse oh, Jack, wait, wait, wait. I, I actually think she's pretty in both these pictures is but... that loaxana troy is that is that the shit uh, it could be wrong no, right? i don't, don't want to get me wrong so. no, no i think the chick on the right is very pretty um uh but she doesn't look good in that bodysuit it makes her yeah look, it takes like, really her shape away and... look how yeah, square she away. is She's not even square. She's sort of a trapezoid. Her hips are kind of kind of wide, but she also stays wide in the middle. Um, it, it it's not very attractive on her, and she's always in it. And it's unfortunate because the lights are bright on the ship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. bet that in another outfit, she's a very shapely person. Yeah, you need to get Rick away. Berman running Star Trek again. He knew he knew how to handle this sort of thing. He put you in a vacuum tight suit till you'd faint mm. during. You know the time between scenes. He had Jerry Ryan fucking. You know what, it. sweetheart? We're gonna remove your bottom two ribs. Give you a nice, a nice waist. That would be awesome. Yeah, very great Star Trek. I I, I really enjoy it. Um, and they've got plenty of like slack in the timeline to keep making episodes because, and they've got they, they've introduced you to Kirk. I don't love that actor. They got playing like he's one over. I was but with he's you pretty at first. good. Yeah, I, now I like him I'm in a the lot. middle on it. Chris, okay. are you also no no Star Trek experience at all? I've never seen a second of Star Trek. <laughs> same, same. Show or the new movies? No, like nothing. I saw the movie that came out in two thousand nine, where the one guy, because I've said this before, my high school girlfriend's dad, like I'd never seen like a he must have been like early fifties at the time, like he every time. I went over there. This is the same house I fucking shit all over. Uh, <laughs> uh, every time I would go over there, he like after that movie came out, he was watching it every single time. The two thousand nine. Do you know what it was? Yeah, uh, the, he was plot rundown. It. it was the it was the one where um, I like never hung out with him down there and watched it really, but he <laughs> it, it's like the, be, the beginning and then the guy oh. is in the ship and and he's like <laughs> I need to. Uh, okay, the main Captain Kirk. Mute or something. Taylor. I mean, no, Captain Mute Kirk's Taylor. dead. I'm getting it. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm remembering it in real time. Captain, oh my! Oh wait, so it's the woman. <laughs> Captain Kirk's father, Captain Kirk, is in this big ship, and he's flying towards some sort of other ship. And he, for some reason, they're like, "You, it, the autopilot won't work anymore. You know, you can't leave that ship and teleport back to us. It, someone has to be in there to drive it into the the space station." And he's like, all sad, obviously. And so he's talking to his wife and little future Captain Kirk. And then he's like talking. He's like, "What's his name going to be?" As he's like flying into the the crash, and he's like, "His name will be Captain D Kirk." And then <laughs> what he says, not what he says. Name after your father. Oh, don't do that to him. James Tiberius, Tiberius, and then and then he, I, I, you, you really ruined the. I don't know if you guys. It's the fucking Kelvin timeline where Nero goes back in time and splits the fucking reality. Mm, agree to disagree. Timeline to, to move everything along again. Where, where Captain Kirk's father is killed, but right before he's born, uh, and, and then there's a whole new timeline created by Nero and the battle that ensues and all that shit. Oh, and then that he's like really great. into, and then he like is like obsessed with the 1965. Like he's driving a a Corvette. classic car. It's As hundreds child, of years like in the future. Yeah, it would have been an like, antique. His, his stepfather says that yeah, car's an antique. Yeah, I know, but it's funny because it's just some boomer writing it about something they like, and imagining that anyone two hundred years from now is going to give two fucks about some. I dog. Is anybody now obsessed with like like a really great chariot? No, <laughs> that's, how fucking, that's how fucking retarded that shit is. Like some <laughs> idiot is like, hey, you, you we have. 
You can go Terrible. to Toys R Us in this world we'll and be in buy cars a hoverboard for free. We'll still be in cars 200 years from now, and they'll look a lot. They'll look enough like a a, a 19 whatever Corvette that I think they'll be. You'd want one. I, just, I really think that. I don't see. I also think we'll long. be in cars 200 years from now. I think yeah. public transportation will be better, but cars will still be a thing. Not here. Not yeah. in the US of A. And the yeah, infotainment's still going to be fucking ass. 200 years from now? Kyle, what if our <laughs> That's population a good is 700 million at that point and public transportation just starts making a ton of sense? Oh. I mean, it's 700 million. I mean, so you mean, do you mean 700 billion? Or do you mean that we lose? That, no, that I meant America because we're at 330 million. Now. Oh, 10-4, copy that. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It seems to me that we got plenty of room in the Midwest. We just got to fill it out, right? Like, I feel like we got population. Room. Suddenly a train. You, know, you, you look at the population density mm-hmm. maps. The mm-hmm. left likes to use them and the right likes to use them because they read the map differently. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, it's clear that we're just on the coasts for the most part. That's where this huge concentration of us is. We could yeah, but we don't, want, we don't want every fucking area of the country packed to the brim with people. Why not? Like that's some that's something that's pretty awesome about the US is that there's a lot of people, but it's so big, like enormous parks, giant wildlife reservations. Like we're we not gonna put them in Yosemite, Taylor. If the time two hundred years from now, and when there's a billion people in America, we got it'll probably be and, sh- and pick and a Dakota. Dirty. Pick a Dakota. What's your favorite one? Uh this one has the all right, North Dakota, that's where we put the people. Problem solved. <laughs> Were you going to go there and look at not the Mount Rushmore? You Taylor, know I, I think, think he did do? solve this. That kind of works pretty well. It is, that does act- work okay, but we can use Canada. We force Ooh. Canada to take all the people mm-hmm. in and like they fill up their northern provinces and everything. And then depending on how either nice or horrible that ends up being, we decide if we want to pursue it or not. Is Imagine taking these realize poor people who have supporter? no stay in their life and yes. asking them to buy homes in Vancouver. Yeah. no they're up on like newfoundland they're in they're near yellow knife the absolute peak i can't yeah. afford a closet it's no a Kyle, I, I realized i was a fan of rick perry after i found out about his ranch <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's that it's like wow hey, this guy wanna... doesn't kowtow to the pc left <laughs> if you if, if you want a fun little google search look up what's rick perry's ranch called um <laughs> Y- y- y'all have fun with that and you y'all might be able to there. make the google bot say it at you oh if you can get alexa or, or bixby or somebody that your your ai friend to say it to you it'd be it'd be a real blast yeah Maybe. it's dark it's dark times in our in our country I, I i don't know man i'm worried about this war in ukraine might spill over might, might something bad might happen but moreover our leaders just suck i i hate them all i hate them all none of them have any ideas other than do the same thing but do it slightly differently Nobody, no, you never hear anybody like talking about some brave new world that we're going to jump into in, in our lifetimes at all. It's going to be the same shit. You mentioned Ukraine. Prokosian's dead. Seemingly dead. Uh, although Agreed. that's the kind of guy who fakes his death. And it, have you seen all the examples of him in disguise? Yes. Oh, I didn't put that. They're hilarious. Look, as, look, they're not great disguises. You know, in Mission Impossible, where... Tom Cruise tears off a face that looks so much like John Voight, you're blown away. No, nothing I seen like that. that. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like that, that Gordon Ramsay disguise he wears, where he looks like a ghoul. Oh yeah, the Gordon Ramsay uh, disguise. That just yeah, where he walks in and it's the most obvious Gordon. Pull up the Gordon Ramsay disguise, please. Zach, where he walks in and people are like clearly having to be like, 
oh man, like uh, this, this he looks look, ghoulish. He looks it like looks he like looks a... like Trump at the bottom right. Like These if are, Trump uh... was uh, one of those Russian Muslims, that's what he would look. Like. <laughs> But you can imagine, my guess is these are disguises that he wore when he was in a convoy to prevent assassination or when he's when his plane is landing somewhere to pretend like, oh, it's just fucking Colonel Clink. It's not Prigozhin, (laughs) leader of all Wagner or whatever. Gordon Ramsay's stunk. He looked like a uh, like a Neanderthal or some shit. He didn't. Yeah, look there's human. an even better one where like he's turning to the side. It's like a candid shot, and you can oh. see the enormous amount of like <laughs> latex. Now that just might be his face. Like, <laughs> yeah, he had some work done to his chin uh, not all that long ago, and he got all those dimples, a lot of those dimples out of there because it was a fucking yeah, mess. There <laughs> it's like it Mr. is, Mr. Meaty, that old Nickelodeon show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is yeah, not that a good disguise. I mean, clearly it's Gordon Ramsay, right? Like somehow he put on that huge mask and it's still Gordon Ramsay. Right. Yeah, and I he's see like it too. he's still His like in the are... kitchen being like, you fucking donkey. Like he's still, <laughs> he's still doing that. His it's like that I think so you should leave strong. sketch where he's like, I got all this fucking shit on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very funny costume. I love a nice bad costume. How That's what I need to do. I need to do There's Gordon like Ramsay. eight of them or something. These Mission Impossible movies, they're tremendous. I think I've seen the first one. That one's old. Yeah. Like, I've definitely seen That's the one the where he, one. like, he gets lowered down with yeah. the wires and he's the sweat's dripping and shit. I haven't seen I've that. I've only seen forever. the new ones. Like, the last, like, The second three or four. one is the John Woo one, and he's way more uh, into slow motion and, and, and doves flying through the shot than he has anything else. So it kind of blows. The third one, though, that's when Philip Seymour Hoffman is the bad guy. Oh, I like him. He's fucking diabolical. He's like, I'm going to find whoever you love. I'm going to find her. And I am going to make you watch while I hurt her. And there will be nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. And I'm going to do it because I want it. You can't stop me. Right, and eventually like they end up They're in a fucking room movements. That's, that's he's, he's like, he's fucking letting him know. And Tom Cruise is like, yeah, yeah, buddy. It's 40 minutes later and they're in the room. Right. And it's like her tied to a chair and Tom Cruise tied to a chair. And he's like, here we are, motherfucker. And Tom Cruise is like, please, please. Fucking tears running down his bitch made face. You got to mm. watch that movie. I'm pretty sure that's three. Just find the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman in it. That's the good one. Yeah, oh, I wish he didn't old die one. so early. He was yes. so good. I wish that I appreciated him when he was alive. I, mean, I, you know, you still watch the movies, so you appreciate him more now. Yeah, no more like, of them. There's only so oh, many. You know what I learned? Mel Gibson hated Heath Ledger. Uh, Mel, why? why? Because he did Brokeback Mountain, and that was against Mel Mel Gibson. Like he just fucking hates gay uh, people so much yeah. that he oh. never forgave Heath. Mel Ledger. Gibson is a like practicing Catholic, so like he's he's not down with the mm-hmm. gay stuff. Yeah, you know, and he likes his blowjobs before the jacuzzi. Look, you do mm. things Mel's way. Look, he's a goddamn road warrior. <laughs> the People only cool respect. guy in Hollywood, Mel Gibson. Everyone I knows that. It, he's <laughs> like Charlie Sheen without the cocaine and 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 crack and and such. You know, he's he's he's. I like him. I saw an he's interview. Great actor. Not great director. What's the point? He's a wonderful director. Um, what's the one with the Mayans or whatever? Apocalypto. Apocalypto. It might yeah. not be Mayans. It might be the Aztecs. I always Is that good? I haven't up. seen it. It's good. It's yeah. really good. But I worry that it might be a case like uh, Mandy, where you watch it and think we set you up, because there isn't a lot of dialogue. And, My feelings um, were so hurt when I like realized the prank you played on me. <laughs> so in a, we like so Mandy. Ap- <laughs> Apocalypto is about these villagers in the jungle 
in like the 1500s, we kind of find out maybe roughly, and they're just living their tribal life. And then a warring tribe come and like kill a bunch of them and kidnap a bunch of them. And we find out they're taking them to those big Aztec temples or Mayan temples, whatever the big pyramids for mm -hmm. those crazy sacrifices that you hear about on the history channel where they cut a thousand hearts out a day or something because of the eclipse. And these yeah. guys are on their way. They, it's clear that they're heading through to that process and they got to figure out how to like get out of it. But there's not a lot of dialogue and what there is, they use this, the Mayan dialect that still survives today. That's only spoken by like a couple thousand people. They speak that throughout the movie, the dialect that would have been spoken in that time. And uh, it's quite good. It's uh, it's a man trying to, you just read the driving factor. It, I don't remember. I just remember I got the story. So I don't remember how I took it in. If that sounds weird. I don't remember if, 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 how, how it worked but the main character he hides his wife and tiny child in a hole in the ground like during the raid so they're down there and they can't get out without him lowering a rope down to them but he's been taken so he's got to mm. get back to him like time's ticking um for them they're gonna die in that hole if he doesn't not only get free from his sentence to be like whatever the fuck vivisected essentially it, it's a good movie it's really good mel gibson's the best and the, i've never seen the passion of the christ uh, I remembered everybody just describing it as really violent and gory. And I didn't want to see Jesus get beat up like that. You know, uh, I think Jesus existed. I just don't think he was the son of God. So I don't, I don't want to see him get roughed up. You know, it was a, it's a very emotional movie. Like, yeah, I remember I saw it like when it, when did it come out? Like 2003, something like that. <clears throat> probably, probably, or probably around that forever. time. I saw it in theaters, like at yeah. 12 mm. with Church like group? my parents and it was like, dude, this is, this is so fucking intense. Like he gets tortured for a long time, yeah. just getting the shit beat out of graphically. him. Graphically, very graphic. Yeah, I can. It was a good movie though. I have, but then again, I was twelve, so that was twenty years ago. I don't know that, if I would still like it. They they show that in churches everywhere. They, like like I'm gonna tell you, those, I bet those donation baskets were full when they were leaving that congregation. You watch two hours of the big guy taking that shit, taking that beat, and at the end of it, they're like, "And he did it all for you." Dude, all sometimes you, you just thought. Sometimes you just needed those those motivational movies. I remember before a big hockey tournament once, like before a championship game, we watched Miracle on Ice, and I remember liking it because I was like, "This is great!" Like. This is the easiest practice I thought you were of all say the time. Passion of the, the passion of <laughs> we watched the Passion of the Christ. <laughs> so next time you think playing hockey's rough, remember what he went through. And it's yeah. like, oh man, this is. He just like forgot. I was practicing hard DVD. today. Was it? Let me show you what Christ Day was like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Miracle. That was a very motivational movie too. And if I recall, we lost that game. <laughs> we probably should have practiced instead of watching Miracle. The day I remember what the movie game. it was, oh, yeah. but we watched yeah. a movie in my Sunday school, and it was like the only thing I remember is there was the Twin Towers were in the movie, and they had to stop the movie and be like, "Okay, we just want to tell you, the Twin Towers are in this movie." It was two thousand nine, and I'm like, "We, it's fine. We can watch it. We're not gonna like freak out when we see the Twin Towers." Yeah, man. <laughs> they like made an effort to like. What happened to those? <laughs> yeah, as if like a kid would be really upset Dude, by that. I'm so glad we got out of school before the school shooting, like all that stuff mm -hmm. the, the got crazy and and uh i don't know all the other stuff that's going on in schools now i'm glad that we just missed all of that like we didn't have Are to school have... shootings up 
Like, is it, I, I, they said it was. I don't. I don't necessarily I don't mean know. that. I just mean like living in the age where I see schools with all sorts of protocol and procedure and safe mm, rooms, clear and, backpacks, yeah, and all that shit. Like mm -hmm. we didn't have any of that shit. We um, like like the worst thing that happened in the bathroom was when that girl went and cut herself that time. Oh, I think a mongoloid raped a girl one time, but but you know shit happens. That's a pretty um, horrible thing in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, that's, I mean, it depends that's, on which one you were. That's a terrible. I bet if you ask Jojo, he said it was a real formative fun day. Yeah, someone fucked up letting Jojo out of his cage that day. <laughs> um, so my school didn't have those things, Kyle, but the school down the road, Atlantic City, had metal detectors, clear backpacks, like all those mm. safety protocols. That's for gang activity, though, right? Yeah. Like, you weren't Atlantic worried about a white rough kid. town. You weren't worried about a white kid doing the shooting. So when a white kid comes, he shoots everybody. When a black kid shoots up a school, he just gets the guys he's after, more or less. He's not going to hunt room to room like the Terminator. Or it anything. sounds right. A white, yeah. <laughs> a white kid will do you like that. There's one. I, I don't even like bringing it up because it's like, don't even want to put it into the ethos but i remember it was the one after columbine it was like the second shooting i'd ever heard of was these it was either one or two boys i think in alabama and what they did was they either called in a, a threat or a, a pulled a fire alarm and then they got on a hill overlooking where everybody would line up outside and started shooting people Fuck. and Ooh. i remember thinking shit we do line up outside in a fucking row on command anytime anybody pulls that motherfucker and it was scary you know it yeah. was like, i was just about to graduate i think then or maybe i had but it was still in my head today it's like that's scary there were a couple that got me that are more recent uh the vegas shooter by the way still don't know his motivation and what happened there yeah. but he just used like basically full auto i know there were some bump stocks involved and stuff like that and shot mm -hmm. into a crowd at a concert and that had always been like the worst case scenario. Not only do you get all those bullets and you can just hit anything shooting into a crowd, but Elevated there's the position. stampede. It's a, yeah, that was a really bad one. And then I'm trying to remember the other one was in my mind. Oh, there the, was this the New Zealand church thing where they went into the oh Christ church. It wasn't a church. Yes. Was it a Christ no, church? It a, I thought no, it was a Muslim. It, that, thing. It was a the area was called mosque. Christ church. Yeah, the city's but, called but the Christ mosque. Rep, yeah. Roger that. Um, yeah. So I've, that guy was just, I, I hate to give, like, I hate to say anything complimentary, but he was really effective at not letting people escape. Really catching them lined up, pinned them in the back room. Like he, he was brutal and efficient. Seventy-three kills or something. I don't it, remember. He was brutal and efficient, though. I saw like him just 38? blow the tops off people's heads in the street, uh, like without flinching. When he leaves, he runs over that lady's body. Ba -boom, ba -boom. And hmm. uh, it's the wild part if you watch after he's killed everyone. Up. I've seen the whole thing. And then like Thank after you. it, after it, he's driving away and he comes to an intersection with a crosswalk and some people sort of give him some shit like, hey, watch, we're walking here. And he's like polite with them. And it's so weird because he just killed all of it. He's like, oh, sorry, sorry. He's like letting the people go past. Because they weren't they weren't Muslims or they were they still weren't. Muslims. Exactly. It, look, oh, he, he was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he drove. He was driving around later. And it, there's not video of this, but I think I read that the deal was he continued driving around and was only shooting at, I guess, brown people. I mean, you know, they're, you know, they're in New Zealand and they're in a, that part of the town near the mosque. But he killed so many people. 51. That, he, I just Googled it. Jesus Christ. He, he had containers of gasoline that he was trying to that he was he mm -hmm. sort of like had this moment. You, he's wearing a body cam 
and he's he has this moment where he's like, should I take the should I take the gas in? Nah, let me get this other gun though. I think he retrieves like a second gun and goes back and shoots yeah. more people. Dude, it, when, the version of it that I watched while he was grabbing his uh, guns and stuff from the trunk and like setting everything yeah. up was set to music. It was like it's his hard... music. Wait, what? It's like so some I don't know shit about 4chan culture, but it's they they called it meme music. Mm -hmm. um but he's like listening to it the whole way there he's cracking jokes about the austin powers i might be misremembering it but to me it was like i know it wasn't exactly this but like the doom music like just rocking sort of tight music i might be wrong you know whatever it was wild yeah it's it's been a while ago um yeah that was a real rough one um this recent one you know where those little children were killed those uh, you know that that shit's awful i mean you don't want to see anybody get shot but when it's those little bitty kids it's so horrific What's this i don't one? understand mm-hmm. i don't know there's been a couple of them recently where like oh, okay. kindergartners died. the one that where we were really happy about the way the guy charged in and got the person oh yeah yeah like, i'm we, pretty sure they stepped over like i don't know a five-year-old or something mm-hmm. on the way on the way like after they got to the second floor before they got into that sort of open atrium area where the shooter was and they killed him i think they step over like a little five-year-old in pink or some shit they, you know they blur it but you could tell what it is wasn't one of them uh, like a was that the girl shooter there was like a female trans person. Yeah, it was a so, trans person. Like I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't remember exactly how they defied. But yeah, um, the shooter was trans. I. I feel like the Sandy Hook one was like the first one, in a while. Like that was like the one like, because I think that was like right after I got out of high school. So like that's why we didn't have any like protocols or, like training or anything like that at my school. And then like Sandy Hook happened, and then more and more school ones happened after that. But I don't remember much mm-hmm. happening like in the late. Or the early yeah, 2010s was, before that. I kind of feel like you're right. Like there was a gap there. I want to say yeah. the Boston bombing was around that time. Yeah. Too. As far as schools, I don't remember yeah. much happening up yeah. until Sandy Hook. Yeah, you might Boston be right. Boston bombing now. was, I, we talked about it earlier, but I wanted them to get those guys. You know, it was bullshit. They, heard they did. They people. got themselves. Or no, they got I'm, one I'm of them. And those other guys I'm, that didn't do it. They got yes, everybody. No sorry. one got Alfred. <laughs> I remember I, I remember we were in this bar um restaurant thing. It was like noon, and we were watching that it just had happened, you know, because it's I think they start the race. It's an early morning thing, right? And it was noon or two in the afternoon. We were watching it on TV, and it was like, God, they gotta get these people. You know, they gotta get them, or they're just gonna do it again. And they an attack like that, like Clearly, they're just going to do something like that again. And, they, you know, the way they had done it with those pressure cooker bombs and the ball bearings or whatever, um, I was I was glued to everything about that. I was so into capturing the Zarnayev brothers. That was wild. I didn't follow it after it happened. I'm surprised there's never been like a documentary. Of course there has. Marky Mark made a fucking movie about that shit. Who remember else? That? Fucking Boston <laughs> Strong. Yeah, You don't remember? Else? <laughs> remember when they took everybody's like fucking uh rights away throughout the whole constitution and the bill of rights and said get back in your fucking houses with the army and the apc strolling through the streets remember that yeah America, boston strong yeah that's what they did like basically yeah declared martial law and get in your fucking house civilian rolling down the that. streets even in tanks and shit and apcs yeah shit they brought yeah, yeah. uh and it you know good they got those guys by any means necessary if you tell me that hey the best way to just like with the virus like i said if we all go inside for a week we'll have no more virus 
we all go inside for a week. It'll be easier to find the people who have nowhere to run or hide. You know what I mean? I'm a, I was a, oh, it totally made, it kind of made sense. Look, I don't want to live in Boston. Look, imagine you're a Bostonian, <laughs> as they like to be called, and and there's people getting blown up. You don't want to go to you know work the next day, and maybe they maybe the Zarnayevs come for you. You know, maybe they're maybe they're down there at Vandalay Industries because they <laughs> they don't want any more latex coming into the city. All maybe right? they're taking out all the exporters that day. That's not good for all those of, of us with and with, the importers. And the importers, yeah, could be the importers too. Nope. No God forbid. Hard when it Importer comes to Zarnaya brothers. Is that another one of your go-to Seinfelds with with George pretending to be successful? Oh like, yeah. Anything with George. George is like, yeah, anything with George, I'll watch that episode. I like when he lies about selling computers for his dad's already mm-hmm. fake computer sale business. Yeah. Or oh, anything with George's beat, dad yeah. too. Like anything with him like the, uh, My favorite thing is the blooper reel from the uh <laughs> from the Bad Boy episode when they go to the when he's uh I think he was got arrested for littering. It was the Bad Boy George episode, and then he comes and he's like, "This is like him and Elaine back and forth, and they just like can't get the scene done with." That's because it's best. just so absurd. Yeah, I, so that's funny. that's one of the funnier moments. My son George couldn't have hatched a kingdom like this. It had to be you. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does that you mean? <laughs> what does that you mean? Want to <laughs> Drop you like a bag of dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they freeze frame like mm-hmm. elaine's clearly gonna clock him she's throwing like a big hook so fucking good <laughs> r.i.p yeah. to george's dad i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's dead yep frank mm-hmm. stands and i think AKA, him and like uh, jerry's parents died like the same month all or of one of them i think all the parents are dead now all the mm-hmm. seinfeld uh, wait no parents. estelle i think the i think george's mom is i, I don't fucking know oh that lloyd <laughs> braun Oh, that Lloyd Braun. That's such a good episode. Kramer, stop short on me. <laughs> He's fucking great. All right, stop short with my wife. Yeah, I got a piece so, so goddamn Chris, bad. Where can everybody find everything uh, you related? YouTube, Chris James TV. Everywhere else, Chris the James. That's it. Nice. So. Check him out. Links in the description. PKA six six two.